This is the One Piece Podcast, episode 367, for the week of Monday, May 4th, 2015. My name is Zach. And my name is Ed. And my name is Steve. Uh, Our guests today include the dude. Hey, dude. Hey. Uh, We also have Eisner Award nominee Joey Weiser. Hey, Joey. (laughs) Hey, yeah, I guess that's me, huh? That is you. That's how I have to work that into every conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Eisner Award nominee. (laughs) Yeah, uh, that's uh, it's uh, that's pretty great and was totally unexpected. Congratulations, that's huge. They're they're gonna have to change your name to Joey Eisner. (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) Well, Well, we'll we'll see what happens in July. Well, if you haven't, check out Merman. It's at tragic-planet.com, right? Or .net? I've, .com. Dot yeah, com, that's my right. homepage. And, yeah, you can buy the books from Oni Press or digitally or however you like to read comics. Uh, okay, so pimping on our end, uh, Steve, you're going to be at ASEN May 17th, uh, 15th through the 17th. That's correct, right? Steve? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's right. Hold on, I was thinking about the dates, and yes, you're I, right. I, Yeah, I, I checked them. We don't yes. want anyone showing up there on the wrong day. <laughs> Wait, ASEN's no, no, not it's happening. No, it's fine, it's fine. There's a casino next door. Is there? I yeah, didn't there. know that. I, I, guess, know more than I guess there is. Yeah. I'm going to be there on the 15th at Steve's booth. Steve, where is your booth? Signing, you sound like you're saying, like, oh, I'll be there uh, signing autographs. <laughs> Well, look, if you want my autograph, I'll sign it, but I don't really <laughs> yeah, understand. Yeah, bring that. some headshots, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, oh, I have the perfect headshot in mind for you, Zach. Oh, God. <laughs> no, not that one. <laughs> no one will get it, but it's the photo I chose to have as Zach's contact photo. Um, oh, no. <laughs> it's on the One Piece Podcast Facebook. It's very old. No, don't. No one look for that. There's already okay, enough of right. recently pictures. reposted on Twitter. Um, we'll, just, we'll just use the Katsukon one. Okay, <laughs> I'll bring up, I'll bring glossy eight by twelves of those or whatever it is eight by eleven. I don't know. Uh, we also uh, are going to be in Dallas for OPP Dallas from May twenty first through the twenty fifth. Um, please help support us either by donating. Uh, the best way to do it is through our Patreon, which is our new endeavor to not just help for OPP Dallas, but to help for future events and. Uh, convention outings and equipment uh, because sometimes microphones stop working or whatever or, or whatever it may be. Uh, so go to patreon.com slash one piece podcast to support us that way. Uh, you could also pick up the banana me shirt, which people got in. I have to say, I really like how it came out. Right, Steve? It, uh, I wore it the next day when I got it and uh, it looked pretty good. Um, and uh, you could go to teespring.com slash banana me shirt to pick that up as well uh also uh ed we have a movie that we made that's a right while if back. you're curious what opp dallas might kind of look like not at all look at the su- kind well it'll look, look better look than this we, actually we've all, look at the stuff we've already made look at the quality production we bring to video uh oppjapan.com zach and greg had an odyssey two summers ago it's almost two years ago wasn't it uh yeah we released it only like six months ago though well, yeah. but it was uh, it was the summer of 2013, and you and Greg had an adventure throughout Japan, and uh, we did, yeah, showing how awesome One Piece is and the effect it has. So, yeah, you get to see kind of the phenomenon it is there, and it's only gotten bigger. I mean, they took over the Tokyo Tower, which uh, we're going to go through in this podcast. We have a, Dennis uh, spoke with uh, Diana and Kate, who were in Japan and got to see the Tokyo Tower, so they're going to talk about that on today's episode. You know, we know you're all upset that there's no manga chapter this week, but we're trying to make it up to you. Um, 
Also, uh, please check out the website. We have an interview uh, between Oda and uh, Kishimoto, the creator of uh, Naruto. Uh, that's on the site. Um, and I, I, it's, a, it's a really interesting one, some really cool insights. It's always cool to hear those two talk. There's a four-hour-long one, which has been transcribed somewhere out there in Japanese, that once we get our hands on uh, the, the book that comes from the Naruto exhibit, we'll have that translation for you as... As long as that doesn't take a couple months to translate. Ed, we also have a really cool announcement on this episode. Man, this is big. This is something I've been wanting to do for a long time. Tell them about it, man. Uh, well, we're going to tell them about it uh, in the following segment right after this. But first, uh, we have a lot more to do today. Today, we are doing something very special. Uh, you guys were huge fans of our opening ranking uh, podcast. So we're going to give you a mostly spoiler-free podcast for you today because we're going to go through the ending themes, which ended, uh, what is it, in 2005, six, something like that? It was, uh, no, it was after I had been watching, so it was, I think, 2007, early 2007. Ooh, really? It's been a a while. Because when I started watching in 2006, they were, uh, actually, they had just crossed into um, the Tower of Law, so actually it was late 2006. Oh, woof, man, that makes me feel really old. Because I remember, like, when I started watching it week to week, it was like uh, Free Will, I think. That was pretty late, wasn't it? No, it wasn't at all, actually. Never mind. <laughs> I forget those middle ones, which we'll talk more about later. Um, but uh, so it's the same five of us who did the uh, opening. So you're going to get uh, not similar opinions, but you kind of know where we'll be coming in. and It'll at least be evenly congruent with the openings. Um, things are going to look a little different. We'll talk a little bit more about it in the next segment. We also have some piece together for you guys. Uh and that, that's going to be it for this week. Next week, we'll return with the manga recap for chapter 785. For those of you who are like, why isn't there a chapter this week? It is Golden Week in Japan, which is a conglomeration of many uh, big holidays there. So they take the week off. Uh, but I'm, I'm looking forward to 785. Uh, we'll talk more about that next week, though. So why don't we get into the show, you guys? Are you guys ready? Woo! Hold on. I'm ready. Happy Golden Week. Okay, everyone. Uh, Ed, we promised a big announcement here. You may have noticed that we've been laying off on the Tsunami recap. We have something big in store, and this is the announcement of that thing. So, Ed, uh, haven't you always wanted to just read a lot more One Piece in bigger spurts? Yes, actually, and it's something that I haven't done in since you've first read it. No, since no, since the Aviz manga speed up was going on, and I was reading it on the train to work every day, uh, six some some six years ago, around the time we first began the podcast. And uh, there's a lot more manga than there was back then. Let me tell you. So uh, yeah, we're, we're gonna start going back through it all, and uh, we're gonna have some help in doing that. Yeah. So uh, we're. We're at the moment calling this the great One Piece read-through. It's gonna. It's not just something that we on the podcast want to do. We want to get you guys out there in the community involved. Uh, I know there are 
very often read-throughs going on. Uh, we have a schedule for you guys. It's going to be out on the. It's going to be up on the website, um, so you guys could check that out. Um, we're also going to go through it here as well in this segment. But um, basically, we're going to be reading anywhere from three to six volumes a week, uh, and it's going to last us until Labor Day, uh, Labor Day weekend. Uh, we're going to release these as mini episodes with special guests uh, from all across the One Piece industry. Hopefully, we'll also have um, some guests that you don't we don't hear from very often. Uh, I guess that maybe even some new fun. people, maybe some new people. Um, definitely a, a lot of familiar faces as well. Uh, the people who are going to be doing this every week, uh, you'll hear me and Ed. Uh, oh, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna try. We're gonna do this. Let's, <laughs> we're gonna see if we uh, stay sane through this all. Um, Steven's also gonna be joining us, which is great because he is the translator of One Piece. We'll, we could get. I'm, his cu- I'm, cu- I'm curious about his opinions, especially on these early books. Um, I'm very excited to say we're we have a lot of cooperation from Viz in this. Uh, so not only are we going to get uh, Amy Marr, who's a who's a big fan of uh, the podcast and uh, the current marketing director for Viz, uh, we're also going to get uh, former editors like Uriah Brown, who edited some of uh, the uh, teens. Uh, Alexi Kirsch, who is the current editor, I think he's been editing for at least three fourths, like two thirds to three fourths of uh, what's currently out. So hopefully we'll have him on a bunch. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna get a lot of people from that you may familiar voices from the Shonen Jump podcast, hopefully, and um, also just some voices you don't hear as much as we said. Uh, I just want to quickly go through the schedule. Steve, hopefully you'll be on. I, you have a busy summer, so I know you won't be able to commit fully to this, but but I would. I've been meaning for like years now to kind of go back and reread the manga because I've done so much rewatching of the anime. So I'd love to take part in this. Uh, so we're going to have a page up on the website, so don't worry. Uh, but we're also going to put in the description of this post the full schedule. Um, and you know, it's we'll... interesting. I was just going back and looking at my early, my really early volumes, and I, I have two pre-Zolo uh, volumes. Yeah, There's, me too. I, I thought I mentioned that. Because my, my volumes 1 and 2 are not first editions, but 3 and 4 are, and 5 is where the changeover happens, and it's also a first edition book. So well, to get, we'll, we'll talk about this more when we do the segments. And to get used to the pace, I started reading volume 1, and it's, I'll just give a preview. It's a lot different than I thought it would be. Um, it was a pre-Zolo one. Uh, anyway... Uh, so in week one, we're going to go from Romance Dawn through The Oath, that's volumes one through six. Uh, we are going to be releasing these, uh, I should probably said this, as uh, many episodes. They should. We're going to try and cap them at around a half hour. Um, we're going to have split them into the longer segments going to be spoiler free. So basically talking about, you know, our thoughts on what happened in the chapter. It's going to be a very loose discussion. It's not going to be like other former efforts you may remember. Um, Zach's going to need like a bottle, a spray bottle of water to keep me from spoiling things. Yeah, this is, it's going to be interesting, but we're also going to have a spoiler segment. So so it's going to be split like the AAC feed is uh, now. So you could skip into the non-spoilery or spoilery depending on what you're into um but i want to make sure it's at least somewhat accessible to fans who have not uh gotten up to it um and so then we could in this spoilery we could say in retrospect kind of uh how things look we'll probably still give some spoilers away it's hard to in the first six volumes not give any away for example yeah i hope you guys all uh go through this with us though and at the end i will be spent and i will be much happier for it yeah, uh, I'm going on vacation right after that, so that's perfect. You won't see me for a few weeks after that. Um, 
So yeah, again, May 14th through September 4th. It's a summer, it's a summer extravaganza from the One Piece podcast. It's a mini series. I don't know what you want to call it. Uh, it's going to be a separate mini episodes every Thursday uh, is when we're planning on the releasing on releasing that may change, but that's as of, uh, as of right now, starting on May 14th is what we're doing. Um, so uh, a- any final thoughts, Ed? I am excited. I'm and ready? Not, no, I am not ready. No, me neither. <laughs> not at all. I, I'm, I'm, I'm full of nervous energy just thinking about it. Uh, I, I haven't looked back at these old, these first I opened volumes. it today on the subway to see, you know. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm excited, though. Like, this is something I've wanted uh, to do for a very long time. I'm really excited about volumes three and four because one and two date from – the speed up, the manga speed up in 08. But uh, yeah, most of my volumes, like even the early ones, are, are first editions beyond the first two. So, well, I'm going to be honest, I haven't read a lot of these early ones because I, I marathon the anime. That's how I, you know, you really never read these. Some of them, some, not all, but like some. I mean, granted, I've only read like the first, I've, I've only read East Blue maybe twice, you know. Like I don't think I've, I've never done a real read through from beginning to current of, of One Piece. I've just never done that, and so this is going to be. I, I'm probably going to have a lot to say. Um, so think about we're going to try and keep it short. So ongoing that there's no time to look back, but we're trying to do that now. Uh, so we we do apologize for fans of the tsunami recap. It will be back in September. Um, but we think that this will still uh, pique your interest because new fans, as well as old fans, will be able to uh, enjoy this at least until uh, around uh, July, uh, yeah. July or August. Um, so I, I think we should get into the next segment. But uh, thank you Ed, for doing this, Steve. We hope to see you on for this uh, occasionally as well. Yeah, hopefully. I would love to talk about the early stuff. Uh, thank you, guys. All right. This is our ending ranking segment. This is going to be a really fun one because no one really shared opinions, I think, of the same caliber. But before we get things started, uh, we're going to do things a little differently, just very slightly differently. Uh, I think we could all agree here that we don't really hate any of these endings, right? I think we're, we're either, you know, kind of lukewarm on it or, you know, above. I've right? I've never had any hatred towards the openings as well, but like, but I, I feel like with the openings, though, I was always like, okay, this one's kind of like... Eh. You have an opinion, at least. Yeah. It, a lot of these, it's either just, like, I kind of not... I'm not saying, like, all of them are really good. Some of them are kind of, you know, just mediocre, but never offensively. So uh, this this idea comes from the dude, and this is how we're going to... This is the tier system we're going to have for today. So... Uh, you may remember the garbage tier. Well, the garbage tier is gone. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> it worked for the, the openings. It worked for the opening. So yeah, we're going to... Gonna... Some openings are garbage. <clears throat> That's true. Some of the openings, I think, were legitimately garbage. Um, though not all of the ones in that tier, necessarily. Anyway, this is how we're going to rank it. We're going to go by the Lovematic Grandpa method. <laughs> <laughs> So we start at the bottom will be cold fish. That is your uh, that is your garbage tier. We're calling that cold fish. Uh, then our lower tier is going to be called lovelorn. You know, they're a little lovelorn. Uh, the neutral tier, which will include two this time, since we have 18 episodes, is going to be lukewarm Luke. Um, 
get points for anyone who gets that reference. Uh, then uh, is it from Love Matic Grandpa? <laughs> no, it's from Cold Hand Luke. I think right. No? Uh, cool, cool Hand Luke. Cool Hand Luke. Oh, okay. <laughs> Still call me a dingus. Um, the upper tier is hot tamale or hubba hubba. You know, it's your choice which one you want to call that because there's there's six of them. So, okay, I'm I'm keeping it at hot tamale since the joke for hubba hubba already happened. And, I like uh, hubba hubba. Fine, hubba hubba. Call it hubba hubba. Uh, and our top tier, the formerly the god tier, will be the Casanova. Uh, oh. Yeah, those are. I like it. <laughs> those are good. So, uh, like last time, we're going to start from the middle and go down, uh, and then we're going to go up from the middle. Uh, so, but we could split the middle, eh, let's just do the middle in, in one segment. Uh, and this is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to say our pick, we'll all go through, uh, we'll all go through it, uh, from strongest opinion to no opinion. And then I'll go through the, the viewer pick for that level. Uh, so you guys ready to get started? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What we got? Uh, so it's time for some lukewarm Luke. Let us start with our number nine ranking with 49 points is Watashi Ga Iruyo. And would you Ooh. like to tell us a little bit about this one, Ed, without yes. expressing your opinion yet? <laughs> <laughs> That's Watashi Ga Iruyo by Tomato Cube. It was the third ending and it lasted for 10 episodes. Um, oh, I also want to take a bet as to how many times uh, dude says, wow, uh, if anyone has any. Yeah, yeah, place your bets now, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> if, Please write I it down wow. in secret ballot. Uh, I think we're all going to say wow here. I'm going to start with the strongest opinion. And uh, I By think the way, this... for the record, I nearly said wow. So. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's fine. You can still say it. That was my favorite part of the openings rankings. <laughs> so... Um, Let's start with uh, Ed, who had the strongest opinion and putting it second to last at number 17. Mm. I had completely forgotten this one existed. The lyrics make no sense, and the music is not in a style that I care for. It's oh. bland and it's inoffensive. It's just there. <laughs> Animation's okay, though. That's how I... I don't even remember what the song sounds like today, and I watched it last night. That's the only what? thing I remember about it, is the song. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I think, dude, you had the you had the next strongest opinion. You put it at number four. I did. No, I, I put it at number five, dude. You put it at number five. Then I must have accidentally made a mistake. No, 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 no. I did put it at number four. Okay, right. good. I'm I did not make a mistake. <laughs> We're gonna have to cancel this whole thing. <laughs> this is yeah, all. Was, this is all. No. Uh, yeah. Good, sorry. Go ahead. An outdated one. Yeah. Uh, so when I started watching One Piece. Um, I was, you know, kind of going through my Hong Kong DVDs, and me uh, too, man. Yeah, me too. And uh, for a long, like, I, I don't know. And then at the time, I was kind of, you know, trying to absorb as much One Piece as I possibly could. And I really, really like this ending. I've listened to it like a ton of times, more times than I even know. Um, I don't think it's particularly great, but it it just has a whole load of nostalgia for me. Like, it's Ooh. just a personal choice. Um, I feel like that's going to be a lot of these endings. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. It's funny that you mentioned that because I kind of have this nostalgic thing for it. Because at the time, all right, and I don't condone bootlegs, but when I was, Jesus, like 15, 16, and I didn't know any better at the time, but then when your only alternative was four kids, uh, I didn't mind watching through the series on my Hong Kong bootlegs. Um, well, I mean, I and, think it goes without saying that we don't condone bootlegs. 
No. We also don't condone four kids dub, so yeah. it's competing. Also, I don't know. I, I, don't condone, I don't condone a lot of things I thought was okay when I was young. Steve, so. you put uh, you put it at number 10. So also in uh, the lukewarm Luke. Uh, I almost, I honestly almost thought that I was going to be the one to rank this one the highest. And I was iffy on this one. Uh, but this one's kind of nostalgic. It's nostalgic for me just because I think at the time this is... Um, this is like a little garden ending. Um, right, what was it? Well, Whiskey Peak and a little garden. And I was watching those episodes when I was on spring break. I was out in California. I just associate this song a lot with the West Coast in warm weather. So it's kind of nice when... Oh, yeah, ending, I think you told me about this before. Yeah, it's yeah. nice when an ending kind of has, like, kind of... It reminds you of, like, a place or... Yeah. Certain kind of, like, weather. Uh, so, like... For it to have a strong, like, to have that kind of strong enough feeling is kind of cool. And also, it's not a bad song. It's kind of catchy when I've been listening to the endings again. I'm like, oh, this is, it's a nice driving song. I, I put it at the same place as you. I just want to explain. I did something a little different this time with, with my numbers. And since I don't remember a lot of the endings, I, I did kind of what Ed did, except I don't really care about lyrics, so I didn't include that. I did visuals, music, and applicability to the subject matter of what's going on, so you don't have something like Kase Wosaka Shite happening. Well, well, to be frank, the endings, for the most part, are just kind of random anyway. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I, I didn't, I mean, that's not something... Well, some of them aren't, though, and that's part of why I like them more. Yeah, I mean, that's not something that I had very strong. They were all around the same number. I think only, like, one of them I had, like, a real number like, for for I that. Think, like, the like the three or four that are, like, just outside my highest tier were songs that I didn't necessarily remember, but I really loved the story that the animation was trying to tell. Well, let me put it this way. I don't think applicability counts necessarily against it, but I definitely think it could help Yeah, uh, in some cases. And we'll get to those when we get to those. This is not one of those cases here. But it was it's a fine song. The song gets stuck in my head. I, I guess I have the opposite opinion as Ed as to the music. Uh, and the visuals are perfect. Um, Joey, you put it at number five. Uh, do you want to talk about uh, why you put it there? Yeah, I think uh, this is uh, another case of one of them getting kind of bonus points for being earlier in the series and making an early impression. Uh, I like it a lot. I like the song. Uh, it feels kind of like an 80s montage or something. And um, I like the shots of the interiors of the ships. And then there's the shot. The the one that I always think of with this one is the overhead shot of them walking. And then, mm-hmm. like, Luffy lags back and Zoro pushes him ahead and stuff. And that feels super, like, iconic and makes you yeah. really feel the, like, family mm-hmm. uh, of I, the crew. It's, yeah. it's funny that you mentioned that. I kind of forgot that I did praise uh, Jungle P for having one of those shots, too. So, uh yeah, kudos. To this I movie. like how Luffy shows up in every little shot. He tries to force himself in every little shot beforehand. <laughs> like how Zoro's cleaning his sword and Usopp's drawing and Sanji's cutting some fish. Chopper's and... doctrine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Why are we referencing this so much? <laughs> the, 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 visual, the visuals were, were really good. Um, I think that's going to be it for, for that. I mean, it's at number nine, so everyone except uh, Ed, you know, uh, I guess had a... Not very strong opinion. Maybe, dude. So, uh, before we go into the next uh, next song, why don't we see what the viewers thought of Watashi Ga Iruyo? And actually, only one point away at, at rank number eight with 24 vo- votes. Uh, so, just, just above that in Hubba Hubba. Um, but at the very bottom of Hubba Hubba. Uh, so, it, I guess there's a lot of fans of it out there. So, Ed, you seem to uh, not be in the norm here. 
I maintain my opinions. <laughs> well, we were going to do a ranking system for the voters, for, for the uh, viewers out there, but that kind of fell through. So this isn't going to be the most accurate reading of what people think. It's the best thing we got, though. But it's the best thing we got. Um, it's like a ranking of what is everyone's favorite. Exactly. Right? So, like, the bottom one could be number two for everyone, you know, but, like... Yeah. It at least shows. The Mitt Romney of endings. <laughs> exactly. But the thing is, with endings, I think it's a little better because I don't think there are a lot of endings viewers out there hate either. I think we probably are kind of congruent to that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, let's go to the second lukewarm Luke, and that is at number uh, 10 with 47 votes, and that is Soshinosuke. Um, <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. <sighs> okay, guys. Calm we down. should have Joey pronounce these. So, <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> how, how is that? Pronounced? Yeah, because when Zach says it, it agitates me. Uh, how, how does it pronounce? I don't know. Sochi no suke. Isn't that what I said? Yes. So, you All right, said so she, right? Oh, 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 by the way, Zach, I'm not making sounds to uh, how you pronounce things. It's just my raw reaction to the Oh, okay. All right, so yeah, Sochi no suke by Suite Shoujo. The fourth ending. It lasted for eight episodes. Yeah, for those who want to hear it pronounced well, Ed will say it immediately after me correctly. Um, so Probably. yeah, so that only got a that got two votes left. Uh, I think I'm gonna guess. I think I and Steve had the. Oh wow. Okay. So me, Steve, and Dude all put it at the same spot. So I think. Uh, what spot number, is that, guys? At number uh, five. Wow. So, number five. Number right. five. Uh, Ed, Ed, don't mock us. <laughs> Sorry. Calm the hell down. Uh, Just somehow you've undermined us. <laughs> Steve, why, why don't you start? Unless you have no opinions. Um, I, I won't, No, it's only my number five. Uh, I feel like once you have a top five, you have to have some strong feelings. I really like this song. Uh, I, it's really... Uh, it, it's very catchy. I like the beat. I like the... You know, I like to sing it, both both the Japanese and English. Uh, English is actually done by Stephanie Young, so it kind of oh, yeah. it, uh, it complements the scenes when Robin's uh, lip-syncing to it. Uh, animation-wise, I really like the shots of the five straw hats in the beginning. I really, I like use of, like, those, like, black shadows, you know, that stuff really pops. Uh, I, I, I was always kind of iffy about the shot of the villains because Smoker was included in it. I was like, oh, Smoker's not really a villain, though. Uh, like well, he's tank, not this, yeah. now, but I mean, like back then, he definitely was. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. that's early assumptions. Yeah. But I just, I always liked the song, and uh, didn't last very long. Uh, dude, yeah, um, this is a this is a cool song. I think it's like cool. Um, <clears throat> it doesn't sound like any of the other endings or opening. It's sort of like, uh, you know, it's it's kind of weird, bluesy. I don't know. It's it's hard to put in a specific category um and i actually kind of like the the bit with the villains i remember making that a wallpaper uh, when when this was when uh when this was out or rather when i was watching one piece um you'll find that a lot of the ones that i have up top by the way are all like from early uh early one piece um simply due to nostalgia reasons of course but like like steve said you know the 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 heavily shadowed areas and uh uh (laughs) lip syncing miss all sunday is really cool too well, um, when, you, and, well yeah. when you think about it now, and you say, oh, nostalgia, and like, I always associate that with East Blue, but at this point now, Jesus, you could, like, pretty much all the uh, episodes that had endings, you could just lump that into, oh, uh, One Piece, part one. 
Well, part like part one of part one. Well, back then, like East Blue was early One Piece, and like yeah. Alabasta and Skypiea Water Seven are later One Piece. These days, now that's like early One Piece. You know what it is. Um, I, I, you know what? This was my nostalgia pick. Uh, Sochino Soke. Uh, Suki. I, I don't know. I don't know what the hell. I don't understand like. how I can be disagreeing with you guys so much on this song. Well, let me just say this was like the first uh, song when I was marathoning through it, so I didn't. Th- so keep in mind, I like didn't watch the full endings every time. You don't have um, to explain yourself to Ed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this was like the first one that I th- found like just a super catchy song, and I do really like the black mo the the motif. Um, it's it's not like visually stunning in any way, but it's it's a really cool. I, I really love the song, and I love the visuals. That's that's all I have to say. It's a personal thing, and I'm completely aware of that. But I that's why th- I put it at five. I, I also think Miss All Sunday is naked. She absolutely is naked. <laughs> you think she's naked? Uh, I think she might be naked. She's at the very least topless. So. It's classy topless. Let's go with the strongest opinion. I want to get those out of the way since that was the most popular why are, opinion. Why are the positive opinions not strong? I, I well, the strongest it. opinion your, is the your, per- wording, your wording confuses me. No, the st- when I say strongest, I mean the strongest person- opinion is me because it's dead last. Ooh, ooh, wow! That, the animation that, in this is super easy. There's so many static shots, like completely visually uninteresting to me. I mean, the art, well, the art is interesting to me, but like the, the animation is like I don't even know why I would bother watching this. Also, it has a very weak opening where it's bam, 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 and like I lose interest already. Well, actually, another thing I forgot to mention: I love that shot too of them kind of like posing up with like the graffiti. I really like mm. uh, Nami's pose, especially. I think is really cool. But like Luffy's got the arms crossed and he's got like. That smug look and Sanji's leaning on the wall. I really like that shot. I think it's a cool look. I didn't like the music of it. And the lyrics are about not relying on luck and using logic in your journey. And, like, this is the opposite of what Luffy believes. Luffy doesn't look at anything logically. He wants to go there and he goes there. And, uh, yeah, and then Robin, why is Robin in this thing? She's a villain. Are we, are we really? Are we te- I mean, I felt like it telegraphed her joining the crew. I'm like, why would a villain be so prominent in this ending? Maybe it's because I never really watched this when I was watching through the show. I never really watched this ending. It was only around for eight episodes. So, you know, maybe I went through these episodes in a day when I was watching it originally. But I just, mm-hmm. it's, this, this song just annoys me. And I don't feel like Ooh. negatively strongly about any of the other endings, really. And wow, except well, I, you, I, I, wow, I definitely feel like, like they are. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> No, I'm just I'm just shocked at how yeah. much you hate this. Like this is actual hate. You can hear it in your voice. It is like <laughs> sharp. <laughs> sharp. Yeah. Uh, Joe, uh, Joey, you put it at uh, number fifteen. So, yeah. Uh, so I had it pretty low as well. I, I, first of all, I was just gonna say regarding the Miss All Sunday thing. I think that they definitely were. Uh, trying to hint at her, I, I think you know if the openings are any indication, they're not that worried about spoiling the uh, the That's anime true. viewing audience. Yeah, because... but this is like back in like early drum and late <laughs> little garden. Yeah, no, he I, is I, I wonder where the manga was at that point. It's very possible that she could have already joined, and that it's the possible sort of they just wanted. Japan a... was excited about her. Maybe they just liked her design. I mean, she did show up before um, yeah, Little Whiskey Garden Peak. and at Whiskey Peak. Yeah. So yeah. maybe they were like, oh, she's this like ominous force in the background. She's sort of yeah, she sul- was. sultry, too, and you can't yeah. have Vivi like, doing that. Like, <laughs> here's, a, here's a suggestion. Don't do it at all. So, jeez. Oh, I, I agree with Zuki. It's harsh. This one, for me, just kind of landed. Mine's, I guess, fourth from last, but like, I like the song pretty well. 
Uh, I like that it's kind of retro, I think, is kind of the way I would That's a good way to categorize it. it. Mm-hmm. Reminds and, me a lot of the first FMA original series ending. And this, uh, I don't like that ending. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to, like contradict stuff i'm going to talk about later but i don't like how much it relies on stills uh i'm actually not into the high contrast uh images of all the characters with the the thick black shadows it feels a little forced kind of like it's trying too hard to be cool or something and uh yeah so i i like the song the song's my favorite part of it and that's what uh made me keep thinking I wanted to put it higher, but when I was just looking over my overall list, it kept kind of being squeezed downwards. And mm. like we said, we we don't feel, most of us don't feel particularly bad about any of these. And I still like it pretty well, but Except it's not, not, uh, <laughs> not high on my list. All right. Well, despite Ed, it ended up in the lukewarm Luke category. Uh, let's see where it I ended up. I did my part. You did. <laughs> well, don't worry, Ed. The fans are a little closer to agreeing with you. Uh, they put it at the number 13 with 17 votes. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's that. So it's a, it's a little closer. Actually, uh, Joey was probably closest there without yeah. going over. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Okay, t- guys, time to get into the lovelorn uh, <laughs> category tier, whatever we're calling it. Uh, so first one. Ranked at number 11 with 40 votes, so there's really actually a gap between most of these tiers, um, which which actually worked out really nicely. Uh, this comes in, at, sorry, not for 40 votes, with uh, 40 points, and that's going to be Dream Ship. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's uh, Dream Ship by Aiko Ikuta. Ending number 13 lasted for 11 episodes. So the, for the openings, Dude had all the noises, and this time Ed has all the noises. Uh, let's go to the person with uh, the strongest opinion, which is going to be Joey, who put it second to last. I did. Uh, I'm not crazy about this one. I think it's cool that they use the color walk uh, cover at the beginning, but I do not like the vocals. The like bits with the funny faces is fine, but it's a little boring. Hmm. Um, and yep. at the strongest going uh, from the top, I believe, will be Ed at number three. Yes, that Whoa. is wow. correct. <laughs> I love this song. This song pumps me up whenever I listen to it. Uh, it's, I mean, it's a very simple concept, but I actually really like the showing the two halves of all the crew's personalities, showing like the them being normal and then like their whatever, not like their uh, sort of like their. You know, showing their wild side, not their wild side, but like showing a different part of their personality. And uh, I mean, and the lyrics are simple. They draw on like common themes of friendship and adventure for One Piece. Uh, so I, I just, I love this song musically so much that I couldn't help but rank it really, really high, even though it only lasted for 11 episodes. Uh, let's continue the back and forth. Uh, at fourth to last, uh, at number 15, uh, Steve, that's that's where you put it. So do you want to talk a little yeah. about it? Uh, I really don't have a problem with the song. I, I do kind of like it, but I feel like the vocals are a little rough in both the Japanese and the English versions. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's very, uh, it's, it's, it's scratchy sounding to me, uh, even with the, uh, guitar. Uh, it's still a cool song, but I just, it never really was one of my, uh, it, it never had a whole lot of replays for me. Uh, this one is probably replayed the most for me. For me, I put it, since we're going back and forth from bottom to top, bottom to top, um, I put it at number eight. Uh, the main thing, the main reason I like this song is the gag at the beginning, the color walk to yes. uh, gag, yeah. Yeah. which I, for some reason, cannot stop thinking is hilarious every time I watch it. 
It's great. It's when she hits him in the head. Well, yeah. it's be- yeah because he's brushing his teeth with a with a fish by eating the fish um, while everyone else is brushing their teeth. Uh, sorry, I ruined the joke gag there, so now you'll never appreciate this uh, ending anyway. Thank you, McBain. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I really like the song. I agree with Ed. It's uh, it's it's in my what are we calling that uh, hubba hubba tier. So I mean, I it, I like it. It's good. It's not particularly you know amazing or standoutish to me. But uh, I, I agree with everything Ed said. Yeah, that's that's all I have to say. So, dude, you put it at number twelve. Yeah, um, I don't hate it. I don't dislike it. I don't like love it. But um, I actually really do like the song a lot. Uh, back when it came out, <laughs> man, I used a lot of a lot of these endings for wallpapers, mm. like mm-hmm. for computer wallpapers. <laughs> um, I, guess, I guess back then we had really small monitors. <laughs> we did. Yeah, nothing was widescreen back then. Um, uh, I think it, I think it was kind of funny that like, since Robin's character still wasn't really fleshed out, like the other side of her persona was just like, Oh, she reads more, more books. <laughs> she gets um, up from her chair. Yeah. One's a book of nicknames. I thought, I thought that was hilarious actually. And not that far from her personality. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, you know, I, I have nothing against it. I'm actually like, I, I, this is one of the ones that I kind of fall in the middle. I don't like, there are a lot of, a lot of songs that I like better. So mm-hmm. that's it. I, yeah, Very similar opinions with me. Um, so the viewers put it number 14, uh, with 16 wow. votes. So, uh, not that far off, uh, three places off. Um, you're, you're that surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised I do, I, it's I, low. I, I do not have the correct opinions. No, yeah, you're a today. special little snowflake. <laughs> yeah. After, after the openings where we agreed a lot, Ed, uh, we agreed, I think a little less on this, um, one piece number podcast, three, civil war. Strong. Ed demands Ed demands all of his One Piece songs to be evocative. Indeed. I, the thing is, we all had something way off from what the final results are going to be. At least a few things. Like Very some people got some things right, other people got other things right. There are yeah. correct answers in this. I point. don't know that I feel strongly about anything outside of like my top four and bottom four. Though. Well, well, the way I'm putting this is that the conglomerate list doesn't even close to match anyone's list perfectly or <laughs> at all. Um, which I think is really interesting. Um, okay, I'm going to butcher the pronunciation oh, here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go for it. Uh, number 12 in Love Lorne with 39 votes. This is actually tied at 12, so let's do this one first. Um, so keep the keep in mind the next one has the same. You want to just hand it off to me? Uh, it's it starts with a Suki. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Tsukito Tayo, yes. Okay, Sun and the Moon. Yeah. Sun and the Moon. There yeah. we go. I could have pronounced that well. Uh, you want to tell <laughs> us a little bit about that, Ed? Sure. It's Tsukito Tayo by Shela or Sheila. It doesn't say how it's pronounced. Sheila. Sheila. <laughs> it's ending number 12, and it ran for 14 episodes. Okay, so uh, let's see. Who had the strongest opinion for Tsukito Tayo? Uh, I think that's going to be me, but I put it the lowest. It's going to be him. Uh, but I don't even, I have like no opinions about this, I think is the problem. I barely remember it. That's the, that's the one uh, that was sung by the boy band, right? No. No. <laughs> See, I don't even remember. This Unless all those boys uh, combined to form one giant woman. Oh, Isn't it's the she, Robin one. It's the Robin one. did two themes? Is she no. one of the ones? No. no. Oh, okay. That's, no. um, uh, Machi <laughs> See, okay. I can't even remember yeah. which one this is. Uh, is it is it the one with Robin staring at the moon? No, it's the one where they focus on the people who were left behind, which is actually the reason I, I kind of like it. Oh. Yeah, you see, like, uh, you know, Kareha and Vivi and mm-hmm. uh, Shanks. 
Oh. Machino, um, yeah, it's Zeph. Brutal, I think. Yeah, that uh, one's okay. It felt more like an Inuyasha ending. Um, <laughs> I'm being perfectly honest. Oh, God. Let me you guys fill you in on, I think, a conversation Zach and I have had before. I think when we were listening to a One Piece playlist. Like, it's an Inuyasha ending. Oh. Like, <laughs> that was his derogatory term towards some songs. Well, no, no. They you like the song. It's like an Inuyasha ending. No, it's not. I don't. It's not that I hate Inuyasha endings, but it's just they don't. No, but fit, they're you not know the same. what an Inuyasha ending sounds exactly. like. Exactly. That's like a very distinct thing. And One Piece and Inuyasha should not cross at any point when it comes to music. I just don't think those. Although with Fight Together, that does work very well. But that's let's forget that. Um, <laughs> I think the synergy between like the animation, the characters that they feature, and the lyrics of the song, and sort of the the feeling of the song, even though I don't necessarily well, you, care for the you, ballad. Where did you rank it? Ed? At number seven, so it's kind of right. middle of the road for me. But I think the the way that the lyrics work with the animation and the sort of the feeling of it, talking about the people who are left behind, it makes it rank higher than like other things that I don't necessarily care for with the music. It's Steve, just sort of Steve. You put it exactly where I put it at fourteen. Yeah, exactly at fourteen. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I like the song. It's a very pretty song. Uh, I really like the visuals because I, I always like the callbacks to like the characters you associate with some of the Straw Hats. Uh, uh, it's like, but they, it's not like the strongest song, and it's not the strongest animation. Uh, it's you know, it's it, it is where it is for a reason for me. Uh, dude, you put it like near the middle at number eleven. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I had to redo the list i might put it higher i I actually really love this song um it uh, like it's one of those songs that kind of tugs at me like when it like when they actually used it as an ending i didn't like listening to it because i felt like i was going to cry uh uh, i understand that yeah to put it there to get candid um yeah i just i think it's a really nice song um, and it still is, it just feels very melancholy or not really melancholy, but it, it, it gets you wistful. It, it is. a Yeah. It, it, it's very wistful. Um, yeah. The full I, version I would, it's beautiful. I think it's a really good song. It's just a great really song. Fun. I just have trouble listening to it because it's like, like I said, it, it gets me like in the heart. Oh, I want to, uh, and I like, and I do like, I want to hold, hold you and okay. tell you everything's going to be okay. <laughs> it's, it's true that after listening to, I've been listening to a playlist with all of the, full versions of the themes and then going through it afterwards and listening to these short uh shortened versions you get a little like i don't know you get you feel a little blocked you're like oh no that song was just getting good and then you fade out or whatever oh there's one ending in particular (laughs) yeah i I wonder if i wonder if it's the same one that we're going to talk about i I have a feeling it's not because you all have opposite opinions (laughs) um joey you put it number 10 by the way uh Um, yeah i i like the song pretty well uh i like that there's a focus on the side characters uh, at the beginning my one like if i had a critique of it i would just say that the one thing that i would do differently is that once they get to the straw hats i'd like to have seen a little more animation Mm -hmm. so like still images for the side characters that have been left behind and then like then you get a little more life with the characters that are our main focus would have been nice. I just want to explain myself since I'm like the only one who didn't put it like in the neutral area. It's I, I clearly, I find it a little more forgettable than I think everyone else. I couldn't even remember where, where it was. Or you couldn't remember was. what song it was. I couldn't remember the song. <laughs> and you called it an Inuyasha ending, but it, it okay. 
It is an Inuyasha ending, but I mean that's fine. I like oh, yeah, some of the Inuyasha I forgot endings. Yasha if you like that sort of thing, is what he said. <laughs> I'm taking myself into a deeper hole. Some people. <laughs> I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I just don't think it fits one Can of these. I be honest well. right here. No, I like the first two endings from Inuyasha. No, I like a lot of the endings from Inuyasha, but it's, I just don't think that fits One Piece very well. That's all I'm saying. Um, okay, well, you, you think I thought it was bad. Um, you did that's bad. <laughs> uh, Remember the time I watched One Piece with Gary Coleman in Mexico? <laughs> anyway. The viewers put it into Cold Fish and uh, at number 16 with 14 uh-huh. votes. Um so yeah, it could be worse. Um, this means it's not much favorite material. Uh, also, so tied at number twelve with also thirty nine <laughs> votes uh, comes. Uh, I'm waiting for the wows on this one. Adventure World. Um, I'm not that. Da, da, da. Wait, we're at number twelve. I thought we were at number thirteen. We are. They're tied. I said that twice. Oh, okay. <laughs> so okay. Adventure Worlds. That's understandable. Yeah, at number twelve. Okay, D- dude's not that surprised. Joey, you put it the highest at number four. I did. Do you want to talk about? I thought about that it? this might be uh, the case. <laughs> I I uh, I absolutely love the song, and I like the ending a lot. Um, the I love the like chibi straw hats coming in, um, and the bit with Chopper Man and Robin noticing him and stuff is very great. And if I if I could be, the the if I can nitpick. Their anim their animation like there's not much animation. Yeah, I, I yeah I'm getting that. <laughs> um, and I like um, I really like the idea of doing a sort of Usopp gallery for multiple reasons. One thing is that it's pulling in an, a sort of side element of the manga, uh, and incorporating it into the anime like it had never been done before. And that's a kind of neat. I've seen some like. Uh, seen some like super sentai shows and stuff where they have like people dance like kids set in dancing videos and stuff in the credits and it's nice to have that fan interaction what does pull it down for me i this might have even i like the songs and the like concept so much that it might have pushed even higher than four but like it's true the animation is very limited um and i will also concede that while uh fan art is a great concept it's not always the most aesthetically pleasing to look at, right? So, like, and just to say that this is Adventure World by Delicatessen, it's the 18th ending, went for 15 episodes. Mm, oh, yeah, the last ending, the final I, ending. That's right. I, I uh, jumped, jumped right into defending it because I, I had a feeling I saw it on the end of some. You know, you're not, a, you're not alone. I, I want to go, I want to go in order here from best but Joey. For, from uh, I'm surprised places. to say about fan art though, because I just assumed like most of this was little kids. And you know, yeah. Well, I want so, someone, wanna... someone with six million views on DeviantArt doesn't really need that kind of press, but it's it's good for the kids. Um, <laughs> no, no, that's what I, I'm saying. It's great. Like I thought it was a really great idea, and I love it. But the only uh, thing that I, I could agree is that it, you know, it doesn't look as polished as the show, and so it has a weird effect. Well, their like, walk cycle was so cheap and wait, was, wait, Steve, like, you'll you'll get your you'll dip, get your chance. Dip, dip, dip. Uh, I, I just I just do want to make it clear that I think yeah. that one of the things that I like the best about it is that it does incorporate the kids' drawings. Okay. Um, Ed, Ed put it the next highest at number eight, uh, so yep. there's a bit of a jump down from there. So Ed, would you like to talk uh, talk about where you put it there? I mean, it does lose points for the cheap animation, but I like the idea of showing the fan art in the ending. We're giving the kids the anime is for the children. 
I think. And, <laughs> like Wu-Tang. Uh, yeah, exactly. Wu-Tang is for the children. Um, but I, I love the cute Chopper Man. I think the song is actually really catchy. And I think the Japanese language itself lends itself to rapping more mm-hmm. so than other languages because of the syllabic nature of the Japanese language. And the lyrics are on point, And I just... I have this good feeling when I listen to it that I couldn't rate it lower than like my bo- into like my bottom half. Um, okay, dude, you put it in the middle at number ten. Uh, yeah. So I actually um, right before I sent this list to you, Zach, I had it at number four, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I moved it down because I'm like, no, I should probably put other ones higher than this because of the visuals and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. I love the song. The song's fucking awesome. Uh, this is, this is one that I like the full version of, like really, really like a lot. Um, there's so much more to the full song than there is in the actual ending credits. Um, I freaking love the song. Uh, let's just put it that way. Um, and the rest of it, you know, I do like the aspect of the fan art and stuff like that, but mostly the reason that it was that high was because I freaking love that song. Uh, that's how I feel about dream shit. Uh, yeah. yeah, listening to listening to that playlist, like I said, like after the previous few songs, without getting into d- details, which are kind of sleepy and a little uh, <laughs> not not you know super. They're kind of samey. They're kind of. It was samey, really like, exciting. Insane. I was always looking forward to getting to the last song on that playlist because it was like, yeah, <laughs> good, uh, good one to go out on. Steve, you put it second lowest at number <laughs> sixteen. Ooh. Um, I don't have a problem with the song. Uh, I think listening to the full version makes it so much better because when they really kind of break it down with the rapping. <laughs> um, like, I know I, exactly I th- what you're talking about, too. Yeah, yeah I, I think uh, Ed like, I said it perfectly. Um, I think the <laughs> Japanese language, uh, you know, uh, rap music really benefits from uh, these uh, Japanese uh, artists doing it. Uh, it's it, it's a catchy song, but and I do like the fan art thing, but it's just like, other than that, you really don't remember much besides the, uh, the uh, at the time, the uh, oversaturation of Chopper Man. Mm. It's, it's an okay song, but it was never really one of my favorites. And I don't think I really listened to it that much until we started doing the podcast. Um, so I actually put it dead last. Um, ah, <laughs> Now, uh, I do agree with Ed that uh, rap in Japanese, I think, sounds a lot better than in most other languages. I'll mm, that way. Foreshadowing. Uh, yes. But I don't like this song, and I don't like this ending, and I think it came at a weird time for this ending, which I know a lot of you, a lot of other people didn't really have this criteria, but for me, I don't know. It's just not what I wanted to see. It didn't. It's not what I like in an ending. Maybe I'll put it that way. It's a very subjective thing, as usual. And I also really just don't like the ending very much. I think, as we said at the beginning, I don't really have very strong feelings about any exactly. of them. I mean, if you already don't like the song, then what the animation isn't going to help. Exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, that's that's all I have to say. I, it's not. I don't hate it like I hate uh, a lot of the openings that were at my bottom. I'll, I'll put I it hate. that way. I hate. Um, <laughs> Zach, uh, I, I want to know what tied with Adventure World. We said the song we just did. Yeah, Suki to Tayo. Oh, I didn't realize those were the tie. Okay. Right. Uh, Adventure World, uh, though, did a little bit better on the uh, viewer rankings list, and that's probably because I didn't vote on that. Uh, mm. So the viewer rankings are actually quite similar. I think it ranked exactly the same. Yeah, at number 12 uh, with 17 votes. So. Um, 
even even without my meddling in it, it it, it got around the same. <laughs> Zeppelin got away with it too, and it tied uh, with uh, Sochi uh, Nosuke uh, with seventeen votes, um, which I had at number thirteen, but it's also twelve. Um, so why don't we go uh, to the next one? Which is uh, at number 14, the final Lovelorn uh, category, uh, with 38 votes, just one less, uh, 38 points, just one less than Adventure World, and that is Mirai Kokai, um, which uh, I'll just say the viewers had a much stronger opinion than any of us did. Um, I have very specific reasons for not liking this ending. Yeah, Ed, you put it at number 16, so since, since yeah. you're ready, first tell us about it, and then you could go into your yeah. thoughts. Mirai Kokai by Taki and Tsubasa. That's the one I was thinking of before, wasn't it? <laughs> I think Ed has had strong opinions about these guys before. Ending, well, yeah, I don't, I don't like them. Ending 14, it went for 24, uh, interminable episodes but fortunately not available on streaming or on Funimation wait days. were the episodes bad or was it <laughs> no this is pretty much the Davy back fight yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's not available on any streaming or on the Funimation DVDs you can't watch it in English or yeah <laughs> so Ed if people couldn't gather you put it number 16 yeah. uh, do you want to tell people why there's no real story. I don't like the boy band sort of feeling of it. I also already don't like these guys from Crazy Rainbow. And uh, I don't know what the lyrics say because they weren't translated. And well, this, uh, music, this musically, it's, musically it's just bland. Yeah, I, I know that. But looking back on it now, it's just musically bland. And I don't know the lyrics and I don't care. Now, I put it where around where you put it at 15. I just think it's the worst of the Robin endings, which there are tons of. I know you guys don't agree. I, I already see what you guys think. You don't have to tell me. Um, <laughs> we'll <laughs> but I thought I thought I thought it was the worst of the Robin endings personally. Um, hmm. And there's like four of them or three of them. There's a decent amount of them. Um, yeah, I guess it wasn't just a Robin ending because they had a. It was all the birds. Was that the one? Yes. Yeah. Birds! Uh, penguins on Zorro. I did like the penguin yeah. on Zorro, but I don't... Bats aren't birds, and that's where... I just sure associate this as a Robin one, since I... <laughs> I was always confused by the imagery. I'm like, are they trying to associate, like, Robin with the creatures of the night? What's going on here? Well, She's like, a vampire. Well, well Toy, Toy did that, like, a lot, actually. Um, when we didn't know anything about Robin, because she was kind of dark and mysterious, like in in like solicits and stuff like that, or in promotional, you know, all sorts of promotional material for like the new movies. I remember specifically for some reason for movie number five, uh, back when that was a thing. Uh, dude, count, you put it at number. Robula. Dude and Joey, actually, we both put it at number nine, which is right in the middle here. Uh, dude, you want to start us off? Talk about it a little bit. Yeah, I like the song. Uh, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Uh, and I like I like how every straw hat has a different like bird. I mean, you know, bird slash bat. Robin's got the bats, but I I think it's kind of funny how they're interacting with 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 them in a certain how way. How is Sorry. Zoro a penguin? Sorry, that sounds like it's not Zoro being a penguin. It's just that like Zoro's around penguins and how like come on. <laughs> that was my favorite on top part of, of it. Zoro's head. Like he's the penguin pope. Like look I'm at sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was my if favorite. I, part. If I could go back to what you just said, uh, it sounds like you described Robin was diagnosed with a disease. Robin's got the bats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and you know I like I like that you see the the seagull with the that you know chopper. I guess healed later on in it um i like and i really like the cool jacket that luffy's wearing too i kind of wish that he would wear that just all the time it's, it is, a, it's a great jacket one of the things i liked was the yeah, luffy and zoro wearing uh jackets uh it has a weird stylized skull on it with like funny teeth 
Yeah. Uh, like, I, I like, um, want that jacket. I think it's really cool. <laughs> I would get that jacket. Uh, you also put it at number nine, Joey. Yeah. Um, I'd say as far as the song's concerned, I kind of like the instrumental more than the vocals. Uh, it's it's fine. It's um, uh, I like <clears throat> the crew spotlights in this one with all the birds. I like my favorite parts are Zoro with the penguins and uh, Usopp being pecked. I always laugh whenever Usopp's being pecked. Uh, I found that I did not have a whole lot to say or think about this, but it leaves me with a happy feeling. Uh, and Steve, you put it at the lowest, and that is at uh, second to last at number 17. Yes. Uh, I like to refer to this as the uh, the One Piece ending that time forgot. I yeah. think uh, not being able to license it here in the States has really hurt it. I've almost forgotten it existed. Uh, me too. <laughs> yeah. The birds it's, are the only reason. Uh, yeah, but besides that, like, the song is not... It's nice. It's like it's a little upbeat, but still very low key. So it's not too memorable for me. Uh, it's just the the visuals are okay, but uh, like after the birds, there's nothing really interesting. After that, what um, did they use instead on the? It just went right to um, Eternal Pose. Oh, right, Eternal Pose. It's why it's part of the reason I like that song. So okay, well, don't spoil shit for us here. Ed. <laughs> um, Spoilers. Ed likes it. Uh, I like it. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, Steve. It was very forgettable, I think, even before that whole incident mm-hmm. happened. Would you rank yeah. it? Well, of course, you guys are you guys are talking about it like, you know, you didn't uh, watch it week to week. No, well, I wasn't You know, honestly, to be honest, honestly, honest Steve, who's being honest. <laughs> uh, Get to the point. <laughs> I didn't watch the Davy Back uh, anime episodes. Um I think I was still behind, and I never really watched those. Huh. So I think that's another reason why I wasn't too uh, familiar with them until the uh, English version came out. Uh, I put it number fifteen, by the way, Ed. Since uh, I think you asked, yeah, I did. See, I'm I'm basically blaming the fact that uh, you know Funimation couldn't get the rights to it as the reason that you guys put it so low. But that's no, just, I, I just, is it Funimation's fault or is it? I'm sorry, Toy. My bad. My bad, Toy. I, I blame uh, their, their record label because I don't think Toy yeah, has anything right. to do with it. Right, right. Avex Mode is the culprit here. Apparently Tacky and Tsubasa are freaking the next Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Uh, well, they broke up, I know. Right? That's, oh, what, that's no. what your friend... That's what uh, your friend... Uh, no, said. I think that's for Toho Shinki. Oh, they're different? I don't even know. I apologize. No, Tacky and Spuss is two guys. Oh, that's that's the like, that's the crazy like, rainbow guys. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. That's like four or five dudes. Um Apparently they're they're like Simon and Garfunkel. They're uh they're too good. They're too good for us. Anyway, the viewers put this one at dead last. Number two. Only nine votes. It did not even crack double digits here. Uh, I do want to note that I let people vote for more than one, so the the number of votes is not necessarily the, the number of people. I think we had around 250, 300 uh, people voting, but um, we had 570 uh, actual votes, to give you an idea. Um, okay, why don't we go to the uh, cold fish category, guys. These, these are the ones at the bottom, formerly called the garbage tier, but we don't really find them to be garbage, so we're calling them cold fish. Um, Worried, because like, my bottom three have already been taken. <laughs> but I think most of my bottom have been taken, too. Um, I, haven't, I haven't realized we've been going in reverse order. <laughs> uh, okay, so first one, uh, let's start at number Now, five. this is, what is this, fourth or third to last? Fifth to uh, sorry, fourth to last. Fourth to last. Where did we start with? We started right. We in the started middle. at nine, 
going okay. down to 18. And then we'll start from 8 and we'll go up to 1. Wow, so now this completely flips what I thought of everyone's uh, opinions. Uh, number 15 with 34 votes is Free Will. Uh, Ed, tell us a little bit about it. Free Will. It's by Rapina. One of two endings she did. It's ending number nine. Went for 24 episodes. Um, okay, so who should start this one? Uh, Steve, do you want to start this one? Yeah, I guess I ranked this one the highest. I, I think you did. I, I, was, I think I was prepared to die on this hill. Which what, no, I mean I have my reasons oh, for liking it as well. What, what, what number is it, Steve? For you? For me, I ranked it at number seven. I ranked it at number nine, so you're not alone. Uh, well, you I ranked it in the middle. He ranked it in the top. I, it's too too different. It's not. I even think that it's different. it's a very pretty song. Um, mm-hmm. And I think at the time when we knew absolutely nothing about Robin besides Marnie the Marine saying, "Oh, the, the people want her dead." Um, we didn't really know much, so kind of like to have like an ending dedicated to her and like a little bit of like her vague backstory, mm-hmm. and then like kind of like with the shooting stars in the end. I thought it was I thought it was nice. Uh, it's it's cut very awkwardly in the anime. That's uh, the one. Is that the one that we were talking about earlier? That the, the one we that's were talking the about. The song? I, not the one I had in mind, but it, that's it's, the one I had in mind. Yeah, it's cut very awkwardly, but I I think it's a nice song. Um. It's kind of like it's in the middle for me. I kind of like, hmm, like kind of my my opinions on this one are about the same as some of these other ones. Actually, this was my worst Robin song. I don't know why I thought I was mixing it with Mirai Kokai for some reason. Mm. Um, I think this was a premature ending for sure. I don't really understand. Why I think the... it gets better in hindsight because of that, actually. But mm-hmm. it kind of they didn't know what the hell they were doing. They kind of like got the... lucky at parts. Mm-hmm. And I also the song is really freaking boring. What? And no. What uh, what would you rank it at, Zach? I ranked it at number seventeen. I put it second Oof. to last. Woof. Uh, um, <laughs> Woof. I'm with I'm Sorry. with you, Zach. Oh, wow, wow. Ed, Ed's uh, making fireball sound effects. From dude, Sonic. you could probably put it more eloquently than me. You put it at number fifteen. Yeah. Um, I've never really had a strong attachment to this song, honestly. Um, the full version's a little bit better. Um, they cut it. They do cut it in a weird place. Um, but I always thought it was really boring. I didn't really care about it, and um. There are so many more better endings than this. Well so put. That's... Well put. Maybe another reason why I fondly remember this ending is because it was the first Funimation dub ending. Mm. That's, that's like, true. When they first required the episodes. Yeah, that's that was the most disappointing so part. Anything of it. that was coming from that version was pure gold. <laughs> I think that was the most disappointing thing for me is that you get this. Uh, oh, yeah, finally. you're starting on that ending. Like, yeah, it's like know. oh, yeah. this. I, I actually thought that. I remember thinking mm. that when I when yeah, I was page me when it. they're when they're gonna do you know from to start. And it's one of the <laughs> longest tenured endings. It's 24 episodes. Yeah, that's it. it was and it's during uh, well, the it end of and Skypea. Yeah, it covers filler and it covers Jaya. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I don't I, like it. I like I don't feel strongly about it, but I just don't like it. You know, I'm not a fan of it. I have it at number nine because I don't necessarily care for the song so much. But I think that the lyrics are on point because of talking about how much you can rely on friends, which is it was ironic for Robin at the time, but it grows in significance as the series goes on. And I like that the anime. I like the animation in it too, and I like the story it tells about Robin. So the connection between the lyrics and the song and the animation that. It tries to tell a story, which I think is part of why it, it's in my top half, or it's in my middle. It's my neutral. Um, Joey, you put it at number 13, so kind of in between everyone else. Yeah. 
I think that what Ed was talking about, about it being very thematically appropriate, pulled it up for me, because otherwise it really doesn't have a lot of impact. Uh, I think the song's okay, focus on Robin's nice, but it just doesn't really resonate with me. And I feel like it gets cut off at a really awkward moment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so let's see where the fans put it. Free Will... Uh, actually, I think did pretty damn well among the fans uh, at number seven with 27 votes. Hmm. Um, things were pretty close in in the middle there, so uh, I'm a little surprised that that had such a such a showing. Hmm. Um, because remember, people were voting for their favorites, uh, maybe right. multiple ones, but I guess people really like Free Will. That got in the hubba hubba for them. Um, I just wanted to say that. I'm sorry. Uh, number 16, with just one vote less, or one point less, uh, with 33, was Faith. Want to tell us a little bit about Faith? Faith, again, by Rubina, which is the second in a row for her. So she had 36 episodes in a row of doing the One Piece opening, uh, ending, and that's the 10th ending. So they also 12 episodes. Uh, since we're doing uh, the worst ones here, why don't we start with the dude who had the strongest opinion toward the bottom here at number 16? That's third to last for those. Yeah. Um, the visuals are cool, um, but it's really boring. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I, I, have it one, I have it ranked one higher than, than you did. I like the Technicolor, but otherwise the animation isn't really that much animation. It's, it's mm-hmm. nice art, but it's not that great animation. The lyrics are a mess. They don't really mean anything. Uh, the song, I had forgotten it like two minutes after I listened to it. Yeah, uh, same with me. Uh, that's number thirteen for me. I, but I do uh, like wow. the color, though. I, I, the thing is, I hate it. I didn't really hate it. I just it's fine. It's a fine ending. It's fine. That's all I have to say about it. Um, I I think this was one of the endings I was. I thought I was being too generous with. I you put it at number. Put it at, yeah, go ahead. I put it at number eleven, and now I'm kind of unsure. But like, it's right in the middle, and it's a very wishy washy area. Uh, the animation's not really that impressive. I think the characters are. A little sloppily drawn. Uh, one of the things I do like is Usopp with a pistol. Yeah, I thought that yeah. was probably the, the highlight of that for me. Uh, now, who, uh, I have who it put it the high. highest, Joey? Yeah, I have it at number seven. I've, I like it pretty well. Um, I like the, steroli- uh, the stylized, <laughs> sterilized, stylized characters pretty well. Um, I, I, I think uh, for me, for whatever reason, the image that pops out the most to me is Sanji cooking. Like... I think just the way that they they composed it and stuff is interesting looking, and I think Usopp looks really cool, and I think Luffy the part with Luffy on the exercise bike is funny. It's actually um, the water the water the water pump machine on the go. Oh yes. yeah, right. And they have showers. But like, I think this is a case definitely a case of like where sort of you know from like six or seven to like twelve or thirteen is the sort of middle area where you're just kind of like yeah i like this pretty well this goes up here you know you're ranking things based on minor criteria because the major yeah, criteria yeah. don't differentiate but i'm much. surprised that i like it so much more than everybody else but i i think the stylized characters gives it a pretty big boost for I, me i mean i thought it was fine I, I like i really i don't have any negative opinions about it but i also don't have any positive opinions about it so <laughs> it's fine um <laughs> and any other lingering thoughts about faith no nah, i'm ready to move on um, for the fans, uh, it was ranked at number 15 with 15 votes. Um, so it was, uh, I same think as only, me. I th- yeah, it was the same as Ed. Ed got yeah. that one right. <laughs> I had the correct opinion, finally. <laughs> um, I almost had the correct opinion with this one. Uh, this one comes at number 17, uh, where it's second to last here, uh, with 29 votes, and that is Glory. 
glory be upon oh. Oh. Yes. Oh, yeah. Glory Kimi ga Yurukara by Uehara Takako, ending number seven, ran for 12 episodes. Now, since we're also, as I said, we're doing the worst, uh, dude, you ranked at the lowest at second to last at number 17. Yeah, um, let me, uh, let me um, tell you how I feel about it uh, with a little bit of a parody lyric. Uh, boring, boring, you're my shine. That's it. It's boring. And uh, it was during, like, whenever I would always skip it, actually, whenever I got to this episode. Like, the way it starts is really like, okay, I'm going to fall asleep now. Plus, I didn't really, like, gel with Vivi during Alabasta. I preferred her as Miss Wednesday. She was a lot more cool and dynamic and mysterious. And and her personality completely changed to being boring. <laughs> well, not she's not a boring character, but I mean, like, this is a very boring ending. I don't like it. That's I, basically it. I, I, I do like the bits where they like where they kind of flash. They have a little, a couple seconds of little garden and whiskey peak and stuff like that. But that's mm-hmm. it. Uh, I put it number sixteen for exactly the same reason. It is freaking boring, and I don't care. And Karu is the only reason I like it. Uh, <laughs> like, like it's like watching a Terrence Malick uh, movie. It's like, oh, <laughs> hey, look at this, look at this sweeping shot of the desert and the sand blowing for like ever. That's it. I think they were really counting on you being into Vivi, <laughs> you know, like there's a lot of focus on her at that time. Um, so who got who had a better opinion of this? Uh, let's see. Glory, glory, glory. Uh, Ed, you had no, it number I 10. Shine. I, yeah, I had it at number 10 because I like the sort of as with other things. I like the fact that the lyrics are they match up. To the animation, I look. I kind of looking back on it. I like the Vivian crew in the desert kind of stuff. Kinda. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's in the middle. So just like the synergy between lyrics and animation and the story at, at the time makes it higher. But it's still the song is nothing to me. The I lyrics thought... are on point, but the song musically is nothing to me. Um, let's go, uh, Steve. You're at a number twelve. Same with Faith. I was very unsure where to put it at this point. It could be swapped around with, you know, a couple other endings. Uh, I think I kind of opened up to it when the uh, Funimation sets were coming out with this ending. Uh, One thing I do like about the English version, uh, the voice of Vivi sings the song Caitlin Glass, and I think that's also another, uh, like, kind of like what Ed was going on before. I think that's another thing that complements the song. Uh, It's like it's an okay song, but it's kind of... I don't know. It's... uh, I, it's 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 not a song I listen to very often. No, uh, I, don't, I don't think I've listened to the song. Uh, like it's like I said, like I really didn't pay much attention to it till like the uh, till the dub version of this came out. Uh, it's not bad though. I kind of like that it focuses on Vivi. It's because uh, you know she wasn't she wasn't gonna be in the story forever, so it was nice to see like at least one ending kind of dedicated to her story. Uh, I really do like the quick bits uh, from Whiskey Peak and Little Garden and Drum. Uh, that's all I really have to say. Um, okay. Uh, Joey, you had a also kind of me- medium opinion about it, number 11. Yeah, kind of right between these guys. Um, <clears throat> I think it has a lot of good – it has it, it has good atmosphere. Uh, I like the – the feel of the parts with them in the desert and some of the sort of like soft focus shots and stuff, but it does feel very much like a sort of typical anime ending. Like if you're like, what is an anime ending? Oh, it's these soft focus characters looking at each other and going on a journey or whatever. But like, 
Um, you know, so it doesn't super connect with me, especially since I, I'm not a big fan of Vivi, especially in the anime. Um, but, you know, song's fine. Uh, it's decently executed, so it gets sort of a middle ranking for me. I believe this was the ending uh, that Zach referred to as an Inuyasha ending. <laughs> yeah, I, I, could, I could see it. I could see it. <laughs> Um, Stand by that. I didn't think it was that much. I th- I'm not getting into the Inuyasha rankings. That's a completely different thing. Um, oh yeah, we're gonna do that next time. <laughs> uh, so the fans you do that for it. schmaltz actually endless schmaltz would be a good subject. Just ranking Inuyasha <laughs> songs. I don't. I don't hate that idea. Um, so oh okay, it's a struggle to get you through the Garlic Junior saga. I kind of but... like Inuyasha. I don't hate Inuyasha. Oh Zach. Is wrong with you? Well, I mean, I started to hate it, but when I was a kid, it was fine. Um, anyway, Glory ranked right in the middle at number nine with 24 uh, votes. It That's was surprisingly lovely. high. Yeah, lukewarm Luke, right in the middle there. Um, okay, now, this is our last. This is our bottom of the barrel. Um, now, for the bottom, the, just to give you guys an idea of like the variation, we had three different bottom ones. You've already heard mine and Ed's. And the rest of you all had this one at the bottom, so you probably could figure this one out amongst right. yourselves. Uh, I want to just juxtapose that. Uh, we all but two of us had different ones for the top one. Hmm. So very crazily different at the top. Uh, but the bottom, there was a little more agreement. And uh, with at number 18, with 27 points, is Asuwa Kurukara. Uh, did I pronounce that okay? Yeah, Asuwa yeah. Kurukara by... Toho Shinki, ending number 17, it went for eight episodes. The boy band. Now, yeah. Steve, the dude, and Joey put it at dead last. Uh, I feel like the dude will have the most fun opinions about this. I don't know why. But, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't know I was so lame. <laughs> <laughs> no, because dude is very impassioned about these. Right? No? Yeah. Um, you could say that. Even for the endings, though, I'm just... <laughs> Okay, so this ending is just boring. Like, who gives a shit? Like, we already know this stuff with Robin's going on because we're watching... We just watched this happen in the episodes. Like, literally, we just saw this happen in the episode we were watching prior to this ending. Uh, plus, it's... This is super anime. Like, she, like little Robin is sit, like is sitting, like, in a flower field, and then you see regular Robin with her eyes closed and she's naked or whatever. That's, like, super... Like, super anime, and also the song sucks. <laughs> um... Yeah, he's kind of hitting on the money. Uh, the visuals are not not interesting at all. Uh, the song is, and I know, like I've, I really like. The song some, starts out really bad. Yeah, I really like some openings, I and I was, you know, and I was told by dude that they're, you know, they're this, and I know that. But this song, it just, it oozes boy band. It's like, hey, girls, we're going to take it down a notch. <laughs> you know, that's what it feels like. It feels like that or like boys to men or something. And it's just, oh, it's not the time. It's not the time for this ending. Uh, and I also, thought... it's reiterating what's going on already and just bleh. Um, <laughs> sure. I kind of. I kind of I forget about this one too because there are so many other endings surrounding this one that are awesome. It's just forgotten about. Uh, I'd say the thing that I like about it <clears throat> is the shot of her walking along as a child, and there's the silhouettes of the straw hats. Yeah, but that's you know still not like amazing. <laughs> where, did you, where did you rank it, Joey? Uh, number eighteen. Oh, you guys, dead all last. They all yeah. did dead last. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so I just it doesn't. I don't like it. I you know, Robin's such a great character. It's kind of too bad that I don't like most of the endings that focus on her, but you know. Um Ed, you put it at number 13. Yeah, I don't have terribly strong feelings about it. It has a really the one thing I really don't like about it is the the weak weak ass opening. But I think the end of the, the ending of the uh the song sort of brings it back, and I kind of like the ending of it. Um, the, I think the art is kind of interesting. I like what, the thing that Joey's talking about with the, the silhouettes. Um, but other than that, I don't have that many feelings about it. I it's just it's a Gundam Wing ending, and Robin is Rolina. <laughs> well, there's no random animals. No, there she's that not she's playing molesting. with safari animals and talking about how she may tease her boyfriend and be a total bitch, but it's just love. Um, I, uh, another thing I mentioned, I don't like the chorus either. I think it builds up to a chorus that's not even interesting. Um, actually, I think that, but if you look at the lyrics, that's actually one of the other things that I ranked it up for. I like the you know, the overcoming hardship, you know, tomorrow will come kind of feeling of because some songs just have no message to their lyrics or they don't fit anything about One Piece, but this one, this one does with the lyrics, I think. So I put it number two. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm like, I was going to make fun of you for being like, oh, well, Robin, the Robin backstory is your favorite, so naturally you're going to like anything that's associated with it. Also, you you like Backstreet Boys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I didn't didn't know how long I wanted that to go on, but I'm like, I don't want them to think that for that long. Um, I put it number nine, uh, but kind of Mm. for the same reasons that Ed put it number 13. It kind of just was a subject to the placement of what I th- where I thought other things went because I had that rubric system, and that's just where it ended up. Um, in that period, it's in that place where you don't have strong feelings. Exactly. I, I. But the thing I liked about it was that it it was the reason that dude hated, and that is because it fit very well. Um, and the chorus is fine. The music I think is the part I like the least about it, uh, for all the reasons everyone said. But I actually like that it is a Robin-focused ending at a time where Robin-focused ending makes sense and where they know about Robin. And, it, it, you know, it kind of it hits some emotional heartstrings for me at the, at the end, that ending part. Um, it's like, oh, you're going to go see your friends finally after all this time of being apart there. Um, so I, it was fine. Um, but, yeah, the song I'm not a fan of. And the beginning I'm definitely not a fan of. But, uh I think that's all I have to say about that. Uh, let's see where the viewers put it. The viewers put it at, oh, wow, not far from me. I'm actually not not that bad here. At number 11. Huh. So between you and me, Ed, yep. uh, with 19 votes. Um, let's get into the really interesting stuff here. And unlike the openings where I think the lower ones were much more interesting, I think these higher ones and where they placed are kind of nuts. Um <laughs> And I think all of us will be offended by one of these being where they are. I'm going Mondo nuts. Uh, so, <laughs> so let's start with uh, number eight with 51 points uh, before dawn. Uh, Ed. That's before dawn by Aisachi. It's the fifth ending. It went for 13 episodes. Um, who who has the strongest feelings about this one? Um, let's see. Before Dawn's strongest feelings, did anyone have any strong feelings? I ranked it at number six. So did I. Okay, why, why don't you guys start it off? Zach, Zach apparently his uh, his Excel sheet is crumbling. <laughs> no, no, it's not. The thing is, uh, it's in capital letters in one, but for your guys' it wasn't. That's why I didn't. Um, 
I think this is a very upbeat song. It starts kind of like right away with like a kick to the face. <laughs> uh, I really like the dynamic pose with them about to run and then they're running. Uh, I guess they're just doing a little race. Uh, a lot of callbacks to animals from uh, color spreads. Uh, nice to see Vivi added into the crew. Um, it's just a fun, upbeat song. Uh, Joey? I like the song a lot. It it reminds me kind of of Run, 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 which I, we'll get into later, I'm sure. But, like, um, it feels good. The song's really good. Um, the slow-mo effect is interesting. I think that's what pulls it down a little for me um, because it just feels like a weird contrast with that fast music. But uh, it's nice to look at, and I like it. Well, I think when it does slow down, uh, it slows down at the right part of the songs. And also... Yeah. When it slows down, this is at a time when, uh, hey, Toy would make sure the characters look good. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think all these slow, I think all the slow motion shots, uh, the poses are really cool and they're dynamic, and the characters are drawn very well. Uh, also, it, it it's kind of a Nami focus ending, which is very nice. Um, I think uh, you know, before Nami, it would be like a, you know, if if you had a Nami ending these days, it'd be her like in the bathtub. Ed, you put it the lowest at number fourteen. Fifth from the bottom, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't have terribly strong feelings about this. I thought the animation looked kind of cheap, and there was a lot of stills in it, and I didn't... Nothing grabbed me about it. It's um, I kind of like the color spreads that they use as inspiration for it, but eh, the lyrics are kind of nothing. They have a good feeling, but it's just not... It's not enough to make me like a song that I'm not inclined to like musically, even though even if it has like a it's up tempo. But yeah. just for the sake of saving time, I agree with you. I put it at eleven, but I agree with everything you said. Thank you. Um, I know you like it when people, agree. <laughs> uh, dude, you put it at number seven. Yeah, um, I actually used to not like this song at all when I was watching One Piece, but I've come to enjoy it. It's a good song. Um, yeah, I like the art. I do like the slow mo effect. Um, I agree with Joey. It brings it down a bit. Um, but I've, I've learned to really like the song, uh, the art, uh, this, this to me actually for the one piece anime is like, uh, my favorite era of one piece art. Um, you know, Oda, you know, never stopped getting, uh, you know, better, but this is, this is where my like height for loving one piece and wondering what was going to come next was like around, it was around like a drum alabasta area in the manga, you mean? No, this is the anime. I was yeah. I was okay. I watched the anime a lot a long time before I watched. I think Hunter. I I think I okay. agree with you there as well. Yeah. Um, but I agree you know, with everyone. Yeah, that's and that's me. Uh, and any other lingering thoughts about before dawn? Uh, well, I think uh, people have very similar opinion because it was also ranked at number nine in the middle with twenty four votes. Um, uh, there's one other that was ranked at 24 votes. Uh, I, we did Watashi Ga Iruyo. Uh, all three of those in the middle tier. So that's that's the end of that middle tier for the for the viewers. But for us, we have our number seven. Uh, and Ed, can you please brace yourself to some sort of uh, chair and strap yourself down? Oh boy. Um, uh. with 54 votes is Dear Friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, Ed, you're not you're really not gonna like what I have to say. Uh, <laughs> so Ed likes this song? Well Ed first on? Ed first explain <laughs> a little bit about what Dear Friends, you know, the who wrote it and all Dear that. Dear Friends stuff. by Triplane. It's the sixteenth ending. It went for ten episodes, and I can't listen to it without crying. Uh, yeah, Ed, this you're... is this is Ed's number one. I, yeah. I, I, I just knew off the off the cuff when I was re-listening to these and re-watching them, I'm like, I bet you Ed loves this one. <laughs> <laughs> 
I lyrics, the animation, everything is so sad. It all works together. The memories of a ship that was loved. I it fits. Nothing fits as well as this fits, and I love the song, and I listen to it, and just a single tear every time, at least. <laughs> well, let's talk about who put it at the lowest here, and it, no, it's not you, dude. It's Joey, uh, who put it third to last at number 16. Oh, my God. There's, like, dissension. <laughs> There's dissension in the ranks. But whose side is he on? <laughs> we, just, um, we just told you. I, I wrote that it's a very sleepy song, which is sometimes okay for ending themes to just sort of, like, kind of be a cool down afterwards but it sounds like i don't know if this makes sense but it sounds like a karaoke song like it sounds <laughs> oh my god i can just imagine like uh when you go to a karaoke joint like a like a uh you know like one of the korean karaoke mm-hmm. joints and you see like the song is going but you see just like it's two korean schoolgirls talking and there's a boy and <laughs> you know the live action junk that happens. Oh, are you talking about the 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 karaoke video? video? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Because it's yeah. cool because yeah. um, I, you you must have been like to a it. couple walking on the beach. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you must have been to a karaoke joint because some of the older stuff, like stuff like We Are and like Hedgehala, will have actual visuals from the anime. Some, sometimes it depends on where yeah. you go, but either way, Joey, continue, please. Uh, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ed. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, it's he's not going to forgive you. <laughs> this, um, I I think that I didn't really take into consideration uh, whether or not it's thematically accurate. Like I I think that that's a difference between like Zach and Ed and some of my rankings. So I agree that it fits, but it's just uh, you know some. It's a nice focus on Mary. There's some good paintings, but the visuals overall aren't super interesting, and I'm not into the song. Uh, that's uh. Dude, why don't you go next? Yeah, so I had Dear Friends at number 13, which is a very unlucky number, uh, <laughs> which is funny because I actually don't like the song either. Um, like, whenever it comes up on my iPod, I always skip it. Uh, I think the visuals are great. Like I, like, I get it. Like, the ending, like, with the song and the visuals and lyrics, yeah, it's great. But it's not my cup of tea. Like, I liked it when it was, when they what had about it. Fighting Crime? <laughs> fighting crime is fighting not crime is not my cup of tea so uh i uh yeah i'm i i'm very like whatever on this song i liked it when they when it was put behind like mary burning spoiler alert i can't um, divorce it from that though i'm not divorcing it i'm just saying like whatever it's a song i not not even close to my favorite uh steve you put it right in the middle number nine um, I never had that strong of an opinion of this song, uh, when it was running the anime. It wasn't until it was used for, uh, burning scene. Um, that's when I was like, wow, this is a really good song. <laughs> and it makes me cry. Uh, that scene makes me, I, I listen to it. I don't start weeping. I don't like pull over on the side of the road and get some tears out. Um, <laughs> but Every time I watch that scene in the anime, it's just that scene is sad. Like I'll 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 shed a tear uh, reading that in the manga, but holy crap, it's just like it's it's the freaking Sarah McLaughlin sad, sad animals commercial. It is. Please it a, please adopt these boats. <laughs> it just it never fails to make me feel upset. 
Um, I put it at number two, so Ed, I had your back a little right. bit. Um, and the thing is, I was really coin flip between one and two. I'll be honest for me. Um, I adore this ending. Um, and I think you guys... I think it's good. We all had kind of different criteria. I mean, Ed had lyrics. Uh, Joey, you just uh, you had songs and just well, you know, to... I don't really rewatch the anime, so a lot of this I haven't seen in a really long time. So I was just kind of watching a YouTube video out of context and being kind of like, "Nah, I like the song. This is fun hey, to watch." Fine. You know. Yeah, yeah, and, and I completely understand, but there's a few I can't, and I agree with Ed, that I can't divorce from the anime. I don't rewatch the anime that much either, except for when I have to, which is a lot. Uh, but <laughs> dear, dear Friends, I think, as an ending, trying to divorce as much as possible the Mary stuff, I think still makes me kind of, you know, weepy. Um, I, I, I really like the visuals. I actually really love the song, and it's totally a sleepy song. It's the sleepiest of sleepy songs. But I, I sleep. But, but I, I love it. I think it, I think it fits perfect. I think it fits just about perfectly where it, where it was, and it's a, it's a really good tribute to kind of what had happened to the crew at that point because you also had the issues with Usopp and everything. It just. I, I think I think it's probably one of the more perfectly placed and perfectly done endings, and I, I don't think there's much more I could say about it. I was uh, a little shocked at how little reception there was to it, but uh, different different strokes. Um, the viewers put it at uh, number four wow. with thirty seven hmm. votes uh, wow. in the top tier. Hmm. Uh, so Ed, not that far, not yeah. that far off. You're almost correct there. Um, <laughs> things. Pretty- Things continue to... But he's wrong. He's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) This might be one of the the less controversial of these top ones. I think we're going to start yelling at each other more here, coming up here. Uh, This one's number six, with 56 votes, uh, and it's A to Z. Uh, by Vic McNagna. Um, <laughs> it's sorry. actually by ZZ. ZZ. Without the top. No, without, yeah, no tops, no beards. Uh, topless. We, we, we were all pretty... ZZ top. We were it's, all the 11th, it's the 11th ending, and it was 13 episodes. Uh, let, let's start with uh, the highest, which I think me and Steve, we had it tied at number four. Oh. Um... I felt like when I was first watching the series, I felt like there was uh, more of an abundance of... Uh, female vocals for endings than uh than uh male vocals so when there was like a, a you know male singers to an ending i was like "Ooh, this is special and uh a to z is very upbeat uh i i, I kind of like the the visuals it's kind of like call back to their past um them thinking about where they came from and robin's like they had to improvise so she's kind of just looking at a pony glyph which i still thought was kind of cool um I just I really like the song and I think the lyrics kind of fit the whole camaraderie of the crew. Um, it's a it's a it's a cool song. Uh, my problem with its run in the anime is it's cut very. Uh, I wouldn't say it's cut awkwardly, but if you listen to the full version of the song, it's so much better. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. I think that's part of the reason I ended up ranking it where down at like number eleven. Eleven, yeah. It's uh, it's one of my more. It's one of my favorite songs musically, but it's just like the lyrics are on point. But I, I remember being completely underwhelmed by the animation. I don't remember any of the animation, and uh, the second half of it is not. That no, great. it looks it looks really terrible in parts of it. I put it at number four, yeah. and but... as you said, it, it sort of it doesn't sound good in, a, in the cut down version. And you know, as much as I like it musically, I like listening to the full version of it. But as an ending, it's just sort of. Eh. 
Uh, dude, you put it at number eight. Yeah, um, I was actually really into this ending when it was airing. Um, it actually got me to download a ZZ album. And not pay for one. That's, How's that's the rest of correct. that album? You borrowed it from the internet. <laughs> I borrowed it from the internet. Yeah, I can send it to you if you want. But uh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'll borrow it from the internet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, I really like this. I really, really like this ending. Um, I like I like the uh, the characters uh, juxtaposed like in the background over like where they came from. I like you know come back to your friends. That's that's. I, Wait, Steve, how do you pronounce it? Maybe it's because they repeat it. Like you know, this come town is a part your of friends. Us all. Part of us all. A part of us all. Come so back like, to your friends. Come back to your friends. Uh, <laughs> that's the only. Sometimes that's the it part sounds I don't like about. It. I don't know. It, it depends on the day of the week because sometimes I mean, it doesn't like, sound awkward. Other times it does. It's it, it's like well let's repeat it seven times because there's seven crew members. It's it's that part's a little grating. But I, 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 I didn't even realize that. But I do oh like the uh, I do like the whole song and uh, a lot of my picks completely hinge on when i'm driving what i want to listen to i'd show you put it the lowest at number 12 i have crazy mixed feelings about this song <laughs> so like i feel like it kind of takes me on a roller coaster especially in the like uh in the ending version in the anime version like i'm not really crazy about it at first i'm not really feeling it and but then it picks up and i'm like yeah okay i'm on board i like this a lot and then again at that end when they're, where they're repeating that line over and over again, I'm like, I'm out. I don't want to hear this anymore. <laughs> I think it's a kind of neat idea. And like I've said before, I kind of like when One Piece is a little awkward and weird, but like it just does not. I don't. It's kind of grating to me. Um, Do you know? Actually, that's really funny. It is It is definitely like a roller coaster. And that come back to your friends part is sort of like when you're on a wooden roller coaster. And then there's that sort of like dip that's sort of like a little – there's like five waves like at the very end of a, yeah. like a wooden coaster. There, that's, I think it's, that's uh, it's like getting caught in the middle of uh, It's a Good World or whatever. It's a the, small, it's world. small world. Like, <laughs> it's like but we don't want to be sued, so we're going to call it It's a Good World. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, getting caught in, in, the, in the middle of a ride and having to hear the same song over and over again. <laughs> Yeah, or like your uh, your compact disc playing in your compact disc player is skipping, <laughs> or record player. I mean, either anyone way. anyone below yeah. the age of like sixteen, their head just exploded. You can skip MP3s, right? <laughs> anyway, uh, I put it as I said number four though because um, it's a permanent fixture on my playlist. I, I think of my One Piece playlist, like of my best of stuff. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know about Alex. I feel like I'm the one that listens to freaking Weeboo music the most. Um. So eight, yeah, A to Z. Uh, in number six in the Hubba Hubba. Um, A to Z got number five in the viewer rankings with 34 votes. Uh, so not not that far off. Uh, we finish out the Hubba Hubba category, uh, at number five, with 59 votes. Okay, hold on for this one. Everyone, everyone seated. Everyone yeah. uh-huh. Okay, number uh, five with 59 votes is Eternal Pose. Bullshit. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> wow, forever. Forever wow. and ever and ever. I want to know what you guys mean by that. <laughs> wow. The funny thing is you're yelling for opposite reasons. Um <laughs> It's funny because in in the uh, it goes on eternally and everybody just has poses. That's... Wait 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 wait. Save it save it. Ed first, can you tell us about it? It's Eternal Pose by Asia Engineer. It's the fifteenth ending and it ran for fifteen episodes. Okay, now 
since it's in the upper tier, we're going to start with the best. And Steve, you and I agree. It's number one. Hold on. Whoa. What? Wow. 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 I mean, I have rated high. Wow. I'm surprised. Guys. Wow. Calm down. Let me hold on. Let me break this beer bottle first. Uh, because this is when uh French <laughs> Don't you you, you could all go to hell. Steve, it's you and I against them. You could, you could all go to hell. Zach Sounds and like I Nation nostalgia to me. N- but... Nostalgia. Eternal Pose is just hands down my favorite ending. And why is that, Steve? Because uh, I freaking love that song. Okay. Um, it's for, It was the first time I ever heard. I'm like, okay, it's a bunch of Japanese guys uh, doing a rap song. They do a hell of a job. Uh, I feel like I didn't do too much uh, research on the lyrics, so I can't really make that argument. Uh, I don't think you guys are a big fan of the animation. I, for one, like it. Um what animation? I think they chose good poses. I will say that. Like, they chose some good entertaining poses. I think... I, 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 I just find it funny. I want to hear Zach's opinion. We, we've, given, we've given praise to past openings for kind of making callbacks. I thought this was really cool, because I like saying, like, oh, hey, it's like... this it was, was also the- at a time when the crew was not doing that great. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that means just to piggyback off of... I really song. like the song. I think it's unique. Uh... I don't. I. I think Adventure World is the only other song that really kind of came close to sounding like this, and and it's also it comes around the time that I think is like the pinnacle of the One Piece anime, which is you know season four. It's it's just I really really enjoy the song. This is this is the one ending I I usually find myself listening to uh, constantly. Um, and yeah, you might not be a fan of animation. I feel like I should have gone last because uh, you guys are gonna tear it apart. No, no, there's, there's a reason we're going first here, Steve. I like I like I like seeing all the different like oh this is what the crew looked like during this arc, and then oh hey this is when Robin came in. I I like it. I I really liked it. I liked it back then, and I still like it now. Uh, I, I'm gonna I agree with everything Steve said. I just want to quickly lay out why it's my favorite. First, it's my favorite song out of all of these. Uh, I, I want to say hands down, but there's a couple others that are close. Uh, as I said, up? as I no, <laughs> as I said, dear friends, I also really like. But um, Eternal Pose is what I like about Japanese rap. Uh, that and the third ending to Yakitate Japan, which I think you know what no, I'm talking geez. about there, Ed. Uh, probably being my favorite Japanese rap ever by far. I love how ridiculous that song is. Um, Eternal Pose also, I think, is the perfect time to do that kind of ending, mm-hmm. as Steve said, where we see the whole crew and the basically at each step of that adventure, which is, I think, really fun. Um, yeah, it's not complicated, but it's an ending. It doesn't need to look amazing and complicated. Mm-hmm. I think it just needs to get a point across, and it, got, it gets that point across great, and I, I love the song. I love the ending. It brings back great memories of season four. Uh, when I was originally watching it, when I marathoned through it, and when I've watched uh, watched on Tsunami, and when I watched on the DVDs, uh, I, I just love that ending. It is a subjective thing, I understand. But and, uh, Just to say, I put it at number six, and just to piggyback on the positive things, I like the concept. I mean, it does lose some points for being, like, a low concept, low animation. 
on it. But I do like that the lyrics harken back to like memories and dreams and holding on to your memories and dreams forever. And it really is helped by airing during a really, really great part, my favorite part of the anime. And I just love the song musically. So that, there you go. Let's go to the opposite end. Let's start from uh, not the dead bottom, but close to it, Joey. Uh, you put it at number 16. That's third to last. I did. Joey, I'm I thought I had it on 14. I'm sorry. I was looking at Dear Friends. You had it at 14. Yeah. Uh, and um, so and so did the dude. Uh, I want to just say that I don't like we've been saying about all these. I don't dislike it. I don't. I was just shocked that you guys put it at number one. Yeah. And same. I don't, I, I don't want to say that it's bad, and I especially don't want to rag on the still images too much because I'm about to give another one a bunch of kisses that has still images. But like, <laughs> um, but like, I like the song. It just doesn't – like I said, I haven't watched it in a really long time. And when I was looking back on it as an, uh, as an ending, just as a video to watch on YouTube by itself, it did not really make any impact on me. And it just kind of ended up towards the end. Look, I told you guys this would be controversial before we started today. <laughs> and this is, oh, I, I wish think, I believed you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude. Um, I like it just fine, actually. I think it's a fine song, and I actually do like, you know, you get to see the crew over the course of their entire adventure, all the different, you know, clothes and shit that they wear. But, um, yeah, I, it's, it's an ending. It's an ending, you know. Okay. It's an ending theme. Here's, here's a standard ending theme. There it is. I feel, I feel like you're holding back now. I'm not. I'm just. I just don't think it should be number one. Well, he didn't like, put it. Like, he didn't put it like toward the bottom. You know. Yeah. Was, I didn't. It was, no. the, it was in the I, middle. When, when uh, yeah, when you said Joey put it at sixteen, I'm like Joey. I'm never gonna be look at. I, I can never look at. No, you no it was fourteen. Thing. They both put it at fourteen. I mean, no, so, yeah, it's not. The, yeah, it's not the worst, but everything else is better. I'm sorry. One of the things I do like uh, <laughs> about the character designs, I thought some cool. You know, like some. You know the how they paid attention to some of the stuff like Luffy during the Arlong arc instead of just Luffy being grr I'm fighting they, no, had, him sure. covered, they had him covered like, in Hachi's ink uh, Zoro the one, the one at Whiskey Peak was lit like he was lit in the moonlight I thought that was really cool the one part I do really like is during like they're all wearing their alabasta gear and Usopp is at the very very bottom and you can barely see him for like a half second he comes <laughs> in because they're all like hot and shit <laughs> I think, like I already said this, but I think they did a very good job choosing which poses to yeah. to highlight. I, I think yeah. we understand the discrepancy here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, Steve, I have something to make you feel a little better. Uh, Eternal Pose came in at number two on the viewer rankings. Ooh. I love you guys. At number, <laughs> wow. At number with uh, 78 votes. Uh, pretty uh, big jump from number three, which we'll be talking about later. Uh, Alex, it still doesn't match your strongest reaction, and that was uh, the love for uh, fight together <laughs> yeah um yeah viewers no, may remember close. that from our last ranking special <laughs> um okay so all right let's get into the casanova which are our gods here as we formally called it it's the top four we're going to start with number four with 63 votes um it's fish yeah uh, yes I love this ending. Okay, go ahead, Ed. Uh, it was one that I had completely forgotten about before we started doing this review, but it really holds up. I love the song. It's like a pop rock ballad, and I think it fits in really well with Chopper. the Chopper animation. 
it's a chopper ending animation. It's it's I love the concept of showing him interacting with the crew at a key point right after he joined the crew, and uh, the lyrics are about moving forward, and they're I mean, they're pretty clear and pretty straightforward, and they really work for Chopper. I had it ranked at number four. Um, I, I you're assuming I, you had it the highest, and you're wrong. Wow, great. Um, Joey had it number three. That's Did right. you tell us about it, by the way? Did you say the no? Like, no, the it was, uh, Brian uh, Brian Newton. He mentioned oh, yeah. that this ending is his favorite, and it makes him cry. Uh, it's a uh, fish by the kaleidoscope ending number six 12 episodes it ran i didn't know brian had such a soft spot for fish <laughs> i don't know oh. what that sounds like but uh go ahead uh joe you had a number three yeah i like this song a lot it um it kind of sounds like 90s rock to me a little bit and i that's something i have a soft spot for um <clears throat> i'm not a huge fan of japanese of a lot of japanese male vocals in uh pop music and 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 the rock music but and that's one reason why i also tend to gravitate towards uh japanese hip-hop and stuff mm. but uh this is something this kind of fits more uh in line with the with the kind of music i listen to uh when i'm not listening to japanese music mm. um i like that it's chopper centric i like that like you kind of get a view from a view of the crew through new eyes by uh seeing yeah. him uh, follow everyone around and stuff, and I think uh, it's really fun, and I like it a lot. I think it also has some of the most um, has some of the most animation of any ending. Like, yeah, th- there's no, there's hardly any static images, and there, all the animation, like the underwater yeah. animation with the only oh, yeah, one very notable uh, exception, but like with the underwater with the fish and like everything has this sort of ethereal mm-hmm. feeling to it. Like Chopper has this sort of childlike wonder, and it's all yeah. about Chopper. Um, dude, you and I put it at number six. Um, dude, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Um, I actually should have put this a little higher. Um, thinking on it, like as an ending as a whole, I like it better than you. Uh, you and I had the same five and six, so yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I agree. I could, I could see flipping it. It's not a ridiculous flipping thing. it with such Inosuke. Yeah. yeah. Um, but God, I love the imagery. The song is really great. Um, it's really cute. Uh, the animation's really, really great. Um, I in particular love why the sort of the ending of the ending where they're all kind of napping and you see the 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 sun shining through the trees mm-hmm. um that's like like it's all of it's really good i love the pterodactyl yeah um it's very dragon ball like yeah 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 you never i don't think <laughs> it actually ever syncs see... up really well with the the part when the it vocals does, where his yeah. voice goes really high and the uh-huh. pterodactyl goes soaring and i love like i love that he's having like a little bro time with karu because mm. they're both animals and they both have that in common like i like that um it's it's a really I, I like this ending. It's really nice. Um, I really should have ranked it higher than six, but um, but the thing is, dude, if we, if we flipped it with that, it still would be at the same place. So don't worry, nothing. Okay. Nothing oh, changed. good. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it might have hurt. Uh, uh, no, so, no, no, everything would have been the same actually. So, mm. um, no, I I agree with what you said. I think the song is what puts it here for me. Um, and with a lot of these, you'll notice the song is a little more important to me than the visuals, uh, just yeah. because I, I don't know. That's what sticks with me. I listen, I think, dude, it's, as you said, it's what I'll listen to in the car. Um, I, I don't know if you said that on the air or off the air, but that's definitely, uh, that's definitely true with me. I think it's a perfectly good ending. Um, and I think these, this was in my, uh, hubba hubba tier. Uh, so for all of those, I, th- I think that's all it yeah. takes, you know, I think it's the best good. of the character centric endings. If, yeah. mm-hmm. if, yep. you know, if glory is the Vivi's ending, Asura Kurukara is, uh, is Robin's. And, uh, I guess before Don could be Nami's maybe, 
Um, but this is definitely the best of the character-centric endings by by far. Definitely agree I, with that. I generally don't like it when they focus on an enti- just one character in an ending because you know it's an entire crew. But this one's fine. It's it, well at, at this point they weren't getting rid of believe. <laughs> yeah, um, but I feel like I feel like uh, just a little sidebar. If they had kept doing endings, we would have gotten like maybe two endings that would have focused completely just on Ace. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. <laughs> oh, and I along I, with the opening, I hear the yeah. an- anticipation in dude's voice there. What uh, anticipation? The first board game, video game. <laughs> Um, I, I just wanted to say one more thing, and that's that I hadn't actually watched this in a while before making this list. And as you said, the visuals are really cool, especially with what Ed said. It's it's the childlike wonder with Chopper, I think, is the highlight for the visuals, which I'm going to be honest, I really did not remember them at all. And I'm, I'm glad I revisited it. it it's it's uh, it's cute. I'll use that word. Uh, Steve, you're the outlier for this one here. Uh, you put it at number 13. Okay. Um if you notice, uh, 10 through 14 was like, actually, I'd say, uh, no, I'd say 10 through 15 was the, I don't know what to do with these. Yeah, yeah, you uh-huh. have been saying and that consistently. So. Fish, I was never a huge fan of when I originally watched it. Um, you know, you've heard me say this a lot today, but then kind of like once the English episodes came out, I was like, oh, that's not, I always kind of liked it, but I was never really a huge fan of it. I think I liked the animation way more than I did the song. Uh, it was nice to see some dedicated to Chopper. And honestly, the all the scenes, they're absolutely precious. <laughs> <laughs> Chopper is just, he's so adorable and he's so innocent in all these. It's... It's and like it's the they, old chopper, not like the new mascot <laughs> chopper. Yeah, but it, it it's not like oh he he's drawn so cute. No, it's his interactions are so cute. Uh, it's almost like they brought on this young child on their adventure, and he's he 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 takes so much interest in everything going on with them. Uh, I think like the little scene with him and Nami is just like especially like very. Uh, and I don't want to say precious again, but it's precious. The one with Usopp, I, I think it's the one that sticks out. Yeah, him going undersea, yeah. I think that's really... Because it shows, like, his adventurous side and how he's... You know, and Chopper is a devil fruit user, so he can't swim, so he can't go underwater and see all this stuff. So you have to think about that. Um, I didn't realize you guys mentioned this. I'm like, yeah, this ending has the most animation. Uh, and it's and it's done by not one of my favorite animators mm. for the series, but it's it's done well. Um and it's one of the endings where I wasn't sure where I was going to rank it, so I kind of just stuck it where I, I thought it should go. But I think maybe it deserves a little more from me. Uh, definitely not one of my all-time favorites, but like a really solid uh, mid-card. Yeah, I, 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 I think, agree. Uh, so, you know, comparing it to the other character-centric uh, endings, I think there's a there's a pattern where there are these uh, endings with like Robin and Vivi where it's focused on one character and then the crew just kind of shows up at the end and this it really integrates him with the whole crew and you get Mm -hmm. to see everyone through the whole thing rather than sort of like waiting for everyone to show up yeah that's what makes it a little better you know it's it doesn't just focus on chopper but it still kind of does you know it's the point is he's with these people now and this is all the fun they're getting into Mm -hmm. from his point of view um, okay, so uh, any other lingering thoughts on fish? I like it. 
Fish is delicious. Yes, I agree. Um, now, I think we'll all be surprised. Actually, it's not that surprising. It probably doesn't stick out to fans as their favorite, but it was uh, second to last on the viewer poll at number Aww. 17 with 11 votes. Wow. I think, I think, if anything, this podcast could help spread awareness of a perfectly good ending song. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just I think it's kind of an overlooked song, mm-hmm. um, which I'll say I overlooked it. And kind of revisiting it, I, I think I've grown uh, a, a new appreciation but I think for the it. It's the animation that makes it because the song it's it's good. I like the song. It is amplified by the relationship to the animation and the point it comes at in the series just makes it so much better. Look, I wouldn't put it at number four. I don't think it's like it needs to be in that. I know. I know. It's it's good. Um, I know. I'm going to take a beating for one of the three songs have left. All right. So Steve was an outlier for number four. Ed, you were the outlier for number three. Uh, Number three had 68 points. It was Shining Ray. Um, which I, mm-hmm. there was a pretty decent agreement. Uh, Joey, you weren't quite there. Ed, you were completely I, in a different place with this. Yeah, what is that? But 13? first, tell us about it. Yeah, first. Shining Ray by Jean d'Arc, ending number eight. Went for 13 episodes. I think I have this as what, 13, 12? You had this at, yeah, uh, 12, 12. 12. Um, I do enjoy this song musically. It's catchy to me, and its lyrics are on point. There's, like, no animation in this, and I hate this stupid blue, shiny thing. Well, that's Most the Shining of... Ray. Shining Ray. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do regret kind of ranking it this low because I do enjoy it musically, but there is no story. There's nothing there visually. There's nothing there emotionally for it. It's just – it's a nice song, but that's about it. Um, let's see. Next uh, – Joey, you put in number eight, so we'll go up from the bottom. Yeah, uh, I like the song pretty well. Um, I like the watercolor images. I Watching it, it made me realize that that's a look that I really miss with the One Piece anime, um, is that sort of watercolored look. Mm. Um, and that they used to do for the backgrounds and stuff mostly. But um, And, you know, so it looks nice. Uh, the cloud part is boring and weird especially when you watch it as a creditless opening yeah but, i put the creditless one on the site but so like i'm sure i mean that's one of those situations like the other ones where there's a big black bar on the side or something it's meant it has a purpose there's supposed to be credits there but when you're watching it by itself it is like well, here's a boring part with a bunch of clouds so i think that kind of pulled it down a little bit for me but i i like the images a lot in it, and i like the song Let's be, um, I, I, as I said, I I do like the song. It's one of the catchiest songs. But. So so I put it. This is probably I think the only one I had that matched up perfectly with um with the actual culminated list, and I put it number three. Um, this this I love this song. Um, next to Eternal Pose, it's definitely my favorite. It, um, the visuals are what I was wrestling with this the entire time. But I rewatched it, and I, it it picks up. And I do like the the watercolor. Uh, what do you call it? The pastels. Yeah. I don't know what, what the, the watercolor effect. The coloring. It's but, ethereal. But also just the music and in general the song just gets me super hyped. And it was during um, Skype here, right? Um, and no, this is end of Alabasta. Oh, oh it's the end of Alabasta. I'm sorry. I forget. Yeah. This this didn't run for that long. How long did it run again? You said I just forgot. Uh, it ran for wait. Here it is. Did you uh, say? 13, Thirteen episodes. Yeah. yeah, it didn't run for super long. Uh, for One Piece. Um, no, but, I mean, it's in the top half of, you know, endings as far as running um, time goes. I don't know. I have fond memories of it. I really love the song. The uh, The animation's fine. It's not the best. But I, I, this is probably the highest one I ranked where the song was the only thing that mattered, as you know, to it. It's just I, I freaking love it. Uh, Steven, dude, you put it at number two. 
Whoa. Hmm. Yeah. Um, finally, we agree on something. <laughs> yeah, finally. Uh, I love Shining Ray. Um, Me too. One is a song. Uh, it's one of the it's one of the only songs that I actually know like by heart, like the entire uh, the entire four minutes of it. <laughs> um, uh, so when I when you go to karaoke with me, I will bust this out and <laughs> nice. I, I want to do that now. <laughs> I'm, I'm envious that you guys could memorize yeah. Japanese yeah, lyrics. Yeah, I I, well, I was I was, like, I, was ah, I was very very much an anime fan way back when. Let's just say that. Um, uh, yeah, I love the song. No question about that. Uh, sure, there's not a whole lot of animation, but um, the artwork is amazing. Like, yeah, it's yeah. really great. I, like I especially skill. love the the. Uh, there's the shot of the Mary with the cloudy sky, yes. and the clouds look yeah. fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, yeah, the weird blue shiny thing. I I completely like it's whatever. For the longest time, I didn't have a creditless version of that. So right, yeah. <laughs> uh, so. You know, I know what that's supposed to be for. Also, I like it when they jump at the end. It looks like they're all like jumping off the cliff to, to, to their suicide. death. Yeah, like, also, I love, I love when they're picking up their stuff to run. Uh, there's that shot of the cat. I think is absolutely hilarious. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I do. I, those that weird scenes. shot of the cat. But um, anyway, yeah, you I love Shining whiskers. Ray. You forgot whiskers. The well, straw hat's cat. As we know from the current opening, the straw hats can all fly. So yes. that's right. <laughs> No, everyone can fly now. Apparently, in One Piece, when you jump, you jump about like six <laughs> stories into the air. Nobody yeah. flies in One Piece; they just fall very slowly. No, they, they fall with style. Uh, <laughs> you know, I uh, this this song actually um, it, it skyrocketed me into being a huge fan of uh, Jean d'Arc. Um, I actually yeah, I think I, I downloaded I, a few. I've got uh, one of I, got, I have two of their albums and one of their singles. Can I borrow that from you from the internet? <laughs> <laughs> you you certainly can. I, I I I'm a big fan of Jean d'Arc even now because it reminds me about it reminds me of when I was in college and I was super super into One Piece and still super into like anime in general. So mm-hmm. it's very it, I it reminds me of a very very happy time in my fandom life where I wasn't cynical about anything. It's a great it's a great freaking song. I think yeah the I love it I love it. Um, uh, but Steve I, yeah Steve Steve. Yeah, yeah, I almost thought Zach was gonna move on. Yeah. Uh, it's you know how I talked about with Watashi ga iru yo, how that I'm like, oh, I associate that with this kind of weather or this kind of location. This is the hey, it rained a shit ton, and now <laughs> the sun is just creeping through the clouds. That is the that is the visual I get. I think that was what they were trying to convey. So yeah, yeah, that's th- what they yeah. but like find I don't find have your to brand new way, a never ending journey. Uh... <laughs> I thought well, you knew all the lyrics, together. dude. Yeah, I I know it like in the Japanese Romanji. <laughs> and plus I'm also wearing headphones, so I can't really hear myself talk, but it's Shining Ray, find your brand new way, a never ending journey for you to be together. To be together, together. yeah. Yeah. Shining <laughs> Ray. <laughs> totally worth it. Yeah. He's really good. Uh I think everything else has just been said. Uh but like I rank it so high, I feel like there's just more I gotta say. Uh it, I think it, it's also one of the okay. It's it's been a while since we've. Well, let's see. I'm trying to think because before this was glory. What the hell was before glory? That was fish, right? Okay, so it wasn't too long since we had like a male vocal ending, but glory was kind of like oh, really sad, but have faith. And this one was just like boom, everything is awesome. Go. <laughs> yeah, this go. is the this is the Lego movie. <laughs> yeah. 
It's the everything is awesome for One Piece. Yes, it's the everything of awesome is awesome with One Piece. Uh, that's why I, uh, I like it so much. Uh, it ranked at number six for uh, viewers with thirty one votes. Um, all right, top two here. Uh, things I, are going to get conscious. I, I know which ones they are. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think I know how they're going to go, but I'm curious. Yes, um, there's some. There's going to be controversy. People are going to kill each other. Let's get through it. <laughs> okay. okay, guys. Um, Putting on my brass knuckles now. But I want to say, unlike uh, the last one, there was a pretty. Uh, it, it was it was tight. This was a close race um, the entire time. Um, and in the viewer poll, it was tied, uh, like these were like uh, these top three, essentially the same top three, uh, were tied for most of the time. And then one of them shot ahead in the last 20 minutes. Uh, we'll talk about that when we get to it. Um, next one, number two with 71 votes, memories. Uh, Mm. Uh, That's what I thought. Uh, Joey, you put it as number one. Joey, why don't you talk about it? Okay. This is my number one. Uh, song for sure at you know to the point where when we were talking about openings i started talking about it you've been foreshadowing it the entire (laughs) time um i love this song and i find it very iconic it definitely like the way that people were talking about how we are represents one piece i feel like this for endings represents one piece um i like i was saying i don't uh I didn't remember a lot of these. I haven't watched most of these in a decade or so. Uh, but when I think of One Piece endings, this is the very first thing that pops in my head. Um, I The song's great. The visuals, I understand that people might find them slow or boring. But I feel like I got to a <laughs> sort of zen place where I just like let it all wash over me like the sound and just focused on the like looking at that bright ocean and like sometimes i when i'm watching it i don't even notice the other characters appearing i'll just kind of look out of the corner of my eye and be like oh there's nami or something and um i think that's really neat and i feel like maybe because of this it's burned its way into my head and and is the one that's had the most impact overall uh dude and steve you also put it number three another thing you guys agree on oh wait Hmm. uh did ed give the info Oh, Ed, did you give the info? No, I didn't. This is Memories by Maki Otsuki, ending number 130 episodes. Yeah. thought you said um, ending number 130. I'm like, that many already? Um, <laughs> now, we, now we could talk. It, um, it, well, it, sort of, it sort of felt like that initially when you're first starting One Piece <laughs> ran for 130 episodes. But, um, Steve, you go first since I went before you last Okay. Um, thank you. Uh, at first, I wasn't crazy about this ending. Um Dude, you watched Hong Kong DVDs. Was this your menu music? Uh, no. Okay, this was the menu music for my DVDs. It played the first 10 seconds of Memories <laughs> on loop. Wow. I can really I, turn you against a song. <laughs> yes, yes. And unfortunately, that's what it did because it's just... And it's like, uh, just start the, start, the, start the episode already. Um so I wasn't, I, I think I was already going into this. I'm like, eh, I don't really like it. Uh, and then I got older, wiser, more mature, and I realized, no, this song is freaking incredible. It's such a beautiful freaking song. Uh, I just like that it starts off slow. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when you listen to the full version, it's better because it doesn't cut to the lyrics right away like the uh, yes. anime the intro version does. Helps. 
so the much. intro helps. Mm-hmm. It's I think I, I, this came on. I was in a Japanese grocery store in my hometown, and this song comes on on the the PA. And this is in like 2007. And I'm like, ah, oh. <laughs> so good. Calm down. And man. I know, and I know what that face looks like when you make that sound. Yeah, I know exactly what he's doing. I just see you with some Japanese groceries and just your eyes widen. You go, ah. Oh. You drop all your pocky. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's yeah. The if I could give discredit to the anime version is your that. durian breaks open and everybody's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's nasty. Uh, but it's such a beautiful song, and it's. Uh, it's very fitting for the beginning of One Piece because it talks about, uh, you know, being a child and having these dreams uh, and thinking back on those memories. Uh, the animation, yeah, I could talk shit about it. Um, originally, I thought the characters were just full black silhouettes, and it wasn't until the DVDs where I realized, oh, no, wait, you could actually see uh, they're, you know, fully rendered and colored, but they're just yeah. darkened up a bunch. Same. I'm not a fan of that, but at the same time, endings don't necessarily have to have a lot of animation. It's just also the song is really, really good. It's so good. I like you were asking earlier <laughs> how many of us listen to weeb music or whatever. I, li- <laughs> I listen to a decent amount of Japanese music. I don't listen to a lot of anime music, but this is one I'm the opposite. That, this is yeah, one that like what has been on my playlist for years uh, because it's just I was like, this is a legit good song. Even divorcing it from like being involved with an anime i just love it so much and you yeah. put it at number five uh dude you, you yeah, should yeah. go first i forgot Sorry. um so yeah uh maki otsuki aka the goddess of one these openings um we'll get Wait, to she, that she later endings or did she do openings i just do it did i say openings no yeah, just the uh, just the ending yeah, I meant the, just, I, I, no, no, I said the goddess of One Piece endings. No, you said openings. Open well, I meant endings. No, you said it. You said it. You can't take it back. You can't. Uh, okay, well, I take it back. I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> I have the power. She uh, also wrote We Are, by the way. No. Really? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, he's... he's <laughs> but, but, uh, Still either way... gullible today. Go ahead. Makiotsuki, the goddess of One Piece endings. Boom. Uh, she, uh, this, uh, this song is One Piece. This is One Piece to me. Uh... Mostly because, you know, it's, it's sure it's nostalgic, but I can't wait until the very end of the One Piece anime where they where uh, they play this over the credits and you see the entire crew or everybody Luffy's and Lena met just face the face the setting sun in front of the sea because, you know, that's going to happen. I will cry if they do that. Mm-hmm. Like, this, this is a, I don't Luffy know. Luffy won't be there because he'll be dead. <laughs> That's your theory, Ed. <laughs> Not fine. But as, um, Ed, but, as Ed but likes for, to say, his theory is right. <laughs> but uh, I agree with I, like uh, I'm I'm in agreement with Joey on this. Um, I I don't think that the visuals are anything, but this was the first One Piece ending I heard. You know, and it's it's it, it it's just as much a One Piece song as we are is. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. Really. Uh, Ed, you put it number five. Yeah. I. I do, I take points off for the I don't I the animation isn't interesting. I didn't really think about it in the way you guys were describing and that if as someone said on Twitter in the last week or so that this is the song that plays at the end of the One Piece anime, much like with Dear Friends, I think that could put it in the very top spot for me, giving it an association with the you know the end of the anime, and I really do love it. I love the lyrics. I love the song. I lo- and I think, as Steve said, the truncated version does not help it, and the animation 
wasn't really there for me. I didn't really feel it. So I still really love it. And it's a, it's a one piece song. You're right. But it's just there are other things. There are things that I like more about other endings. All right. So, uh, Steve, um, one last thing I yeah, want, yeah. want to add. Uh, English version done by uh, Brina Palencia mm-hmm. is also really good. Uh, Steve, you were an outlier for um, for number four. Ed, you were an outlier for number three. I am definitely the outlier for this one. Um, I put it at number twelve. Ooh, wow! Yikes! Uh, yeah, this is this is my version of uh, it's kind of my version of We Are from the opening thing, where I was the only one who didn't put it in like the top two. No um, secret cows here. No, I don't think there should be. Yeah. Uh, the the song is fine. I'm not as huge a fan of it as you guys are. Uh, Ed, you may remember, you know, when I was first watching this, I. I don't know if I told you or if, if you noticed, but uh, I would skip over this a lot because the first 10, 15 seconds of it are incredibly boring. And when you're marathoning something, which I assume most people are at the beginning at this point, um, because how many of us were watching week to week uh, in the first? Greg? Besides Greg. <laughs> That's um, about it. But, I, I, I mean, it's just I found it incredibly boring. I appreciated it more when I went back to it and listened to the whole thing and listened to the full version. I'm like, it's good. It's not a bad song. Uh, again, this is kind of in that section where it's like, I don't know where to put this. But I hate the visuals. I, it's like they're um, – you guys have touched on it and you guys are kind of sweeping it under the rug. Like, you know it's bad, but – you like it enough where you don't really care. It's not bad. Fine. There's credits rolling. But it looks like the secret world of Alex Mack in the background. But I think it looks. I think oh, it the shinies. Yes, I know what you mean. Like, it's... I like the shininess. I don't think it looks as. I think that there's this sort of like contrast that makes it not quite look like that weird silver goo. <laughs> <laughs> I think it looks exactly like that weird silver My goo. My precious goo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. The It's just nothing. Nothing happens in the ending. It's like, good song. You could have just played the song for me with no visuals. It could have been a black screen. And I, it would have been the same for me. Uh, it, it's not... It's not... It's been done a lot better. And I think there are ways to, to do very little animation... And still make it a good ending, and I don't think Memories does it does that. Zach's so. like Paul McCartney at the end of Homer's Barbershop Quartet, or um, yeah, George, no, George, George, George Harrison. Harrison. Come on, it, it's been done. It's been done. Uh, but I mean, at this point, it hadn't been done, but it is done much better by other endings. There's ways to manipulate, you know, using cheap animation, at, like Eternal Pose. Like again, Joey, we have like the contradictions in it. Uh, I don't think Memories is especially bad. I think it's fine. I just don't think it's great or you know, it's okay. It's fine. Um, that yeah, that's that's all. I, I don't mean to now, Zach. What it's time for number one? Well, no. First, uh, the viewers put memories oh. uh, at number three with sixty-nine votes. Uh, it was uh, back and forth at number two here, uh, but Eternal Pose ended up uh, coming out uh, in number two. By a lot more, wow. it was 78 votes versus 69. But if you were watching this as it was going, it's things happen. Uh, the number one, the viewers agree, uh, with 75 uh, points and 105 votes. Uh, so far and away, although it was not always number one, so something something happened at the end there. Uh, run, run, run. Mm. Uh, do... That's Makiotsky. Second ending ran for 33 episodes. How it's not? I don't think it's coincidental that the longest running ending, being because it's also a good song and it fits in with the 
well, part of the anime that it comes yeah. with. It, and she it, is queen of the One Piece openings. <laughs> okay, all right. I said <laughs> goddess. Dum dum. There's only one person who put this at number one, and it's dude. Considering it's number one, I think that's kind of crazy. But um, yeah, dude. I'm not saying that's you know it's a bad anything, but dude, go ahead. Okay, first of all. <laughs> Amazing no, song. No, no, he's not crazy. He's just ignorant. Now, <laughs> your uh, crazy explanation. Alex. Yeah, well, this is actually my crazy explanation is probably the most founded of all the explanations. Uh, we talked about fish having a lot of animation. Actually, I, I'm going to uh, I'm going to say that this has the most animation. Mm. It's not just you know they're running, but if you look at their facial expressions, they're constantly changing. Like mm. this has. Like, all the characters have insanely amazing facial expressions. Like, you see Zoro running and running and running, and he keeps running harder. His facial expression changes. Uh, Nami picks up the tangerine. Nami's is the freaking best because she does a three freaking 60. And they didn't just, like, CGI it. (laughs) It's it's fine. Uh, Usopp, Kid Usopp stumbling. His facial expression changes, like... Like it's a different yeah, like in yeah. every single frame, it's incredible. And this is the time. This is the around the time in the One Piece anime where everybody had that insanely gigantic toothy grin that I love so very much. Like yeah. if you watch the ending, just look at how animated everybody is, even while they're eating food. It's it's fucking awesome. And this song, just come on. Yeah. This song is it's so peppy and upbeat, and it makes me want to watch the next episode. <laughs> Honestly. Yep. Um. Let's see who did I could number, go on and on. Ed and uh, Joey put it at number two. Mm-hmm. I just have that emotional connection with dear friends. That I couldn't put it anywhere but number one. But run, run, run! It's so appropriate lyrically to the time in the show in which it's used. And this dude said the animation is stellar. It's a major upgrade from the first ending, and uh, I, it's it's upbeat. As you said, it makes me want to listen to the next song. But I don't I don't think there's anything uh, anything more that I can add. Joey. Uh, I remember thinking uh, <laughs> after seeing it a few times, like, man, this One Piece show is so awesome. It's even its ending theme is an opening theme because it's <laughs> just like so fun. And like uh, dude was saying, it makes you want to watch the next episode. It's great for marathoning. Like, um, whereas uh, I kind of sometimes like slow endings to sort of like cool you down from an episode and then you go out and a go on about your day like this is perfect for just like blazing through 33 episodes you know and uh, i love the way that the little kids all run differently and what it says about their characters like the way that zoro speeds up like really speaks to the way that he kind of like pushes through like his sort of philosophy and yeah compare that to adventure world <laughs> they, they, uh, I they, also they, love they, Adventure World. They walk like the freaking characters from Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, uh, yeah, but they're constructed differently. They're chibi characters, so I think that's look. He's an more. Eisner Award nominee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't mean he knows anything about animation. It, it does. Sorry, yeah, sorry, I mean, yeah, I'm, it, I'm it sorry. absolutely does. We can we can argue about that all night. <laughs> um. Yeah. Go ahead, Joey. Oh, I don't know. I think I was probably about to go into defending Adventure World again, but that's not what we're talking. No, 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 not, we're done with Adventure World, guys. It's uh, been run, done. Run. No, no, no. I honestly, like, I don't have hate for Adventure World. But I, I just, just think like... that it's appropriate for TV characters to walk in a more stylized way than, like, uh, than you know, your argument, child characters. Your your argument does have ground. Um, anyway, Run 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 is incredibly fun and energetic, and I did uh, as much as I love memories. Like, had a hard time placing number one and number two for me. 
Um, I put it, I'm just going in order here. Uh, so Steve, you're, you're next here. I put it at number seven. Um, now I want to explain, I think the visuals are by far the best out of all the endings. Uh, everything dude said about the visuals are 100% true. It's a beautiful looking ending. I um, wish that the entire show was animated like this. Oh, like, that's, I 100% like, agree. Oh my God. It's better than most opening. I think Believe was running then. And I think Ed... You have things to say about Believe. <laughs> and I think the animation in the ending in this case was significantly better than, I think, animation most It, it only overlapped for, like, the first uh, 10 or 15 episodes. I think it's reminiscent of a Carrier, uh, the animation. It, it's it, like, it's constantly moving. It's, it's, it's really, I think it's some of the best animation I've seen in One Piece. The definitely. wind is blowing everybody's hair. Like constantly, it's fucking great. <laughs> Enough about the hair. Sorry, um, sorry. No, no, fine, I'm just, I, I'm, 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 I have this on loop now, like this, and I just keep watching it. And Me even too, like yeah. Nami's disappointed, like her, like uh, whatever face. That's like three frames of animation right there. And like, Sanji with the tie and the yeah. No, oh god, the 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 freaking frames of Sanji tightening up his tie. I was rewatching them today. I was like. Damn, that's a nice shot of animation. No, uh, I mean, it nice when they used to try hard on the animation. It's you know, like you guys talking about it, uh, uh, Zach. Was there anything else you wanted to say? Just, just, uh, just one more thing, and and the reason why I put it number seven, not number one or two or three. I mean, I should have probably put it a little higher, but I, I'm not. I don't feel bad about the tier I put it in. Uh, I don't really like the song. Oh my god, what the I'm fuck sorry. is wrong with you? <laughs> It's a subjective Zach, thing. Zach. Zach. Yes. It's okay, hon. <laughs> uh, I somewhat share some of a similar opinion. That's why, Steve, you and I on this on this podcast are the only let me ex- Let me explain here. Yeah, um, I think... I don't think I've been doing a good job paying attention to uh, animation for these uh, endings. Uh, I think because I'm so used to them being a lot more stagnant. Um, and you kind of take some things for granted, so you don't realize when something's amazing i think it shows you yeah, that i'm not so much of an animator uh i really like this ending uh when i was watching the series initially uh because memories is very chill and then this one's just boom full of energy running but running with really nice animation uh i think over the years i've kind of forgotten about this song i really don't listen to it too much and i think that's why i ranked it low i agree, uh, I, agree. I think if i paid more attention to what the ending because i listened to the songs a lot i wasn't so much watching the the animation so much as i was listening to these songs i listened to them a bunch of times so i kind of like already made my mind up and i think if i because i said if i think i just thought more about after seeing the whole sanji thai animation if i just went back and watched it i would realize that no this is really something else um now i kind of wish i did rank it well you don't have to worry it got number one it's not yeah. like it got under soul. No, so. I, I, I was going to say, I'm like, oh, wow, this one's really popular. And now I think I've heard enough convincing arguments to understand why. And also, this ending started during uh, possibly, uh, it's still up in the air, my favorite arc in One Piece, and that's the Arlong arc. So you could, you, know, you could just understand a 16-year-old Steve uh, who wanted nothing more than to just be home marathoning through uh, this arc. I I remember spending a Friday night watching a few episodes, and I was just loving it. I was just eating all this up. So it's a very it's a very nostalgic uh, ending too. So it brings back a lot of fond memories. Uh, any final thoughts on Run Run Run? 
Uh, adequately placed at number one by the, by the viewers. Very good job. <laughs> it was it was pretty close um, at times, but it, it ended up uh, shooting away at 105 uh, votes. How do you guys feel about the first two endings being the top two endings? What does that Appro- say? I, I think that's appropriate. Like I think it's also well, for part- us, not for the it's viewers. Al- it's also partially because they lasted the longest and they were at a formative time in the anime for us. I- you know, everyone has. I think the the opening part of the anime has sort of a high place in everyone's in everyone's memory without, and, question. without question. And they these lasted for twice as long as any other ending. Except maybe one went twenty four. These went thirty and thirty three episodes of formative time of you watching the anime. It's just it, it's it's almost like it's it's almost not fair. Uh, let me just go through the rankings quick and we'll uh, finish off the segment Uh, for the viewers uh, from bottom to top Mirai Kokai at 18 Fish at 17 uh, me pronouncing things Uh, (laughs) Suki Tatayo at uh, 16 Faith at 15 Dreamship at 14 Sochi no Suke at uh, 12 Adventure World also at 12 Asuwa Kurukara at 11 uh, Glory at 9 Before Dawn at 9 Watashi Ga Iruyo at Eight, uh, uh, sorry, free will. I can't pronounce the one in English. Uh, <laughs> at seven, in Japanese mode. Uh, Shining Ray at six. A to Z uh, at five. Uh, Dear friends at four. Memories at three. Eternal pose at two. And run, run, run at one. Uh, for us, more uh, than half of these have English titles. Thank the freaking lord. Uh, <laughs> uh, Asuwa Kurukara uh, was 18 for us. Uh, Glory was 17. Faith was 16. Free Will was 15. Mirai Kokai was 14. Adventure World was 12. Suki, Suki Totayo was also 12. Uh, Dreamship was 11. Sochi no Suke uh, was 10. Watashi ga Iruyo, of course, all the Japanese is in a row at number nine. Before Dawn at 8, Dear Friends at 7, A to Z at 6, Eternal Pose at 5, Fish was 4, Shining Ray at 3, Memories at 2, and Run, Run, Run also at number 1. Um, what, what do you guys think in general of, of the list that we compiled there, uh, dude? I think it's interesting that we all have varying views on the endings. Um, I kind of expected that because the endings are pretty much like there's no real one bad ending. Yeah. Uh, they're all like that's the nice thing about ending themes is that you don't they don't really carry the weight of the show like an opening mm, does. Yes, that's true. That's very true. Uh, Steve. Um, oh, sorry. But, Go ahead. But, but I do think that like endings are important and I haven't felt as strongly about One Piece since they got rid of them. Uh, the anime that is. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, Steve. Go ahead. Uh, wow. Alex put it uh, very well. Um yeah, it's kind of like, you know, a little bit of, uh, I wouldn't say my childhood because I was a teenager watching One Piece, but I think a little bit of my innocence died when they got rid of endings. Uh, Your innocence? I don't want to sound so dramatic, but it, it felt like ever since, like, hey, like, you know, the anime has still pulled off some awesome stuff, but I don't know, it's getting that full package, getting an opening and then getting an ending, it... It feels so right. Um, it's just so strange that there's just there's no uh, endings anymore. And like dude said, like they uh, they don't carry the weight of the show. They're kind of just supposed to like they're they're kind of leading you out of it and leading you into the uh, next episode preview. And I feel like One Piece openings have to, or just maybe just openings in anime in general, kind of have to 
keep to a certain style because they, they have to be faithful to the material when the endings could be more experimental. Thus, I think we've had a much more interesting discussion talking about the endings than we did the openings. Right. It's, yeah, it's almost like uh, when you have certain, like you have movies, like in a long line of movies or whatever, and then somebody's like, hey, I want to, I'd like to, you know, put my own spin on this. Let's see how it plays out. I feel like a lot of the endings are kind of like that. Like, I would actually put Fish in that category because the song is very unique. And uh, I think the subject matter of Fish is also very unique. Um, and that to me is an example of like an experiment that a very happy with a very had a very happy outcome. Uh, uh, Joey, yeah, I think um, a lot of the stuff that you guys are saying is one of the things that made this uh, very difficult for me to rank. Like <clears throat> one that they're so old, but also that I do really appreciate that they experimented so much, and it was weird to me to like sometimes be giving something lots of points for being different and then sometimes kind of dragging something down because I'm like, nah, that's kind of too different from what I like from One Piece. Uh, but I, I like that they exist. <clears throat> it's interesting that we're now at 18 openings and they've crammed <laughs> the same amount of endings in, like I was thinking, it's too bad that there's no endings with Brooke. And uh, are there any with Frankie? Nope. No. Nope. He's not in v- Adventure World either? Yeah. yeah. Nope. Yeah, that's really a bummer. Like, it would have been cool to see someone's focused on them or to see what they could have done with running with a theme with them. What, like, what about four more Robin ones, though? I mean, <laughs> can, you imagine, can you imagine a Frankie dedicated ending? That oh. could be some really funny oh. stuff. Now it you're just making me really upset. Like, oh. it feels like there's something missing from this package of 18 openings you know like there's there's a lot missing there's what like six years eight years or however long it's been yeah Um, yeah. like i'll tell you this like i've been you know like i re-listened to the openings uh and i re-listened to the endings and i don't know why it's the the endings felt more of a nostalgia trip than the openings i think it's just because it's uh they've been gone they're not a concept uh in the anime anymore uh End, just, no, it, end of 2006, Zach. Oh, it was six? I thought it was yeah, seven. 2006. Yeah, 2006. Oh, wow. Um, now, I, I agree with you guys. I think what shocked me is that um, I think from the rankings we agree, there's like a point in the middle where there's like the endings get kind of meh. Um, I, from what I could tell, for the most part, we agree on that. Uh, Honestly, like, it's, it's, towards... it's, like it's around uh, Skypea slash right. yeah. Davy Beck. That's when things start getting a little. Which I mean, okay. also Bon Voyage was kind of a meh opening. You know, it, it, like at that Says point, you. I think. Look, yeah. I like I like Bon Voyage, but I don't think it was like the highlight of. I'm not getting into this. We talked. Neither about did it. our fans. <laughs> um, they hated it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> or they just didn't like it very much. Um, the endings, I you know, I agree with you guys. I think when they're good, they're really freaking good. And now I'm just really sad we never got something like a Brooke or a Frankie, or just like imagine like the Shaw Buddy arc with like an ending. Or there's there's so many possibilities could have done with Brooke. Too, or like an Impel Down one with all the level four point five uh, mm-hmm. Okama you know, guys. <laughs> woo woo woo! Yay! Like a- 
<laughs> a thing that I like about like that one that has all the birds and stuff is like kind of pulling from the idea of like using Oda's like chapter title pages and stuff. And it's kind of too bad that they do that a little bit in the openings. But I feel like we'd see more of that in the endings if they had those. I'm really sad now. This has just made me very depressed because <laughs> uh, I'd kill to just get one and a half minute openings like we used to and one and whatever these were a little less than a minute and a half, I think. Uh, the endings um, they're quick they're fun even the worst of them I think are are good um, or okay at the very least um, well okay on that note <laughs> that was a lot of fun that was a lot of fun uh, why yeah, don't we yeah, get yeah. Uh, into the next segment are you guys ready all right yeah let's do it Hey everybody, you're listening to a special segment of the One Piece Podcast. My name is Dennis, and while I'm part of the Pieces of Eight members of Podcast West and all that, I got a special segment that I'm bringing to you guys with help from two friends of mine who are Kate. Hello. And Diana. Hey. So you guys did something super cool very recently. So. Oh yeah, we weren't on the One Piece Podcast for like two years. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, technically, Just Kate, kidding. Kate, you were on for uh, anime anime expo stuff. Oh yeah, that's oh. right. Oh. <laughs> I see. Well, you were too busy at AX. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> you were kind of judging masquerade and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did I do last? Oh no, I worked. Oh, it was yeah, I'll kill a kill all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's why you weren't on okay. the One Piece Podcast. Okay. So what- hey. What? I met Sushio. He worked on One Piece. He did. So what brings you guys here today for the One Piece podcast? So we recently traveled to Japan. Japan! Uh, it was in Asia. Uh, it was ourselves and our friend Kristen. And uh, we were three cool white friends in, in Japan. That was our official hashtag. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and... Um, we, we went, like, I think it started, like, oh, we'll go for a bachelorette. But, no, it was definitely, like, we're going on vacation, and we're going to look at cherry blossoms, and we're going to do nerdy stuff. And there was a lot of One Piece on this oh, yeah. trip. So much nerdy stuff. And oh, man. So much shopping, too. Yeah. Oh, God. it's It was like we flew to Japan to go shopping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little sad, but yeah. it kind of turned out that way. First world problems? The firstest of yeah. world problems. <laughs> well, I I won't take the all of the blame for it because no. the weather didn't treat us well. Oh, it was so rough. <laughs> we we went during like the one week of spring in which it rained every day. Yeah, I think we got two days that didn't have rain, and one of them was the day we left. Yeah, which so basically we only got to experience <laughs> that in the morning. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, what a glorious sunny day! Let's have breakfast and then pack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we did have a very nice breakfast though. Yes. Yeah. We had drink bar at our breakfast, like uh, where it was open. Uh, you could have all anything that you wanted from like their their drink menu. It was yeah. self service because that's rare in Japan. Yeah, I will say like free refills are not really a thing that exists in Japan. So getting something like drink bar, yeah, uh, is great. Oh, the same thing with, like, going to the trash cans, using a trash can that you can just put whatever you want in. (laughs) Only Uh, at Disney. (laughs) Yeah, it's... Going to Japan is a... 
I don't know. I think because both of us had been before, we sort of knew what to expect. But it's mm. also you you forget the little things like how their system of dealing with trash is completely different than the U.S. Yeah. So it actually becomes a really stressful thing to try to figure out where you're going to throw things away and how you classify it. Like, is it burnable? Is it non-burnable? Is it plastic? Yeah. What what kind of plastic? Yeah. And then you also like have to decide if that thing that you're going to carry with you, like if you want to eat something or can can you put it in something before you have to throw it away? Because, um, and this is, I feel like this is something that because of the way that they dispose of their trash and then also because of the problems they had in the past with, uh, subway bombings, um, same thing with London, they don't have trash cans very often that aren't under like some kind of CCTV. So oh. there are very few trash cans because people would just you know, put explosives in them. Cause Jeez. of course, why not? Um, and then also because it's a, it, they break down their garbage that way. Okay. In that very yeah. particular way. So if you get that can of soda, you better really want that can of soda. Cause you're going to be carrying that can for a while. Yeah. <laughs> if you're walking around, I'm pretty sure with soda cans, there's all these, um, advertisements like we've we've seen like the ramen cans and the coffee cans full of one piece uh logos oh yeah, oh, yeah. here in america like in mm-hmm. uh japanese style convenience stores i'm sure that was plentiful there for sure right actually, actually there weren't many campaigns right now because it's kind of off season for campaign oh. um when i was in japan in 2013 there were definitely more one piece based uh cans and a lot of dragon ball cans because Dragon Ball had just pushed um, that last movie, the the one with the the, the Mewtwo looking guy. <laughs> Battle of the Gods. Yeah, yeah. Battle of the, Go- oh, Battle of the okay. Gods had just come out in Japan, and they were also running a um, like a special like boutique or not boutique, uh, like illustration and um, and commemorative sort of like roadshow of art of uh, Toriyama art. And they're actually doing one right now for Naruto because it just ended. Right. So they're they're going to be taking that. They actually travel it to different places around the country. And uh, they, they were doing that in Nagoya. And so there was tons of stuff for Dragon Ball in Nagoya at the time. Uh, I think a lot of it actually breaks down for from area to area. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, depending on, like, let's say Universal Studios in Osaka is having, like, a big one-piece thing. So they might have a ton of one-piece drinks. Yeah. But where we were in Tokyo, we didn't really see that much. Yeah. But there was something extra special one piece related that opened up in tokyo very recently was there oh yes oh yes yes, yes. we got to see the one piece theme park at tokyo tower it was like one of the more incredible things i've seen outside of like a disney park yeah it it, it was, was really well put really together good. like i didn't know what to expect you know like how do you have a theme park at the base of you know this giant tower and yeah. i had been to tokyo tower in the past yeah. And I was like, well, I remember the souvenir shops. I don't know where they'd have a space for an actual theme park. It's three stories tall. Yeah. Like yeah, this, actually, this the, it is a theme park. Yeah. It is a three-story theme park. So it's all completely enclosed indoors. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, because honestly, like what you said, I have no idea what to expect. I'm not too familiar with Tokyo Tower. And I'm sure the list, a lot of listeners are not familiar as well. So, um so like, if you watch like, pretty much as... any anime, like Tokyo Tower is yeah. a big orange and white Eiffel Tower looking thing. It is actually a sister tower to the Eiffel Tower. Oh, okay. So that's why it looks um, like it. Yeah, that's exactly why it looks just like it. Uh, it was um, made, I believe, as like a, a gift with Paris. Oh, okay. Um, but the tower itself has uh, the bottom floor and then a 
then I think it, from the third floor to the sixth floor was where the theme park was. Oh, and then there's an observation deck around the same area. And then there's the highest observation te- uh, deck, which is really high up. <laughs> uh, Kate didn't go because if she and Kristen and I had all gone up together, we would have gone to Magic Night Ray Earthland. <laughs> because we no, are three girls like, yeah, I don't heights. care about the view from Tokyo Tower. It I just was, really want to go to the Winter totally Park. Worth it. it was really awesome. Um, but it was also kind of small because you go up and it's like a very small observation deck. And they have like an open window where you can look down and it is a very far drop. <laughs> um, but, the, but the One Piece part is, I mean, like, it's, from the moment that you go in, it's exceptionally immersive. Like, you walk up, there's the entrance to the side, there's the, I think, or no, you walk in and then Yeah, so like you the, walk in and they have basically, like, manga panels that sort of come to life. Like, yeah. Like, uh, if when you stand in front of it, like, the lighting will change or, like, sound effects play, and they have a one scene for each character, and it's really well done, and I, mm-hmm. I took videos of it, like... So I brought a, a camera and I thought, oh yeah, I'll take videos of everything. And then I didn't realize how much there was. Yeah. And I, the battery got really low before I even got that far into it. So I have a lot of videos from the beginning and then not really any from the end. Oh, and that's funny because I don't have much from the beginning, but I have a ton from the end. So oh, good. Okay. we will combine our forces. All right. Yeah. I mean, you, you go in and they have the panels that come to life when you step into like the light sensors and then you walk in and it also tells you the story of of a dendent like a special dendent mushi yeah, so it's a Denden Mufushi who looks like Tokyo Tower. Yeah. Like, his shell is sort of Tokyo Tower-shaped. Okay. And there, yeah. there's this uh, series of paintings that tells his story that he is a lonely Denden Mushi on this empty island. And then one day, the Straw Hats come. And then they're like, we want a new place to hang out. Yeah, so, so they, they build a place to hang out on this island. Yeah, a, a, a Tanoshi something or other. Like, a, <laughs> a fun... Basically, they make it their fun island. I think it's like... Yeah. Tanoshima or something like that oh, is what okay. they call it. Something of that nature. And so then they invite all their friends to come and, and visit and hang out there. And so all yeah, of the so people... this is the story of the theme park. Yeah. And so everybody who works at the theme park are now people who have come... Like pirates who have come to live there. Yeah. And they all greet you by like throwing their hands together to shape, like, the tower above their head and saying, like, kubee or something like that. Tongari. 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 Tongari Island. Yeah. So, yeah, I I missed that part, but I kept seeing, like, these people walking around just as pirates getting people to do, like, the the little little pyramid shape and say Tongari, and I was like, oh, I guess this is what we're doing here. I guess we better jump on that, because otherwise they'll think we didn't pay attention. Yeah. So, I'm assuming... We didn't, because we were really excited to get in that main room where they had the giant, like, life-size sculptures of the entire crew. Oh, yeah. cool. They were so cool. They had, like, food and, you know, a shot from the series, like, Come to Life, because they had everyone sort of like life-sized in this like tableau where they're like all sitting around a table and drinking and fighting and having a great time and okay. frankie just, like, is definitely frankie he's super yeah dang. yeah it's and you can take with everybody yeah, and huge. like pull up a, a little barrel stool and sit at the table uh-huh. and like take a million pictures and that that was really neat yeah. that was before we even got to do anything like that was, was just, all Where you walk in, intro to it, and they have like a little. They have a, a little tiny gift shop there for like, basically like a place where you, like they have pass holders for you to keep your um your ticket because you need your ticket for certain things. Okay, and then um, yeah, then, you could buy like different kinds of chopper hats. Like they actually had oh, yeah. a, a chopper hat that was designed as an actual hat. 
Mm-hmm. As opposed to the ones that are oh like, yeah, like a top plushies. hat. It was a top, oh, hat. A top hat. I was gonna say yeah. the baseball cap. I've seen the baseball. No, cap. no, yeah, no, this was like you had your choice of like chopper top hat, chopper like plushy hat, mm-hmm. which I think we've seen over here. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> and then and then you also um, there was one piece that you there was one like poster basically that you could not take pictures of, and it was a special edition piece of art that they were also selling. Uh, and they only sell it there at the tower. And then as you exit, you see the real one. Yeah, and it was drawn by Oda. Drawn by Oda. It's, it's basically like the Straw Hats at Tongari Island Having you know, with time. the Denden Mushi. So yeah. it's like special Tokyo Tower exclusive art by did, Oda. Did anyone buy that? Uh, no, but my friends definitely stole a picture of it. Yeah. Because <laughs> they are bad kids. And I was like, please stop talking about this so loudly. Oh, my God, we're going to get kicked out. And I haven't seen the third floor yet. If you get us kicked out, I'll kill you both. Yeah. I was like, why would you do that? You motherfuckers are rich as fuck. Just buy your own. Christ, you like it so much. But, yeah, um, I, think, I actually... I think hmm? I'd want to buy one if I go. Yeah. I hope it, yeah, like, I hope bring the a lot of money. stays for like, a good basically, long time. Basically, yeah, bring a lot of money to Tokyo Tower. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was, there was so much, to be quite honest, that I actually didn't buy anything because I didn't know what to buy. Yeah, it's it's a sort of overwhelming feeling of like, oh, I can't decide. Yeah, so yeah. It's either get everything or get nothing. I wanted yeah. to say, like, One Piece is not short of hats, so when you guys are talking about all the chopper hats, I'm like, oh, no, they have law hats and stuff. Oh, they do. Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, the Mickey ears from Disneyland. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's they also they also sell uh the time skip Luffy Zoro and uh and law costumes. Yeah, yeah, they had like official costumes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are those are there. You can purchase them. Instead of dressing your kids up like a Disney princess, you get to dress them up like a straw hat. Yeah, I, you know what? I don't think they had any rules on like whether you could wear a costume to the park. I mean, aside from the regular sort of unspoken rules in Japanese society where you don't cosplay in public. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like, I wonder if you bought a costume there if they would let you wear it. Probably, that, that would probably not. I, I think they'd probably frown on that. They'd, okay. they'd probably be not so not so keen. Yeah. You'd be Komaru. Maybe kids at least, you know, like little ones they, they'd be okay with? Maybe. I, I, I think because we went on a weekday, we didn't really see that many young kids there. Oh, yeah. Okay. So once you get past that initial area, um, they have, uh, you go upstairs and upstairs they have like interactive stuff. Yeah. So they had all these, these games. So like Nami had a casino where basically you, you like play random games of chance and try to win, you know, money. And if you, if, uh, you have to get over a certain amount of money and then you win, like, a VIP card to the casino. Yeah. So this is almost like a Dave & Buster's type thing where you have to, like, win tickets money. Yeah, but, like, you yeah, actually pay you don't have to pay this. anything. Yeah. The only thing you have to pay for is the, like, crazy go-nuts. They have a giant Frankie Gosh pond. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, like, it's enormous. It's basically, like, Frankie uh, built in... It's, like, the Frankie machine and he uses cola, different colas and then blows like a like a ball through a a pinwheel and then like yeah, kind exerts of like, and yeah. then screeches so basically you you put in a 500 yen coin which mm-hmm. is five dollars and you get a, a gashapon with a 
um, it's a phone strap. Yeah, okay. it, it's it depends on what it is, but like right now it was either Acer, Luffy, or Salvo, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So for the Nami stuff, you don't have to pay. Yeah. So no, you, you, have you go into the room and yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a line. There were a line for all of the games, but it, you know it was fun. And like if you manage to win enough money, then well, I mean it's fake money, but you get this like unique souvenir. Yeah. And a lot of the games were like that. Like I I played the um, Usopp Soga King game, mm-hmm. which is actually really hard. It's super hard but actually. I, I, we tried. We tried really hard. Mm. You win a, a paper mask of the Soga King mask with oh, a voice cool. changer. Yeah, but let me tell you how you play this. So, yeah, okay. um, basically, it's it looks a little bit like ski ball, and um, mm-hmm. instead of having balls roll, you have like these little little miniature cannonballs. So yeah, know, rubber bit, rubber balls. Yeah, yeah, they're a little bit bigger than like paintballs. And then okay. you have um, the That's... black kabuto, but it's like mounted to the <laughs> yeah. the table. So you have to try to shoot the balls with the slingshot and knock down little marine statues. Yeah. And, and it's really hard to angle it. Yeah. And then once you've knocked down six marine statues, it drops uh, the yeah, background. And then the, the marine and then... flag appears, and you have to try to shoot through the center of the marine flag. Yeah. And if you do that before the time limit is up, then you get the Silky King mask. Oh, okay. I was going to say, do you have a set number of ammo, or is it time? No. no, it's time. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for yeah. answering the question I had in my mind earlier. And, <laughs> and like while I was waiting in line, I saw so many people try and like they would get the marine flag to appear and then they just couldn't get the ball through. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm watching everyone. I'm like figuring out a strategy. I'm well, going to do this. And then when I actually went up there, <sighs> oh, I was such a miserable failure. Oh, like, God. It was really it was hard. Bad. Like, I was like dropping cannonballs on the floor. Oh, I, like, I had people like backfiring them into my face. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I had like people. Well, I mean, I wasn't doing it. Like people in front of me were like knocking yeah. them. Like, I got hit by one like four times by oh, this no. dude. And the the lady was just like, like the woman running it was mortified because it was like some Chinese dude who didn't understand what she was saying. Oh, and no. she's just like bowing to me and just like, how do I deal with this dude? <laughs> and I was just like, eh. It's fine. Yeah, it's got to be interesting for the staff <laughs> there because, uh, I mean, oh, everything yeah. is in Japanese. And they, they did have a map uh, with English, and mm-hmm. that was really helpful. Mm-hmm. And the staff speaks, you know, enough English to basically yeah. tell you, like, so they'll give the whole explanation in Japanese, and then at the end they'll give an English. Like, okay, no pictures, no video. Yeah, that's basically, it, I mean, it was that. things that they don't want you to there take were There were people from France. There were yeah. people from Spain. Yeah, um, I, I don't think it would uh, it would be too hard for them to try to speak all of the languages of the <clears throat> uh, of the people who are coming to visit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so definitely having some Japanese skill comes in handy. I mean, you can kind of muddle through it without that. But yeah. It definitely helps, and you get more out of it too. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because when we were up in the tower going through everything, the they would explain things. They would have pre-recorded stuff that would explain what was going on in English and in Japanese. But then when we were getting to and from something, it would say something very, you know, substantial in Japanese about where we were going and what we were doing. And then the host or hostess would be like, please exit the door. <laughs> and and I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, okay, well, yeah, so. I'm not translating this for Kristen today, but... That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because it was like, here is, like, we're now this many feet above sea level and we're going to be doing blah, blah, blah. And, and it's just like, get out of the elevator now, bye. <laughs> yeah. You know? Or like, when you're, wanting, when you're wanting to return, please go around the corridor and take the stairs down to the second elevator that will take you down. 
please go exit to side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So besides, uh, like, some of the game stuff, because the Zoro experience was a game. It was uh, cutting cannonballs and then fighting the pacifista. And before that, they had an exhibition of uh, Zoro's swords, like actual mm. actual metal swords. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they were gorgeous. Oh, they were really nice. And they had Tashigis mm-hmm. and, and laws. laws. Yeah. And then they had, this was my favorite, they had uh, Mihawk's giant sword uh-huh. and Mihawk's tiny pendant sword. <laughs> Both yeah, nice. it's like every single life size. <laughs> it was so great. I've, you know, I had to take some pictures for my friends oh, who have yeah. cosplayed, you know, Mihawk you... and made that sword. Yeah. Could you stand next to the uh, yeah. sword? Yeah. Okay. Were, the exactly, I think you, we you put can see it while waiting in line. Yeah, like, yeah, I think I took one of you with, I think with it. A total, like, uh, the blade is probably about six feet tall, and then the handle was another two feet. Yeah, it was not small. Oh, so it, like, it, was, it, it was the size of the wall. Yeah, yeah, it was huge. And it had, I think, I don't think it had a panel over it because the other swords had uh, plastic, plastic yeah, panels. Like, glass. They were behind. Yeah, um, but it had. It, you could reach into it. It was really yeah. funny. It was just on the front, and people would like reach in and touch it, and we're just like, mm, kishi. But uh, yeah, it was it was behind like velvet ropes because uh, I don't think they had a piece of a panel of glass that was large enough. <laughs> <laughs> It's a really big sword. Well, there you go, Mihawk cosplayer. <laughs> yeah. Six foot blade, two foot handle. And yeah. Then so how wide? Yeah. yeah, well, uh, and the, like, you know, the crossguards the like, of... cross were probably at least six feet. Jeez. Yeah, it was pretty big. The yeah. pendant was, was quite reasonable, though. Yeah, no, that was cute. Yeah, you could totally wear that around your neck. <laughs> It was really cute. Yeah, I really I liked like all Aww. the Zoro swords, like because they had all what like five they of had them? yeah they had the the one that broke yeah uh, and they had oh I wait think it's four swords picture. right it was four, four. Yeah. yeah yeah so they have the one that broke and then they have the three that he uses yeah because he had um, he had two that he had that broke to Mihawk that didn't have any names there yeah no they they didn't have those like and, nobody cares about those yeah and I'm sure he had stuff. You know, prior oh, to his shit. look at that. Yeah. Sorry, I just pulled the a picture of the sword up on uh, on my phone. <laughs> it is a really big sword. Who is it? Who is that? That's the other. Oh, sword. they had um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the new admiral. Oh, this is gonna kill me. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, they had, had his sword. sword. His, yeah. Like gravity blade or whatever. Yeah. They had his and they had Tashigis. Of course, they didn't take any pictures of those because I was too busy taking a picture of Mihawks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pendant, which I was just like, yep. They had Aokiji's bike. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Kind in, of, in ice. In ice. Like, in, well, sort of fake ice. But, you know, yeah. it's just kind of hanging out there. Uh, yeah. So, like, so going going back, um, all of the, I mean, the attention to detail in the little area where you come in, like, you walk up and it tells you the story of the of the snail and everything. There's, like, a really cute Thousand Sunny uh, diorama kind of thing where it sits and, like, sways on a beach and there it's all yeah, lit and, like, up the, and everything. Yeah, the sky is moving, like, sort of, like, the inside parts of the Caribbean where mm-hmm. the sky is painted but also sort of animates. Yeah. And, like, you hear the sound of waves and seagulls, and it's just, like, you know you know that you're indoors in the middle of a building, but yeah. when you see this, you feel like you're outside on a beach. Yeah. Oh. And then and the attention to detail on, like, the set around the, 
the straw hats was uh-huh. really nice too. Cause it was like, you basically walked into a picture like behind it. They had all the, all the different like boozes and yeah. drinks and stuff. And yeah, like, like plates full yeah, of delicious looking food. food, which was all like plastic. Yeah. It was definitely plastic, <laughs> but like all of the bottles and everything, like, you know, oh, yeah, it's yeah, all I got looked at the, the special names for all the different like stuff. Like rum is R H U M. And, and it's like, uh, 3000 world, uh, like, like beer, beer and sake yeah. and, and uh and it's like yeah, all really, that all like, of on the, the decor and, is really yeah really super well immersive done. yeah and so the other games that they had um oh so at the end uh, while you're fighting the pacifista they definitely take a picture of you in the zorro game so the actual game is like you're standing in front of a screen and you have this yeah. little sword it's like uh i think there was an arcade game like this where you have to swing a sword and like cut down ninjas. yeah like a basara game or yeah. something like that, or a ninja gaiden game yeah or so the, this is kind of like that so you okay. have this uh sword with a foam blade because i yeah. was imagining something like fruit ninja connect where you use your like hand no it's, as a, it's a little bit like that no kind, it, kind of yeah it's not ninja with a fake sword okay yeah you actually have one of Zoro's sword you're holding, sort of. No, you, oh, it's definitely not Zoro's sword. It's just yeah, like no, a sword. Just yeah. sword. Okay. It, it's so it's so shitty. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like we really don't want plebs to hurt themselves, so yeah. we basically gave you a foam sword with a handle and yeah, like spray paint. Little foam sword, and then you it's, you totally do fruit ninja on the cannonballs. Yeah. Okay. And then and so I did pretty good on the cannonballs. Oh, I like did I got ninety percent of the cannonballs. Oh, I got like forty percent. And then I got zero on my pacifista. Oh, see, I, I was able to cut down the pacifista. I did not cut down at all. Pacifista. Yeah, so, well, it tells you beforehand, like, okay, you have to pose like this so you can do like what the three hundred pound cannon. Yeah, yeah. And basically, like Zoro is like, I'm disappointed, but you know, I took care of it, so you're off the hook this time. And oh, I was, yeah, I cut down the yeah. pacifista, and it was marvelous. Yeah, yeah, he got he chastised me. I'm like, whatever, I don't like you anyway. <laughs> like that's why I'm going to Sanji's cafe and not your fucking hobo land. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was so butt mad. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was in the tableau, like downstairs. They have Zoro and Sanji like making faces at each other. I was like, why would you waste? Sanji on that fool. Oh, come on. I was That's so like one of that. the best parts. Oh, it was awful. Yeah. But it's so, okay because at Baratier, there's a beautiful Sanji. And in front of the downstairs. So, anyway, cafe, after too. you cut down the pacifista or not, yeah. Uh, yeah. after you exit the area, <laughs> like you can buy pictures you of yourself. Buy it. Just, just like off. Disneyland. Oh, it's God, so it's Disneyland. so bad. And of course, Mine you know, just kind like of Disneyland, awesome. we, we took camera photos of our photos. Was it like super blurry or something? Thing because no, you know, like low no, low quality. Just, no, well, uh, you're just making like a really yeah, tragic. It's, it's like face. a dumb pose, and I have this like face of concentration. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to think, was let me find it reminds, mine. It reminds me of um, most people who don't go to Disney's California Adventure notes, but it reminds me. It, it, I'm getting the uh, no, I'm sorry, it's Disney. Yeah. I'm getting the Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters. Yes, image yeah. that's exactly. You yeah. don't you don't know that you're taking this picture, and. <laughs> And so, like, mine is like, all right, I'm going to do yeah. it. I'm going to do the yeah, thing. Yeah, you look very focused in your picture. I was very focused. Uh, the other thing that they have that was really cool is in the bathrooms, they theme them. So the women's bathroom, is each stall, because there's three stalls, is for each of um, of the Hancock sisters. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So one is the small one, one is the long one, and one is the different. It's, yeah, it's actually the... Uh, 
I think there's only two bathrooms, but one is for like the tall, thin one, and one is for like the fat one. And uh, and then it has Hancock's uh, snake, like a, a figure of of her snake, and you can yeah. sit next to it. And when you sit next to it, she chastises you. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's like, "What do you think you're doing? Where do you think you're sitting?" And uh, it's really beautiful inside the bathroom. And then the uh, the men's bathroom is... Yeah, we, we got the one guy who was with us to go into the men's bathroom to see if there was anything cool. Yeah. And there was one thing as you came in and you could actually see it from the outside. And it was like a special Kamabaka mirror. And, <laughs> and the whole thing was done up like Kamabaka Island. And nice. he didn't understand what it was saying, but it does talk to you too. <laughs> okay. um, but yeah. And, oh, man. So they have a Brooks scary haunted house oh, yeah. where you have to go through and find the the real zombie and put a special white ball, like a special Tama. Yeah, that, no, it's a, a salt bomb. Oh, yeah, the salt bomb. Yeah, so uh, you have to find the zombie and put salt in its mouth before it, like, gets you. Yeah. Uh, and so you're walking through it, and then, you know, it's like the classic... You know, yeah. scary house kind of thing. So, so is it like House of the Dead type thing? Mm-hmm. Where no, like, oh. not well, it's, it's really. not really that interactive. It's mostly like you walk through and then like a zombie will appear and okay. come at you slightly, yeah. but not not enough to scare me. And but I get scared really easily. It also had a really awesome Sindri uh, figure and she like pops up and she lights up from underneath and she's like, you know, she yells at you and then she throws plates at you. Like it, clo- it closes, uh, the lights turn down and then it blows uh, air at you like on the Indiana Jones ride. Okay. And and it sounds like she's throwing plates at you yeah, as she you counts the them out. Of, like breaking glass or breaking plates. Yeah. And then Perona is there and she sends her, her little uh, horrors after you and they make little noises. And they kind of pop up and... Uh, I feel like there were some other things. It's, yeah. I don't know, scary to me. <laughs> but not as scary as Luffy Land where you fucking walk into mirrors. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll, 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 we'll get, get to that. that. So. Okay. And then you get to the end, and it's really funny because Brooke, like, every so often he'll pop out and be like, oh, you're almost there. Thank you so much for doing this. And then you get to the end, and you put it in, and the thing, like, the zombie, like, is like, ah, and then Brooke's like, oh, good job. You know, now we're going to be fine. And then at the end, it's really thing. Like, it was actually some some dude from, uh, uh, what is it? Yeah, so, like, the, the zombie that you're supposed Thriller to put Bart. the salt bomb in his mouth, like, he, like, wakes up and starts coughing. And you think, oh, yeah, we did a great job. And then at the end, you find out, oh, no, he was just a regular dude. It's, yeah, and he's spoiled. like, I'm not a zombie. Yeah. It's yeah. spoil the old man with the wound. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. yeah he is super Batman. Yeah. <laughs> But um, that one was really fun, actually. Yeah, I, I liked the haunted house. And normally and I don't like haunted houses. No. I didn't do... Oh, Robin's thing. Uh, they give you a Denden Mushi, like a special ciphering Denden Mushi. And you go around the uh, the whole theme park finding ciphers on the wall. Yeah. And then you log it into your Dunden Mushi. Yeah, so basically we were seeing people carrying around these, like, giant Dunden Mushis, kind of like, uh, you know, lunchbox, large Yeah, like the, on the lunch pails. And are- then they're, like, putting them on the wall and sort of, like, listening yeah. to, to see if they've found, like, the secret symbol. And it was definitely the kind of thing where you probably have to know a lot of Japanese and have a few hours mm-hmm. to spend. Yeah. So we decided not to do it. Yeah. Uh, I was really at first. I was like, "Oh wow, how do I get that awesome Denden Mushi popcorn holder?" Because I want that. 
Oh, you thought and it was a popcorn holder? I thought holder? it was a popcorn holder. Well, because they, they actually sell, like, really big popcorn holders like that in uh, Disney. Oh, okay. Um, like, they have special ones for each area of the parks. Like, sometimes, some of them are, like, mini-shaped, mm-hmm. like, mini bows, and some of them are, like, a, like I turned down the one that was for the curry popcorn because it wasn't that cool looking. <laughs> it was, like, just a bucket. Oh. It was, like, 10 bucks for a bucket. I was, like, no. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. So when we, it was, like, 4 bucks for popcorn, I was, like, mm-mm. We didn't do the, the Pony Glyph and Mushi scavenger hunt, but yeah. I would say if you have a lot of time, like, honestly, this is the kind of theme park where you could really spend all day there. Like, we only yeah. went through each game once, but it would be fun to try it again, especially the, the Usopp one. Like, I really wanted to try to win a Soga King mask. Mm-hmm. And they definitely had a consistent queue. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the line was, you know, it wasn't terribly long, but it was not short. It was like 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Almost every time. Yeah. Oh, the one thing that we went through that didn't really have a line was the, the um, you can take a tour of the Sunny Go with Oh, Chopper. yeah, with Chopper. It's Chopper's birthday every day at oh, yeah. Tokyo Tower. And <laughs> everybody's making, like, they actually have a really nice um, interactive, like, uh, characters, so like they they program them to like say certain stuff, uh-huh. but uh, they do talk to the like they talk to the attendants and stuff, and they have like a little scripting. And as you go through the sunny, um, it actually is kind of it's very cutely interactive. Like you can open up the uh, the refrigerator, and Sanji yells at you. He's like, "Hey, don't do that!" You know, we have we, <laughs> yeah, we're doing like, a you, we're you having something through, special for Chopper. Yeah, and you go through like where the like the ladies' rooms, like where Nami and Robin live, mm-hmm. and there's a treasure chest. And if you try to open it, Nami yells at you. Mm-hmm. And they they have the shower. They yell at you in the shower. Oh yeah, and uh, and then um, at the end of it, uh, Chopper, and she's so cute. Oh my god, he's so so damn cute um at the end of it you realize that it's all been a surprise party for chopper and he he doesn't know and then luffy pops out of his cake yeah it's really it's really cute and he's like ah yeah oh it was really cute it was it was really sweet um sanji's thing is actually the cafe which is downstairs and we'll talk about that a little bit later um and then what else do they have? Frankie's is like a little cafe where you could get like... Yeah, so this, this is really uh, funny to us because they had like... You could get Coke and American snacks. And we're like, oh, is it special Coke? Like, we got to get oh, this. So, oh, here's the best part. I have not had a Coca-Cola in... A, a long time. 11, no. Yeah, 11 years, 12 years. And I thought this was special Frankie Cola. Because we had Frankie Cola. We had Frankie Cola for, uh, or no, we had Binks Brew, sorry. But I brought you guys back Frankie Cola in 2013. Yeah, yeah. So, which I still have not drunk. <laughs> um, so there, because it's also sugar free, and I was just like, F that noise. Um, so we thought that this was special Frankie Cola. It was not, it, it was, was just it regular was just Coke. Japanese Coke, which yep. admittedly tastes better than American Coke, but it was definitely Coke. And it came yeah. in a tiny bottle and a and lot of we, ice. We also, uh, so they, you could get, what was it, popcorn? It was, um, no, it was like a and then corn we got this, kernel thing. Oh, okay. It's like a puff kernel that you so could The other thing they, they had was like flavors. this thing called a Yankee uh, uh, or Yankee or something. And it looked like a giant breadstick, but it had meat inside. It was very weird. It, yeah, it was really strange. I mean, it didn't taste bad. It no. was kind of like a breadstick meat bun combination. And we ate it. Oh, yeah. We shared it. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty good. It was okay, and uh, <laughs> and then the Frankie piece is actually is the is that really huge gashapon and the cafe, yeah, or like in the little snack parlor, um, 
Yeah, and... for, I mean, for, you know, quote-unquote American snacks, I was like, well, yeah. I've never seen this breadstick thing before. Yeah, <laughs> basically. I was like, oh, okay, sure. Um, but, like, they have uh, they have some of the, the laboratory from, um, what is his name, the guy that Vega, made Vega the... Punk. Yeah, they have a Vegapunk oh. lab-looking uh, area. And then they have um, a viewfinder and or like a, a telescope, and if you look through it, you see um, uh, Karue and oh, and Vivi, and Vivi waving oh. at you. I have a picture of it. It's so I was like, oh. <laughs> and then they have a, the elevators. If you look at them, they break up and they make Laboon watching you. Yeah, and uh, and then you go up to the top floor, and the top floor has. Um, so, it's, yeah, so they had a theater where apparently they do some kind of live show, and yeah. we weren't able to watch it, and to my eternal regret, and thus, uh, you know, mm-hmm. we will have to go back to One Piece theme park. Because we have to see yeah, that show. Yeah, because I, I really want to see this live it show. It looked really good, and it sounded cute. We were listening to some of the music. Yeah. Um, but they the also... Thing, yeah. Oh, this was like... I did not know they had this, and I almost lost my mind when I saw it. So you walk in, and they have a, a Kuma which, hand. Which floor is this? This, this is on the, is top, the top floor. floor. Okay. They have a. They basically have a giant kuma, and then you can actually sit. Yeah, sit on his hand. On his hand, and it's a chair. Take a picture and take pictures. And you can also sit yeah. on a couch with Law and take a picture. Yes, and he's he's very dapper. But what they have that makes me so happy is they have an impel down facade. Oh yeah, because yeah. that has my my bros, my bro commas. <laughs> it has a. Uh, it has Mr. Uh, Mr. Three. Mr. Three, yeah, but whatever, f that guy. It has Wonton, <laughs> which is like the greatest part for me personally because mm-hmm. he's my buddy. And then it has um, these three different heads where you can put your face into like hair yeah. and like a some other um, identifying so it's quality like a, a wig and glasses, but it's sort of mounted to the bars of the cell. So it's like yeah. you, you walk into this sort of cell. So it looks like you're behind bars. Yeah. And then they have this stuff sort of mounted there. So basically you put your face up to it and then all of a sudden you're buggy, like you yeah. have buggy's hair and then and buggy's it has nose, his nose. Is in front of you. Oh. And then they had, they had Inazuma's head and a, with a wine glass. Yeah, and oh, I put my head into Inazuma's head with the wine glass, and I did Mr. Three too because he was there. And whatever, yeah, Inazuma. Like, but Inazuma was... was there, and I was just like, Whoa! yeah. yeah and she then freaked out. at the far end of it, they had a one-one scale Iva, yeah. and I almost peed myself. He, he's just on the wall. He's like, a, he's a portrait on the wall. But like, I he was so glorious. I was just like, ah, oh, my baby, <laughs> and I hugged it. I hugged the wall. Yeah, we, we took so many pictures there. Like all of us had. Um, Oh, all of the gosh. characters. It was so good, but I was so glorious. He was so large, and his head was so big. It was almost rideable size. I was so happy. <laughs> oh, he made, like, literally, my dad, I, I saw them, and I was just like, yeah. And ran over, like, like, just like that. It was really, people were just like, why is she so fucking excited about, why is that girl so happy about, like, the homos? Because <laughs> I love them so much. Also, I have so many wonderful memories of that, of that wonderful ALA. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, it was so good. Yeah, so the, the major thing on the top floor that we did do is that there's this, like, Sort of history of One Piece, life of Luffy, yeah, walkthrough thing. Oh, uh, sobbing. It's, yeah, it's, it's just it's just crying. It's kind of an interactive walkthrough thing, but there's Jesus all of these Christ. interesting bits where it's like, um, yeah, this is the one where there's no pictures, no video. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, you could know you could take pictures as you walk through it because you oh, walk yeah, through Luffy's right. timeline. So yeah, you walk in and it's just like oh, slams you in the feels. There's a there's a full figure of Luffy, oh, Luffy as a child yeah. with, with Shanks, Shanks right after he's had his arm bit off. Yeah. And you're yeah. just like, you're like welcome. Get ready. And so I'm already crying. <laughs> like we walk in and I'm just like <laughs> I just like hold it together. <laughs> and then it goes into a room. Uh it, it goes into like Nami's room in uh Oh yeah, the map room. The map like, the room. room. Where Arlong yeah, kept her where to Arlong draw maps there. of everything. And, and then you see like papers Luffy, blowing around the room. Yeah, Luffy basically breaks the wall off and the papers fly everywhere, but they're projections. It's really cool. And then it has uh Oh gosh, what else does it have? It has VV. Oh yeah. Um, like yeah, basically it's like dioramas from all of the major arcs. Yeah, all of the major moments of One Piece. Yeah. And then there's these really cool sections like uh, with Crocodile. There's basically sort of a maze room where it's it's like a hall of mirrors and it's really it's well done. Actually, like like. We I was, had like, to feeling the our, walls. have our hands out yeah, to get through. Yeah, because the, the mirrors are so clear and the lighting is kind of dim, and you really can't tell, like, even if you're watching the person in front of you, you can't yeah. tell if you're seeing them or the reflection. Yeah. And then you you get to, like, a VV area. You, you see, like, a VV area, and you see, like, Robin from uh, Water 7, and then mm-hmm. they have, like, the Mary going down. Uh. Uh, and then you walk, and then like you watch the. It's like the Mary goes down, and then you walk out, and there's a giant one-one scale ace. Oh yeah, and it's like got spin, like fire spinning around in the room. So it's like him with his flames, and he's like, "Yeah, let's do this, Luffy." And you're yeah, just like, like flames no. moving on the walls, and you're like, "Oh, I know where this is going, and it's nowhere good." And then you walk through. Do you remember on the People Mover when they'd have you go through the Tron section where like the room was spinning? Oh yeah, you have to walk through like a fire tube. Yeah. At one point, and I was like, nope, 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 nope. Because <laughs> that, that shit makes me really dizzy. Oh, oh, and then you walk out to, like, fucking him be, or to Ace's execution and the yeah. death of Whitebeard. And uh, I think at one point you see, like, the family port. No, that's outside. Outside they have the family portraits for the whole family. So it's actually yeah, Roger and Roger's wife. and Yeah, every D. Oh, it's all the Ds. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay, yeah, I didn't even put uh, that together. The giant, um, and yeah, yeah, and Law yeah. is there. Yeah. yeah, everybody's there. Yeah. It was really, it was really cool. But like, and then when it's all said and done, you end up like where they are currently in in the comic. Yeah, so I thought they're like, and then here's your, here's your package no. of tissue. Because you have to wipe out all the tears. They didn't give you any tissue. They like or or any warning. No warning. It's just I had no idea it was going to be that intense. Yeah. By the way, Luffy is the facilitator of all your feels. Yeah. Because he's fucking Luffy. So you could take pictures throughout all of this, and then there's a room at the end where you can't take uh, pictures or video because it's it is like uh, you're watching a sort of interactive. It's kind of a 3D video ish thing. Yeah, no it's a cell, cell shaded animation. Yeah, like they have for the openings of JoJo right now. Yeah, and then they have effects like you know when there's an explosion, like you feel the blowback yeah. of like the wind rushing at you. Yeah, or like and things uh, swirling or heat. Yeah, there's and... a yeah yeah or like fog comes out. Yeah, it and prob- it's. I was hmm? saying, it probably wouldn't translate to photos or videos that well. No, anyway. yeah, no. It really and wouldn't. the animation was done uh, especially for this event, which is probably why they also don't have it like that. Like they don't allow for videoing. Yeah. Um. But so in that part, you 
you watch like this specially tailored video that um, it pretty much goes right up to current stuff because like it yeah. uh, had Fishman Island and it had Doflamingo and it and... gave like a, a description of like the, uh, the the couple of big fights that happened after basically after the uh, they left or they all got back together again okay. so you have Fishman Island you have Vegapunk and then it takes Punk you hazard, up yeah Punk Hazard sorry yeah Punk Hazard and then it takes you up to Dofla okay and him being like eh fuck this place. I'm going to turn shit into giants and crush it. <laughs> and then, uh, like, Law's just kind of like, see, we can't beat him. He's unbeatable. And Luffy's like, nah, man, we got this. <laughs> and then they show up, and Dofla's just like, my coat is fabulous. <laughs> also, I'm crazy. <laughs> and it was it was really, I mean, I haven't read it in a long time. I'm a bad One Piece fan. Yeah, I've you been don't even know about the behind. guy who turns into buildings. That's so creepy. He was super creepy, and I was like, where where did all the people go? Well, apparently they got eaten by that guy. <laughs> like, I'm assuming that that's what happened. I'm assuming Oda was just like, oh, no, let's make Doflo really scary, because he works with the, the what's it called? The, 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 the New children? World people. Oh, what? oh, the Tenryubito? Tenryubito. Yeah. yeah, like the the dragon people. They scare the shit out of me. They are so, like, they're like white people. <laughs> like, from, oh, they're like waspy white people from, like, from, like, the up parts, upper parts of Maryland or, like, you know, Vermont and shit. They're, like, really out of touch. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, you just don't get it. And it also talks about, like, Luffy punching one. And, mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh, <laughs> shit going down. Yeah, so that, yeah. Yeah. Well, you need to catch up, Diana. I, I know, I know. I just, it's one of those things where, um, honestly... I have to just sit down with some of the manga that I've got because yes. uh, Alexi's super nice and sends me all of them. And you don't read it? <laughs> I haven't had a time. I didn't have a time to. You know, costumes won't make themselves. <laughs> yeah. And so... honestly, I've been really disappointed at everything that Nami and uh, and Robin have been wearing of late. Oh, yeah. Because holy shit, they look like whores. <laughs> they just look bad. I'm just like Oda, come on, like. <laughs> And you have all this hair. They all have hair now to work with. I'm just like, really? But really? Can't well, you just get a fashion magazine? Araki puts his women in awesome clothes. But he's also a crazy person. So. Yeah. I, uh, right. Yeah. Okay. So, so anyway, that, that was the one thing part. ends Tokyo Tower. Uh, yeah. Do you guys yeah. know how long it's going to be there? Uh, I think it it's might be permanent. Yeah. Yeah. I don't All think right. they're gonna be taking it yeah, out anytime soon. It just in the opened future. last month. Uh, so I can't imagine they're going to close it anytime mm-hmm. soon because you can really see that they put a lot of work into it. And On a lot of, of this stuff is made to last. Actually, um, that actually takes us back to the bottom floor. So they have two things there they have a Mugiwara Cafe, which is like the Straw Hat Cafe. Uh-huh. And that has some of like. Um, some specially tailored uh, food sets and desserts and drinks, uh, some of which have alcohol. <laughs> and it's also like a coffee shop. Nice. Um, and, uh, but they, we didn't do that. We, well, we went I, to I there. Sanji's Oresama no Restaurant, which, which was buffet style. <laughs> so the decor in the Oresama restaurant is amazing because it's all Sanji all the time. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was, it was the like... The tables are themed like we sat in oh, like, yeah. the Impel Down jail cell. No, we sat down in the Mr. Prince jail it, oh. from uh, from oh. Alabaster. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what it was. Oh, the bar style like, was the same. Yeah, and it's like him... Uh, with the glasses. Yeah. So, like, all the artwork for that was Mr. Prince, which is oh, my okay. favorite Sanji, personally. 
Um, yeah, so they had different, like, uh, tables with different Mugiwara flags on them, and they also had these sections on the sides that were themed yeah, for things. For, like, for one was, like, the, the train from Water 7. Yeah. And, yeah, one was probably on a boat. Oh, well, one, one, one was Baratier. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It was, like, mini Baratier. Well, we went to the actual Baratier we, restaurant as which well, was so which was good. different. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the... The decor at Sanji's restaurant was amazing. Oh the yeah, food, like this. The whole situation was kind of strange because it's a buffet, but they make everybody line up, and then they will let you in, sort of all together. So like a group will go in, pay for their table, and then be seated. Mm-hmm. And then they do this with all of the groups, and then everyone just kind of goes up and gets food. But so, the food has already been yeah, the food's already plated, been set out and so set out for you. It's it's a little like well, this stuff isn't quite as warm anymore. As oh it used to no, be. and it was yeah. So the food was really eh, it was not that impressive. it was not that great. It was okay. I mean, but, it was a buffet, so you could have as much as you like. Yeah. And, and it did have like, some really was, cool stuff. Yeah, so there was like, Mekon ice cream. There were yeah. little, like, buns shaped like straw hats that yeah. were super cute. They had, uh, like, a cherry blossom, or, like, a heart. No, they had, like, Sanji hearts, like, the heart eyes. Uh, there was, like, a strawberry cake. Yeah. And they had... Um, yeah, they, they had uh, different soups. Like, the soups were actually still hot. So there was... Oh, yeah, they had potage. Yeah, so there was a... A like, chowder. yeah. It was all marine themed. Like there was marine corn soup and like uh, I think Spandam's minestrone or something like that. And then Fujitora had this like oh, it was a potato soup, but it was purple. Like <laughs> it, it looked like yogurt. It was like taro purple. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, but it didn't taste I, like I brought taro. a cup of it back to the table and I asked everybody what they thought it was, and it, <laughs> I, it looks like blueberry yogurt, but it is actually soup. <laughs> no. Yeah, it was not, I, well, it didn't taste bad. It just yeah, looked really weird. It, it was really scary looking. <laughs> yeah, unexpected. The drinks were all like open service drinks. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of nice to do all you can eat because it's sort of a rare thing in Japan. But yeah, as far as the food itself went, it was just kind of okay. Yeah, uh, and and then they have a huge gift shop, and like we were saying, yeah, it's so one of those the, things where it's so overwhelming. Yeah, it was one of the Mugiwara stores. Yeah, uh, we also went to the Mugiwara store in Shibuya. And this one had a lot of similar things, um, but it had some stuff that was, like, Tokyo Tower exclusive stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will say, like, if, if you want to, you know, get back into, like, the history of One Piece merchandise, like, these Mugiwara stores have all of the Jump Store One Piece pins that have ever been brought out. Like, I found yeah. the pins that I bought on my first trip to Japan eight years ago. They were still selling them. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah, there was this they definitely t-shirt that I'm kicking water. myself for, yeah, for not buying. Yeah, they, they had these water bottles in the shape of Chopper. Because mm-hmm. uh, everything in Japan, for the most part, yeah, is amazing. Choppers, if it's the shape yeah. of Chopper, people want it. Like, Are they reusable water bottles? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're like plastic. plastic they're plastic, bottle. but you can reuse them if you wanted to. Yeah. Oh, also, like while we were at the observation deck of Tokyo Tower, you can buy Tokyo Tower shaped water. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that makes that makes. You can also buy chopper actually. on the Tokyo Tower. Yes. Yeah, they, they have a lot of like. Here's the Mugiwara is climbing Tokyo Tower on a keychain, sort of like you know King Kong ish. Yeah. Um, but hey, you got a barrel mug. I, I did, although yeah. I, I got that at the Mugiwara store in Shibuya. I couldn't oh. find the barrel mugs at the Tokyo Tower one. No, they were all in the Mugiwara cafe, and they were sold out. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, maybe this is a good time to transition to the other Mugiwara store that I went to 
And yeah. uh, Diana was busy at that point, um, so it was a very rainy night in Shibuya. Oh lord! And yeah, that was annoying. Uh, like we we trekked from the 109 building to this other department store, and on the the uh, sixth floor, it was like anime land. Like they had all of these different shops. Like one was all like Haikyuu and Kuroko no Basuke and and stuff. Uh, like shows that are really popular right now. But they had a, a Mugiwara store. I think this was probably. The first one that opened in Japan, okay. and it was it was actually a really big space, and it also had some cool stuff. Like uh, I actually went to this one before Tokyo Tower, so I was like, "This stuff is super impressive." And then when I saw it again at Tokyo Tower, I was like, "Okay, I saw that before." <laughs> yeah, but I I did drop a whole bunch of money on gifts and souvenirs and things. Like I bought um, Chopper's poison mushroom soup mix, so you can <laughs> have your own soup. <laughs> They also had Sanji curry in a box, so you could make curry. Um, they had uh, manga panels, like um, similar to the the um, manga spreads that Viz was selling as exclusives at um, Comic Con and Anime Expo. They had a bunch of different um, spreads, and it's it's like the original size panels, like Oda draws, with, complete with like editors' notes, notes. and stuff on the yeah. sides. Nice. And you can see where they've um, pasted in the dialogue. Um, and they're they're reproductions, but they look really awesome. Yeah. So I got a couple of nice. those. Uh, I I did get the barrel mugs, which are really cool. So they had these ceramic barrel mugs, uh, and they were you know they're pretty cute. They're not like giant size, but. I liked them. And then after I dropped a whole bunch of money and was like, okay, we need to go now, I saw that they had wooden barrel mugs for uh, 45 bucks a pop for small ones and then 65 bucks for these ones that probably look like they hold a liter. So they're, oh man, so they're like, yeah. like well, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're kind stuff. of like steins. I mean, they're, oh. they're not as tall. They're sort of shorter and fatter than a stein would be, but they're actual wood and they look amazing. Yeah. I might have to spurge on that if I get to go. Yeah, so, yeah, when I They're when I go that. back to Japan, I have a whole shopping list already planned, and that is definitely on it. Cool. I need one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mugs complete my One Piece experience. I need one. Yeah. So um, I, I'll say, like, if you don't have time to do Tokyo Tower, um, going to the Mugiwara shop in Shibuya is a really great idea because you get... I don't know. You're surrounded by One Piece yeah, merchandise it's everywhere, and some of it is exclusive, right? Like yeah, but it's only yeah, only Mugiwara store. Um, yeah, so that was good. Uh, let's see what other One Piece things did we do? We went we to went to Baratie. Yeah, so we went yeah. to Odaiba, which is sort of like Pleasure Island in the middle of Tokyo Bay, and um, Fuji TV, who airs One Piece, has their headquarters building there, and they have. Um, the One Piece restaurant, Baratier, which is, you know, like Baratier, you know, Chief uh, Zeph's it, restaurant. Zeph's restaurant, yeah. Yes. And uh, it's it's really... I did not expect it to be as amazing as it was. Yeah, it was honest. really well done. Like, it's actually a nice and restaurant. And it was actually really, really yeah. quite good. Yeah, like, I... Uh, I didn't know what to pick. Like, we sort of got there between, like, late lunch, early dinner. So we um, we had dinner. And yeah. the restaurant itself, like, it feels really spacious. The ceilings are really high. And the walls make it feel like you're inside of a ship yeah. a bit. And they have this giant wall that's covered in wine bottles. 
Uh, and then they have, uh, like, among the wine bottles, like, there's a barrel with Usopp hiding in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And then it has a giant Luffy arm. Yeah, yeah, so there's... steal food. Yeah, so there, you see, like, a statue of Sanji standing near the bar with yeah. a, a platter of food. Yeah. And then really you nice see, Sanji. like, Luffy's arm reaching over the bar at the food. <laughs> question, yeah. uh, quick question. Uh, time sure. skip or pre-time skip? Uh, I think it's all time skip. Okay. Yeah. And Zoro's up there, too. Like, just kind of Yeah, Zoro's, so like, standing on, like, one of the crow's nest type areas just hanging out. Nice. Uh, and while you're there, like, it's all playing music from the show. And then they give, like, a break to talk about, like, what's coming up on the next episode. Yeah, yeah, so they, they played, like, episode previews. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think we were there on a Saturday, so the, the next episode was going to air the next day. I thought, um, was it Saturday? Was yeah, it no, Saturday? I thought we went on Saturday and because the episode was going to air on Sunday. Oh, yeah. yeah, Sunday oh, yeah, we went yeah. to Akiba. That's right. Um, oh, God, we did, didn't we? <laughs> so the the food was really good. Um, yeah. I was trying to figure out, like, what can I pick that's going to be tasty and also look cool for pictures? So I, I picked the Flying Fish Rider's Curry, which came in a dish in the shape of a fish. And uh, it had, like, a plantain chip sticking out of it, like a fish fin. And it had a eye made out of a hard boiled egg and lips made out of a hot dog, and tiny little little uh, uh, shrimpies in it. Yeah, yeah, it was a seafood curry. Um, so Diana did not have any. No, I could not have it. Yeah, um, I ended up having. Uh, what did I end up having? I ended up having the zombie. Oh yeah, the, the Doctor Hogback like burgers. Uh, well, it wasn't a burger. It was like different meats yeah, that were sort it, of stitched together with cheese. It was really funny. It was actually really, really, really good. Uh, the the sauces that they had for it were amazing. Um, it was a chicken and a and a pork and a beef, and it was it was really, yeah. And you sort of really see these good. like stitch lines drawn yeah. on them to stitch them together uh, with I think they were like little cheese slices. Or yeah, something. they had little X's of cheese to like you know because it was it was zombie meat, so it was like yeah. stuck together. It was really, um, it was really tasty, and the sides for it were really tasty too. I have pictures, and then I got the uh, the bourbon. Um, ah, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of it course, Diana great. got bourbon, and it came with bone-shaped ice cubes. Yeah, in it. it was That's cool. It was super cool. Yeah, and I, I got Robin's drink, which was purple and came with a flower in it. Yeah. Oh man, it was so great. It was Brooke. My, my drink was Brooke, which is yeah. even better. Yeah, and, and oh, and they oh. have the little pirate flags in them. Too. Yes. And, and I have to I ask, have uh, was this, was Baratier where you had the dessert? Yes. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, yeah so we the got dessert the dessert of sobbing. Like, baboon chocolate mousse. Oh, that was and, so cute. Yeah, so I, I had the somebody ask me, so like, good. so was it so cute that you couldn't eat it? And then I was like, no, nah, no, I could totally eat it. It was <laughs> Yeah, we definitely ate them. And also, like, Laboon's eyes were, like, directly opposite each other on uh, the side. He was so cute. He looks, like, he looks like my dog. Oh. He looks like a little Boston Terrier. It was, it was cute, but it was also a little derpy. Yeah, he so. was super derpy, but yeah. really precious in his derpness. But also delicious. Oh, he was so good. <laughs> oh, man. I was really excited about that restaurant. And outside, they actually have... Uh, they have the, the oh yeah, head they have facade. the headpiece of uh, the Mary Go. Yeah, from when they used to have one that actually was uh, oh was yeah, viable it's, it's, on water. Yeah, it's from the boat that they actually oh on the yeah. bay. Got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. so it was the the mat or not the mast the uh, what's it called? I, the figurehead. The figurehead, yeah. Sure. 
Um, I think that, I think it has a different name. Yeah, I think I you're it, right. I thought it was Masthead, but figurehead. No, no, no. Mask, was, mask goes in the center. It's yeah. the, uh, where you hang your albatross. Yeah. <laughs> Luffy's special seat. We're just repeating that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. exactly that what That was basically is. what it was. Yeah. So we took pictures with that and, you know, tried not to cry. Yeah, basically. Because it also, like, next to it, it definitely had, like, a, a outline, kind of, of Luffy. Like a... Uh, yeah, it's, like, done in, in sort of lights. Yeah, uh, done in lights. But it definitely looks like... Uh, What's it called? Like the the spirit of the the club outerman. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what it looked like. And when I first saw it, I thought it was that, and I was just like, "Are you kidding?" <laughs> there, there's the giant like figurehead of the going Mary, and you're just like, "Wait, what? 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 What?" And then just like tears, and then I was like, "No, it's actually just Luffy," because right next to it is a chopper. Yeah, and I was just like, "Okay." Yeah, uh, it was delicious though. Like I, I would recommend Baratier over Sanji's Cafe. Yeah. All right. Well, but the Mugiwara Cafe downstairs looked really good too. <laughs> all right, we're we're gonna have to end our thing there because I know we could go on for hours and hours yeah. about oh, all of the one things piece. there. Yep. But yep. hopefully, you made a lot of fans who haven't experienced it yet jealous and want to go because <laughs> shit, well, I, I, I sure want to go. Like yeah. actually, like if if anyone out there is thinking about going to Japan, it's a great time to go right now. Like flights are pretty cheap. The exchange rate is amazing. Oh like, yeah, just just do it. Yeah, just jump on it if you can. Also, we stayed, uh, just for a quick recommendation, we stayed at an Airbnb, which is uh, kind of like a... So it's basically renting an apartment. Yeah, and that was amazing. I would highly recommend it. Um, Yes, much cheaper than getting a hotel for a week. And and usually they're they're well-furnished and... um, you know, yeah, you can definitely you know, send us because, messages. Of course, this is Japan. Yeah. Oh, God. So everything is super clean. And, nice. I mean, if you want, well, uh, you can put our information in there and uh, ask us questions about that if you are so inclined. I, I promise really we, we are not getting kickbacks. Yeah. No. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. That would be super cool because we totally did just go and spend, like, hundreds of dollars yeah, on one piece. Yeah, I spent <laughs> all of the money I brought. Like, I brought several hundred dollars cash and exchanged it all, and then I spent it all. Like, I think yeah. I have about three or four dollars left in yen. Wow. Yeah. I don't want to think about how much I spent. Yes, because, because uh, though, though, you know, we do definitely mainly talk about One Piece, there there are plenty of other things. Oh, to money on yeah. oh yeah. There, there's too many other things. Boy, howdy. <laughs> and right. guess, guess, guess what I did. Just so you know. Yeah, just spend money. Yeah, money, money, basically. money. <laughs> yeah. right. We didn't even talk about all the other places we went just to buy stuff, you know, One Piece and other anime related. Mm. Nice. But yeah. All right. Well, so, so you know, um, we don't get to stay on to the end, unfortunately. Diana, what do you have coming up down the pipeline? Oh, Cosplay, boy. Conventions. What do you got? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So I have a pretty busy year this year. Uh, I've been doing a bunch of stuff with AC Paradise, which has been really fun, and Anaplex USA, which if you're not watching their stuff, you should be. There's some great stuff coming out besides One Piece, which is coming out from Funimation. Um, I will be at Fanime this year, and I will also be at Anime Expo, which is going to be probably my last big con for the year because I get to go on the ultimate pirate adventure and get married. Uh, in October, so that's and I, and hey, you guys are gonna be there. Yeah. <laughs> not, not you, Zach. <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry, Zach. Sorry, but you're a lawyer, so it's very important that you stay in New York and fight crime. I mean, lawyer. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's what I'll be doing, and you can find me at Facebook.com/slash Vegeta Balls Cosplay. Uh, B e j i t a z b or 
Yeah. Yeah. I like my name. <laughs> or you can find me on Twitter uh, at Binksy, B-I-N-K-X-Y. Awesome. And Kate, what do you got lined up? Oh, let's see. Well, I'm also going to Fanime and AX and also Comic-Con, which is the week after AX. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do my best to survive intense con weeks. Uh, and then Ugh. after Comic-Con, uh, I, I think we're doing Dragon Con again, which I'm really looking forward to. Like, a, it's fun. It's, it'll be hot and humid, but it's always enjoyable. And I will most likely be shuttling you both to the airport. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. What, Sam and I will be there to snipe in and get next year's hotels and tickets because uh, we definitely yes. want to go next year. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we yeah, uh, we so. have to we have to get married. Kate, <laughs> Kate, do you want to pimp your Twitter too? Uh, I don't really post that much stuff on my Twitter though. But it's really funny to see when everybody else interacts with her because honestly, we're really awful. <laughs> <laughs> so seeing some of the ads for Taiko Chan, which is. Okay, Kate. yeah. yeah. So my, my Twitter is Tycho Chan, like T-A-I-K-O-C-H-A-N. Uh, and for Facebook, uh, it's probably just best to find us at our um, cosplay page, which is SK Cosplay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, then. Well, thank you guys for both being on. Um, once again, I have been Dennis, also Itchnob. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Itchnob, and I'm joining Kate in all those same adventures. So why don't we uh, take it on to the next segment? So take it away, Zach. This is the anime recap for episode 691. The second samurai, Evening Shower Kondro, appears. As, or as Steve put it on Twitter, Ronald McCondro. <laughs> uh, 520 of recap. Sai was very opinionated on Conjuro's uh, colors, because I think the opening kind of throws you off. You're expecting him to be a lot more purple, but I think that's just the lighting. He is, yeah, very, yeah. He is very fluorescent. He is very <laughs> 1990s uh, on a, like rollerblading gear. So right. he so, hasn't been on a cover yet? I was, I was wondering no. about that. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. that's too bad. I he don't like that volume, color. He was on volume sixty-six, I think, but in like race of you know the that's scale cool. of the color, he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also don't like that color, but I do like the other things about him. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, yeah. Why don't you start us off here? But as I said, five minutes twenty of recap this week. That's par for the course with what they've been doing lately. Um, oh, I gotta, so, I gotta say, most of the first half is implied filler. Uh, I'm sure it is because there's it covers. I'm gonna say one two page spread. I think. Hey, can I ask thing. you guys? Um, are, are the gladiators are they helping? <laughs> I, I don't uh, know if we got that point across yet. Yeah, because we've been so, getting that fucking point across for about three episodes now. The officers are very determined to bring the straw hat down by throwing all the schmucks at him. Uh, and the Coliseum guys are really in there too. Um, like Idio, lots of focus on Idio this week, yeah. and how all the Coliseum guys are super organized. Uh, animation wasn't terrible in the first half, from what I remember. A lot of, uh, a lot of focus on Dellinger too. Yeah, <laughs> I liked that they kept cramming Haryuden in. Like you could kind of see his legs and stuff. Like they're like, <laughs> don't forget, he's here. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so the co- and the, the Coliseum guys are all super organized. Uh, so Cavendish starts to ride away with everyone on his on the horse's back, uh, like we saw last week. Uh, and Mr. Anime tries to intervene, but more Coliseum guys throw themselves at him. Uh, so we get 
um, Idio and Sai versus Mr. Anime and Lao G. Baby Five versus Orlumbus and Chinjao. You can't see me, but I'm doing the wrap-up signal. You know. Yeah, Baby Five <laughs> with a casual cigarette. Uh, Dellinger being absolutely fabulous fighting is Elizabello. Yeah, I'm, what did you think of uh, the Dellinger animation this week, Steve? K-I-N-G. <laughs> I like one point that someone's like, just like finish the job, Dellinger. It's like, I'll get to it. I could kill him anytime. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I just want to sit like a pretzel. I, I think we've said this a bunch of times. I'm still very happy with this voice actor choice. I think he, it's as close to what you are without being quite as ridiculous somehow. With, without being quite as Paul Lynn. So anything <laughs> other than my voice. Try and pick another character, another actor from Bye Bye Birdie for another one. Uh, that's uh, dude's game, not mine. <laughs> All right. Uh, so he hits a devastating blow to Elizabella's solar plexus and Hyrun jumps in to save Elizabella. Um, but here comes Mockvice. Um, so De- and then Dellinger tells Mockvice that he was just playing. He can beat Elizabella any time. Uh, secure the passage for the straw hat. Ah, they say that at one point. Uh, oh, and then Dellinger pierces Dogma, but I love that Dogma is so fat that his horns get stuck. <laughs> Mr. Eggman. Dr. Eggman. Uh, every has got schmuck- the master plan. He is the Eggman. Someone <laughs> so, will get it. Don't worry. Every schmuck bullet fired misses the horse, and Luffy does a jet gatling on the back of the horse, which kind of looked... That looked pretty cool. I thought that was cool. Uh, down in the junkyard, stuff is happening. Weird noises, mostly. They go on for a while. Um, Kinemon listens closely to the wall, but it's not a wall. And, uh, yeah, it's Kinemon. He begins to cry like a... He's crying manly tears, and we see Ronald McCondro. He can't even <laughs> get out the name without crying all over the place. He says, Ad- con, 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 and... It- Cut to commercial. This scene, Jesus. This you want to talk? Drag- yes. Yeah. This is dragged out for so long. We've already com- hit the ad break. Their conversation was like, okay, you know, I get it. You know, they're making small talk. Like, you could find some humor in that, but God, they're like, hi, hey. It's like a, it's like an old AOL instant messenger chat. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Okay. ASL. I'm bored. You know, <laughs> ASL. <laughs> Yeah, it's just that's the conversation was so slow. Wait, Ed, a Sabo Luffy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I uh, I like Conjure as a voice actor. I I think that he fits pretty yeah, well. He's, like they've been doing a really good job of making these guys like sound like proper like yeah. samurai guys. Yeah, I was kind of afraid, especially when he stepped out and he looks even more like a clown. That he was going to have this really goofy. Uh, everybody, uh, oh, oh. why not you? Like, <laughs> clown has feelings. Yeah, you know, funny, funny thing you about know. that song, it was sung by Jerry Lewis's son. <laughs> yep. Anyway, uh, so he's actually really happy to see Condro, uh, uh, like getting Condro and Kinemon their names mixed up. They're very uh, similar. Uh, so he's he's sorry to ha- make Condro uh, is sorry to make him search, but uh, weird things kept happening, and he had to hide in the wall for a while. But um, he's happy to see Kinemon too. He's happy he came back for him. And he trusted Kinemon, so he had faith that he would come back. I kind of like there's. I feel like there's more history between these characters than they really let on, and why they were off, yeah. why they had left yeah. Wano when Wano is a closed country in the first place. Like I'm sure Sakoku, the uh, you know uh, Japanese uh, close off to the the world, yeah, is yeah. what it's based off of in the the Shogunate period. But um, so there's more there, but there's, it's really not touched on here yet. Um, I we think see a, we see a, we see a flashback to um, when uh, uh, when he was captured, 
which was kind of interesting. Um, he, we find out that he has a magic food brush, and he takes a big bite of his goofy lettuce. Uh, that uh, I, I thought the animation on the stuff he drew was great. And I think we said at the time, Steve, you have one job, Toy. And I think when it comes to that, I think they did a very good job. It looks great. I love the way the colors don't fit in with the lines, and they have like a texture mm-hmm. on them. They look mm-hmm. so good. Um, it, it, I, it looks perfect. I, I, I love it. So, yeah. For sounds, now, we use the brush to perfect. draw a freaky sparrow. And his brush <laughs> looks like a sword, which I did not pick up on yeah, no. in the manga. I didn't notice that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, the, the way they represent the fact that his drawings are bad and the bird is having a hard time flying is probably my favorite part of this episode. Just, it's so cute. Yeah, I love when it falls down on the ground. And, it's it's yeah. very depressing. And I think we talked about when the manga <laughs> came out, it's, uh, he doesn't say chirp, he says like, ch- chirp, or ch- chirp. <laughs> you know, what was the sound effect again for him flying? It was like, it was like flappa flappa. Flappa flappa or something. No, it was like flap flap, because the, the, uh, the wings aren't the same size. Yeah. yeah. Flap a flap. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So the he draws also draws the prisoners some terrible ladders to get out. He tells them not to complain because he's helping them. Conjuro <laughs> uh, is a great character. I, I like him. Uh, it's yeah. the only thing that really redeems this episode for me is just him being himself. No, he's a great <laughs> character. Yeah, he's a good foil for Kinemon too. Who's uh, except when it comes to the women is a lot more serious. Yeah. Uh, so back to the platform or the. Uh, the, uh, uh, the the platform the plateau yeah the plateau uh, the schmucks just cannot hit Luffy at all um, oh another character gets wrecked by Dellinger this time it's Blue Gilly uh, mm-hmm. the long leg guy gets taken out Dellinger man he is just like he is really effective he's yeah better he's than I remember him being in, even in the well movie. I think that's yeah. because they made him more effective in the anime which is he, not a he's like he's just popular. he's like taking out so many guys and. Man, I backed the right boy. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Where is my figure arts figure? I'm sure it'll. I'm sure it'll happen someday. Uh, Cavendish, uh, he has a, a, a little flashback, and he's warning uh, Luffy to stay serious. But it's basically, that it's game to kill Doflamingo, but the game is all a fake. Doflamingo's going to kill them all regardless, so he has to be killed. And talking about how his biggest mistake was bringing all those guys together for the Coliseum and thinking that he would be able to kill them and get away with it. Yeah, all just to be like, ooh, this will bring Straw Hat Luffy into my clutches. Yeah, it, yeah. And then actually, and also oh, oh. his other big mes- mistake was actually putting the devil fruit up for. Okay, we've talked about this 80,000 oh, times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so um, no one, nobody can agree who will kill Doflamingo. And here we have a, the, the, one of the better gags from this. Uh, this arc, everyone talks about their motivations, and Luffy invents a, a his thirty-year grudge. Thirty-year <laughs> grudge. Yeah, I like that they run with the gag of Luffy just making the numbers bigger. Uh, you know, a four-sword style guy. Um, and finally, Cavendish cuts through the rock up the path to the third level, and the horse stops when they get there, and they're giant freaky nutcrackers. I, I really love this, these designs when they first showed up in the manga. Uh, so it's, ex- it's I'm excited to see what happens next. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's the episode for this week. Yes, yes it is. Happened. Conjuro was pretty awesome. And I great. love the things that he does. Dellinger is uh, a close second. But it's really, you know, I don't know. It's, it's like, the Sparrows st- stole the show this week. I think we could also. The, it's panning for gold in a shitty river. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think that's all there is to say, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, slow I, I mo- think slow moving. It's over. too slow. The only thing major that happened this episode, like even though all this, like a lot of this stuff is canon, but like the only major plot line was Conjuro was finally revealed. A lot of some of this is not canon. Uh, th- there was a lot of implied filler in this. We're just drawing out, which is something. It's like DBZ do. style filler. All right, let's go to the next segment. All right. This is the Piece Together segment where we take your questions, comments, and theories, and we take them quick because we don't have much time because we've been talking about endings for like 50 hours. Ed, what's our first... Well, Ed, I don't even think we have time to do like emails or anything. I think we only have time for one segment. I forget what it's called, though. Please the tweet! No, that's Last. not it. Yeah. yeah you, you oh, oh gotta, no, no, you're right. It is. Zach, it. Oh, you got to read my theory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll do emails and all the other fun stuff uh, next week, but uh, let's get into Twitter. Uh, ready to go? Yeah. Uh, first question is from Lord Adams, who asks Gear Fourth, or says Gear Fourth was disappointing. I expected a full body Red Hawk, but Pound Man or Bounce Man is still is incredible, though. Thank uh, you. Yeah, we should probably said spoilers in this segment, but there you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> go ahead. What's next? Um, Dan from Canada, uh, Daniel Venard, he's, he's commented a bunch or a tweet, piece of tweet before, but uh, he posted a side-by-side of the shiny Hyrudin and shiny Hercules from Disney's Hercules. My, <laughs> and I thought that was pretty boy, funny. My little Hyrudin. <laughs> yeah, this is, that was a pretty funny comparison. Mm-hmm. Um. Captain Bolton on Twitter uh, says, A theory. CP0 takes a defeated Doflamingo instead of him being sent to impel down for justice by the Marines. Uh, what are they going to do with him, though? I don't know. How He's, much... uh... Joey? Uh, just how much more of Doflamingo do you want to see after this arc? Not much more. I think I'm good on Doflamingo when we're done here. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. And I love Doflamingo, don't get me wrong. but I think I'm yeah, good. He's think... great, but, like... It's been three kind of years. like an end to the mm-hmm. story. <laughs> uh, what's next, Ed? Uh, Illusion Devil Fruit asks, uh, Monet, Virgo, and Treble dead? Question mark. No. Uh, who has a better chance of being alive? No, no. Monet, Treble, and Virgo are dead. <laughs> um, yeah, no, they're probably uh, all alive. I, I think Treble has the best chance of being alive. Treble, uh, I think, is almost definitely alive. I don't think Treble's dead. Uh... I don't. I, I, necessarily, I necessarily didn't think Virgo would die. Monet better be freaking dead. Nah. Mm. The answer is all of the above are alive and well. Monet oh, now if, well. if you're asking <laughs> third reprise, who should be dead? I'd say everyone but Treble. I could see Treble getting out of that. I'd be fine with that. The other two, I feel like, should be dead. Mm. Um, but that's a different question. Uh, Ed, what's next? Texan Ninja asks, "Have any of you guys thought?" Your guys' thoughts changed about the new opening now that you've listened to it a couple of times? No. No, not yet. It's 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 there. Yep. I always I, I always liked it. I think it's very catchy. Um still enjoy it. It might it might grow on me more because it's 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 catchy, but I don't I, have any I don't have any feeling toward it yet because of nothing's happened like with the anime. It was middle of the road for me at the time, and I think it remains middle of the road for me today. 
Yeah, I still like it okay. A thing that sort of I noticed and sort of bugged me that now bugs me every time I hear it because of talking about it with you guys, I think it was maybe the dude that brought it up, is that the very beginning of the song feels so quiet, like when he's bursting mm-hmm. through the rocks. Yeah, now stuff. I noticed that. It's, it's yeah. geared third through a giant rock wall. It's, I don't know. It, yeah, I, I do agree with that. All right. But uh, I still liked it fine. All right. Bartolomeo29 asks, why did they remove the ending songs from the One Piece anime? And a couple of people asked this, so I think we owe them an explanation. Uh, because they like making dreams die. Well, they decided to change time slots and mm-hmm. change formats to have a two and a half minute opening song instead of a one minute and 50 second opening song with like an intro and a 70 second ending song. It's a cost cutting measure. I think so. Yeah. And the, the way Ed put it to me when I asked him the first time when I saw that, he's he's like, oh, they're going to save money so they could put more money into the animation. In which I... This is not old fool. Saying any of that, but okay. Well, I think that was before you understood that that is not what was happening at all. Yeah, I was wrong about that. Uh, Gary Ingram 77 on Twitter asks, Hi guys, tweeting from London, England. Uh, will there be a release date for One Piece Blu-rays in the UK? We don't even... No, uh, no, yeah, that's not going to happen until Japan gets them, and they didn't get it, and hold, brace yourself for this, they didn't get it until Punk Hazard. So, it's going to be a while. I don't think they've gone back yet to do it for, like, Season 4+. plus. The HD Masters exist, but Toy is not going to let that there shit... Is a, there is HD subscribed to Crunchyroll or Funimation, but, I mean, subscribe to Funimation for their elite like dub service i think crunchyroll has hd on there no but they don't have the dub oh right right if you want the dub in hd, HD yes, you, yeah. can, you can you can get it on funimation streaming service well not in, the UK, not in the not uk not in the uk i'm sorry um man. but i again I, the D, none of us are seeing the blu-rays anytime soon so I, we could all share in, in that not having that uh, uh go ahead what's next liam tasker writes in to contribute that his favorite ending is dreamship thank you uh, Danny Newman, uh, his favorite is Run, 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 and he loved the English version by Caitlin Glass. He's a big fan of hers. Uh, Kaizoku Rufi on Twitter, uh, uh, he, he was asking the same question about opening 18, if our opinion on it has changed. You already have our opinions on that. Um, so tomorrow is Cinco de Mayo, and Himawari323 on Twitter asks, are you guys going to celebrate Luffy's birthday or Cinco de Drinko? Or Cinco de Mayo, she says. <laughs> it's on a Monday. <laughs> It's a Tuesday. Uh, it's on a Tuesday. Tuesday. It's Tuesday. And, you know, by the time I finish editing this, it'll totally be Cinco de Mayo. So um, I think uh, mostly Luffy's birthday because I'm going to be at work. Yeah. yeah I'll man. celebrate I'll, that in my own way. I'll be home. Stretching at my chair a lot. So Cinco de Mayo for you, Steve. Uh, I'm just going to be drawing. What about Cinco de Cuatro? Anyone celebrating that? Uh, that oh. That's a name of a freaking episode we've released. <laughs> Isn't it? No, that was a Cinco de Mano. A Cinco de Mano. It's five hands. Oh, man. Which is also Uh, a good one. Um, Getting my um, Spanish mixed up this evening. Oh, do you know whose birthday it is, though? Besides Luffy's on Tuesday. No? Guys, come on. He's part of this podcast. I don't know anyone. Jose. Jose's birthday. Jose, 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 Jose. I barely remember your birthday, and that's because it's on an interesting day. It's on a holiday. You see, my birthday is on Usopp's Usopp's birthday, and uh, Jose's birthday is on uh, Luffy's birthday. Again, more reasons why we are identical twins. Uh, Not really, but probably. You guys Um, have to fight. 
Yeah, uh, I'm not going to win that, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, anyway, what's next? Mato Jenkins asks, what is the most underwhelming fight so far in your opinion? That is a broad question, man. Underwhelming? Uh, underwhelming. What what'd you build up in, in like, your mind? Or... Fishman no, Island? I, I, think, I think all over. Yeah, I... Fishman Island. Uh, specifically, Zoro versus Hiozo. Man, if you go back and listen to those episodes, I had a lot of hype for that. And yeah. it was... I mean, in the end, it showed something else, like about how far ahead Zoro had gotten in those two years. But yeah, as a fight, aesthetically, it's just yeah, not much. I think the build-up for Fisherman Island is what hurts it the most. So yeah. I think yeah. when you take it in that context of a fight that you're really looking forward to, and then as a whole, that whole you know, all those fights were a little disappointing. Mm-hmm. What's next? Right. Uh, Patrick Lewis writes in to contribute that Glory is his favorite ending. He plays it every time he reads a chapter. Oh, there, there's a glory fan. Yeah. Every, everyone has a fan. Every every opening, except for Murag Hokai, which has nine people who like it. But everyone else has a fan. Yeah. Uh, Marquise Maddox on Twitter asked, "Do you think the trailers for season seven and onward will carry a more serious tone with epic music?" Uh, well, if Josh is listening, do you want that or do you not want that? It seems like he wants that. Well, no, not just for him. So we know what this what this person wants, but what do you guys want? Well, I think for the war and for Impel yeah. Down, it, it it would totally be. Uh, Shaw, I don't think Shaw Buddy deserves it because it starts out. It's a really you know uh, des- uh, disparate uh, feelings because got all the slave stuff, but you also have all the happy fun rides on you know merry-go-rounds and stuff, and then kidnappings, and so it, you know Jay Peterman slave catalog on one hand. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you think that they'll sort of lean towards since? A lot of the anime viewers already know what's going to happen. They'll sort of hit that the idea that this is where they all get separated pretty hard. I, I don't know. Marketing. This, this is a big season. This is uh, like season four was a very big season for Funimation. And I think hopefully uh, Josh and the and company will treat it uh, as as a big season. Yeah. Um, I I have faith because a lot of like the middle stuff, the trailers are just like they're spitting out the same stuff. Which whatever, it's fine. I understand. There's a million episodes of One Piece. You can't make a brand new awesome trailer every time. Uh, but I think this this probably deserves one. Mm. Um, what's next? Illusion Devil Fruit asks if anyone's coming to Anime Expo this year. I am. <laughs> we did apply for a panel too. Yeah, um, hopefully we'll get it. We've gotten it every other year, so that bodes well. But there's so no I, I, can, I imagine that uh, Dennis and his cosplay crew will probably be there. And hopefully too. Steven. I mean, he's in the area, so uh, we could hope that that will be San Diego. Yeah. I'll be at San Diego Comic-Con if that's that's around the same time, right? It's it, it's usually Otakon Anime Expo and Comic-Con with Comic-Con in the middle. No, Anime Expo is always before Otakon. That's what I'm saying. Comic-Con's always in the middle. Uh, yeah. Steven should is usually at Comic Con. He does a panel there too, so you two should. Uh, see uh, yeah, I should see if I can meet up with yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam from Sam's Piece on our website uh, writes in to say that Eternal Pose is his favorite. It's nostalgic and bittersweet, especially considering the story content. You and got last... Steve in my heart here. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and our last piece of the tweet comes from Stacy Chen, who asks. Also, why the ending songs aren't used anymore? And we already explained that, but I yeah. wanted to mention her name because she asked it. Uh, okay, so that's everything. Yeah, quick quick piece to tweet this week. Good. Uh, we'll do a much more thorough one next week. We have a lot of stuff to catch up with anyway. Um, yeah, why don't we uh, finish this thing off? Okay. Let's do it. 
This has been the One Piece Podcast, episode 367 for May 4th, 2015. This was a fun episode, you guys. Um, I, I love these ranking segments. Um, and we're going to do another one uh, in uh, probably around September, October, because we're going to be doing, if you heard the announcement uh, earlier, we're going to be doing a massive read-through, uh, and we're going to have special guests on to, to go through the read-through. Uh, the full schedule will be posted in the description, but we'll be doing anywhere from four to six volumes a week. It's going to be intense. Uh, I might die at the end. We'll find <laughs> out. I hope not. Yeah, that's... Uh, but... Um, I, I'm Call very that one going out Luffy it. style. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you're just convinced he's going to die. Um, well, as long as we're going to keep mentioning it, I just may as well hammer it home. Uh, so we're going to start the first week, I think, when are we doing the first segment? Next week or the week after? I think it's the 11th, right? Is that is that next That's week? week from today. Okay, so um, the the challenge starts, uh, well, not around the, the week of the 11th. Um, we'll, we'll have more information. I think the episodes will be released on Thursday. They're going to be mini episodes. Uh, we will try and keep them at a half hour or less. Uh, as we said, unfortunately, we're going to be putting the Tsunami recap on a sabbatical uh, over the summer. Uh, just so you guys know, it'll go every single week except for the week we're going to be in Dallas. So that's going to actually be the second week we're doing it, uh, the 21st. Um, but every other week we're going to do it uh, in full. Uh, and we really encourage you guys to read along. We know it's tough, but, you know, at least try and read some of it or get your friends who haven't read it to read six to f- four to six volumes a week if you can. Um, Good for you if they do. So uh, it, we're, we're very excited. Uh, we're going to have a lot of guests from Viz and uh, hopefully elsewhere to, to read along with us and hopefully a lot of you guys. Uh, it'll definitely be me, Ed, and uh, Steven on every week, no matter what. Uh, we're going to do this, right, Ed? Oh, yes. Um, it's going to be intense. Uh, also want to uh, give a big thanks to Dennis, uh, Diana, and uh, Kate for... Uh, doing that to- for going and visiting Tokyo Tower and talking about it. Uh, we're also going to be at Ascent in Chicago, uh, Rosemont, Illinois, uh, May 15th through 17th. Steve, you're going to be there? Yes. And uh, I'll be there on Friday as well. Uh, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash one piece podcast, our uh, banana me shirt, uh, which is a, I think a big hit with some people at least. Um, teespring.com slash bananamy shirt that is available only until May 13th so you have uh, another two weeks to pick that up. Uh, OPP Dallas is happening from May 21st through 25th and uh, also don't forget to check out OPP Japan at oppjapan.com um, I think that's gonna do it. Joey, where can people find you? Uh, they can follow me on Twitter at Joey Weiser or follow me on Tumblr at uh, joeyweiser.tumblr.com. I have also re- resurrected, uh, after its hiatus, uh, Daily Dragon Ball just started today um, up yeah. again. And we're going to be, I'm going to be posting two a day for a few weeks until we're more uh, caught up to what I've been doing. I've still been drawing, I just haven't been posting because I was finishing up the last volume of my. Him, Eisner-nominated graphic novel series, <laughs> Merman. You're what? Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, this is right. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, volume four of Merman is in previews now, so you can go out to your local comic shops and tell them you want a copy of that, and volumes one through three are uh, available now for sale in print or digital. Um, and, yeah, that sounds like about it for me. If you had a, if you saw the SpongeBob free comic book day issue, I did the back cover of that, so you could look out for that next time you're at the comic book store sometimes they have some leftovers uh dude where can people find you 
You can find me uh, at Twitter at dude exclamation, all one word, and uh, dude exclamation.tumblr.com. Um, you can also find me occasionally on superartfight.com uh, or at a town near you. Um, I'll be at AwesomeCon this year with uh, Steve Yurko. We'll be tabling. And um, come, to, come, come say hi if you're going to be there. I may also be doing Super Art Fight there as well. We will see. And uh, you can also check out Steve and Dye's podcast, 20 Minutes of Bullshit, on OnePiecePodcast.com. Uh, Steve, where can people... Because we have a new episode. Yes. Sorry. No, you do. Go on. I was going to say, what, what, what do you have going on? Our latest episode, The Meetings of Pandora, is online now. Check that one out. Uh, sorry for the delay. It's an older one, but uh, it... There it's were, an older there were, it, it just took... There were some audio issues, but I cleared it up. It sounds great. It's uh, an older model, sir, but it checks out. Was thank you. Thank you, Zach. And, by, and, and what I meant to say was older, older code. It's an older code, but checks mm-hmm. out. I was about to clear them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank the you. code, of course, being Tardarium, Shuttle Tardarium. This, this is my brother. That's why I love him. And I love him too. We're brothers that whisper. <laughs> yes, May the force be with you. We sound like Shout Tucker from the first FMA series. Shocker? Remember the Full Metal podcast? Shocker! You can't escape me. I'll chase you to the ends of the earth. Ed, where could the good people find us? Oh, I didn't even get to plug anything. Oh, go ahead. I well, decided. you know, you used it for Star Wars references. No, no, he, and, and then he, and then I, he just plugged Shocker from the Spider-Man. Cartoon. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, what's he quoting there? Like, I was saying, the Spider-Man video game. Spider-Man, Shock- the animated series from the '90s. Yeah, y- you know, but Shocker was in like the the movie game. He was like a side, you know, thing. Yes, Do you remember that? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, you could follow me on Twitter at Steve Yurko and follow my art stuff on steveyurko.tumblr.com. I have a One Piece tattoo. What? That's true. You that, saw it on Twitter, yeah. folks. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I should mention that on the show. I have a One Piece tattoo now. <laughs> Congratulations. It's on the correct arm, right? <laughs> it is when I don't look into the mirror. Okay, so just stop doing that then. Can you do that? <coughs> okay. <What>? Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, people can get me at Edward E. Festizio on Twitter, but for the One Piece podcast, we're at onepiecepodcast.com, twitter.com, youtube.com, and facebook.com slash onepiecepodcast, onepiecepodcast.tumblr.com for news updates and funny pictures. Let's see. Uh, onepiecepodcast at gmail.com is our email address. One Piece Podcast, all one word. That's our Skype name. Subscribe on SoundCloud. Subscribe on the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Or call us on our phone number. Zach? That phone number is 347-497-MAJI. MAJI. MAJI. That phone number again is 347-497-6254. Call Call anytime. anytime. With your questions, your comments, your theories, and why you think the best of all endings is uh oh wait there are no more endings oh i just made myself sad um pinpoint the exact moment when my heart breaks (laughs) (laughs) oh there it is 
<laughs> uh, next week we will return with a manga recap of chapter 785 as Dress Rosa may come to a close eventually. Who knows? Uh, In seven chapters. If, if Ed is correct. Uh, Ed assumes he's correct because he's Ed. Uh, we also... I wouldn't be where I am if I didn't. We also will be starting our read-through next week, which is going to be on May 14th. Will be our first episode that's going to be next week. I am excited about that. Uh, may the 14th be with you. May the 14th be with you. Uh, so for all that and more, check out OnePiecePodcast.com, please. And for the One Piece Podcast this week, my name is Zach. My name is Ed. And my name is Steve. We'll see you, everyone, next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Hey, dude, why don't you just why don't you sing us off with some Shining Ray? Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so so excited about it. Uh-huh. I, I Do Shining ray find your brand new way A never ending journey to be together Tokomo Delmo you can't get the shining ray I don't know. I don't actually don't know the complete words to that song, but that's the one thing that I can you think of. You could do like. some like Shatner style spoken word interpretations. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, let me let me let me see here. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, I can do that. I could do. Uh... Aren't they in Montreal tonight, Ed? Mm- Who's in Montreal? I think that's why. The, Can- yeah. the Canadians? All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, they must be going batshit insane then. Okay, so I can. I'll do Run on Run, Shatner style, and the st- and and way of Pooh's voice, I guess. I have to get into character. Hold on. Think. Oh, think, think, think. Don't bother. I seem to have forgot the lyrics. Oh no, here they are. They're right in my head. はみ出したきもちつ、つながら、なくて。君の手を握ると、にがり返すよ。一人でも僕は歩き出すから。と、遠くまでずっと見つめていてね。バタナナナナナナナナナ。<笑><笑> Cutting room floor, that. Uh, that's not. I'm dying. <laughs> I have to mute myself. Exploding in a, in a cloud of laughter and coughing. Oh, shining ray, find your brand new way. A never ending journey for you and me to be together. And uh, that's about it. I think my Winnie the Pooh voice is, is slowly diminishing.
Oh, no, it's you used turning it too into much. something else. Yeah. You got no. You got to start doing Sam Elliott again, because then you'll find it again. Oh yeah, that's right. Here I am. It's me, Sam Elliott. Now, uh, mm-hmm. now no, it turned into Jeff Bridges. Okay, enough of that. <laughs> Sam Elliott. I'm I'm much more. Uh, uh, all the cursing, dude. <laughs> that yeah, that doesn't Sam Elliott. What the fuck are you talking yeah. about, man? There we go. That's you're the Ghost Rider. The ghost, the ghost rider. Yo, tours, hey, hey. tours the banquet beer. 